Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Ten, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! It's Monday night. Oh, my God. Anaheim 1 just happened. Oh, my God. Lots to talk about. The 2015 Supercross Series is here. It is happening. And we're on the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing to talk about it. That's right. Very exciting news. We're pumped. Uh, lots to talk about. Tyler Bowers will join us tonight. Weston Pike will join us. Alden Baker. I think there will be a Kenny Watson phone call at some point. We may try to get in touch with Will Hahn. The hurt and injured Will Hahn, but he's in our hearts. We'll try to get a hold of him. Uh, we've got lots to do tonight. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Bruce Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Pivot Works, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, and Two Under, all on board with us for the 2015 season. You may have noticed we uh, don't have a few guys, and we've added some new guys, and uh, that's an exciting thing. We're going to talk about all of our new guys and uh, the supporting things that we have going on for this year in a little bit. We've got the BTOsports.com Gabbit Gibbs segment, Race Tech Suspension emails. We have the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs, and the NFAB. Question of the day. Question of the day is back. Future headlines shelved for a little while. All right. As usual, I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me in studio. Usually he's on the phone every week, but uh, after Anaheim won, he decided he had to come in and talk about uh, the incredible race and uh, and also some exciting news. He is Fly Racing's own, WPS's own, two-time German Supercross champion, two-time Montreal Supercross champion, former top privateer, and man who rode for Subway Honda, the Jason Thomas. Good to be here. Pumped. Welcome. It's been a little while. Yeah. It's, I don't know when the last... I mean, well, every time I come here, you're like, have you ever been here? The like, prob- yeah, like 30 times. The problem... F you, dude. ...you have is you have a real job at Western Power Sports. I wouldn't say it's a problem. No, for coming in all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'd, have, we'd love to have you in more. Uh, but... <laughs> well, yeah, and we've discussed that, but uh, there's just no way. The, the problem is the show's so late. If I could get out of here on a flight back tonight, then I could do it a lot. But it, it's, I feel like the wage I pay you per month is more than enough to live on and just do this full time. I would struggle to live under an overpass <laughs> on the wage that I'm being paid from you. I don't, I don't agree. It's a lot of money. If this were 1912, that was a, it'd be a lot of money. <laughs> if, <laughs> Maybe. There's some people in, in, in the Great Depression that would love to make what, what you make. I think if this were the Great Depression, times would be hard. They would eat a lot of potatoes. Which would be fitting because I live in Idaho. Would we have the internet? <laughs> in 1912? Or in the Great Depression? I don't that's know. Like a either one. Difference. Um, but I think either way we're screwed. Jason Thomas's appearance on the show, of course, uh, brought to you by Fly Racing. Their light hydrogen gear has revolutionized the world of light rate racing apparel. Inspired by Canard and Short, their lines have been fine-tuned over the last four years to set the standard in what athletes expect out of racewear. They've got their uh, zipper lock, their patented two-day buckle system. Uh, follow them on social media, at Fly Racing USA. And uh, throughout the Supercross and outdoor season, of course, they'll be wearing this gear, this light hydrogen stuff. And JT, also, uh, the uh, Pulp of Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com, 
and Fly Racing now. Uh, fantastic uh, job, the guys at uh, Max and Dale and Craig and everybody at WPS uh, somehow sees a value in this show. And they've stepped up a little bit. We're, we're, we're pumped on that. Pumped to have Fly a bigger part of what we're doing. You already were a big part, and now it's bigger, and it's awesome. Well, yeah, and, and we kicked it around a little bit. You know, obviously any money you spend, you have to, to kind of prioritize where you're going to spend that same advertising dollar. So when this opportunity came up, um, it was a pretty short discussion. You know, I think the value is here. Uh, the listeners are real customers, which is important. Um, that's kind of the, the main focus for me is if we're going to spend money, let's, let's spend it in a place where those people are going to go into a store and remember who's supporting their favorite show and, and hopefully buy a fly product. So it was a pretty, pretty quick uh, deal. You know, the opportunity yeah. came up. We said, hey, let's, let's do this. You know, this is something we wanted to get more involved with, and the opportunity is here, so let's do it. Yeah, pump fly to here. Best out there, bro. Pumped to have uh, a fly on board with us as presenting sponsors, and uh, we're going to give away a lot of stuff. And you guys have made this happen by purchasing Fly Racewear, and when you see it at the races and telling people about it. And we're excited to have Fly on board with us. Um, it's going to be a, a fun time, and we're going to announce what we're going to give away here in a little bit. But it's super cool to kick off the uh, uh, Fly Racing presenting sponsorship of this show for the 2015 year. So, uh, And hard to believe it wasn't that long ago that Dale Spangler down there just cold emailed me said, I really like your show, man. Can we get a part of it? And I'm like, with me and Watson? Yeah? It's pretty cool, right? All right. You know, so uh, Dale knows great things when he hears it, clearly. He, he does. Um, also, hey, producing the show, holding things down behind the scenes, taking your calls, handling everything, uh, uh, and reading, uh, giving us lots of entertainment every time he decides to uh, have the spoken word. The Devin Gibbs. What's going on, guys? Gibbs, how's, how are you? Doing all right. Not Can killing it. Am I not? I don't. You said doing all right. I'm doing all right. You just got paid. I did give it you. Should a, be a I, great I, day. I gave you a, an installment payment. You did that alone. It's killing it. Killing it. Uh, Devin Gibbs uh, in in studio uh, helping us out producing the show behind the scenes. Key figure behind the scenes. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Give us a call uh, if you want to talk uh, Anaheim one. Um, lots to talk about. Certainly um, a, a real good race. Um, two under. Uh, a company is coming on board, uh, the finest underwear around. That's right. I've got a few pairs myself, and they're, they're great. They're on board with us, Jeff Williams and the guys there. Uh, they are uh, part of the BTO Sports KTM team. Uh, they've also got Ronnie Renner. Uh, they've got uh, some Monster Jam people and uh, some truck stuff. And they got NFL and MLB uh, athletes and uh, Pulp MX 2015 at 2 Under. It's the number 2, U-N-D-R. Number two, UNDR.com to save 20% at the best underwear around. Uh, they've got their patented pending Joey Pouched for unmatched support. Joey Pouch, bro. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's a good part of that. Like under ruse. Kangaroos, Joey Pouch. Uh, Is that thank, where we're going? We thank those guys for that. Um, also, too, Roost MX, part of, a, part of our uh, Pulp MX show for this year. Roost MX, a big part of the uh, Rock River team with uh, Martin and LeMay and uh, uh, the guys on the East Coast. Uh, Pulp Nation uh, saves you 20% at RoostMX.net. RoostMX.net. Go there. See the Pulp MX thing. They're making some real cool shirts and things like that. Did you see? Did I show you? Did I tell you? You showed me. Uh, you showed me. You the saw the Waffle Instagram. Roost. Okay, well, go. I know you don't do anything but surf the web and play Mad Skills. RoostMX. So when, when you have a chance, go to RoostMX.net. Click on the Pulp link and look at all the stuff they're selling. There's a lot of stuff. So they're doing a good job for us, and, and those guys down there are... Uh, they're killing it. Really behind... Yeah, they're killing it. They're... um. We've got some real cool shirts and stickers and things like that. Pulp MX merch. The kids use merch, right? 
I, I don't hey, know. Hey, buddy. Like as a word? Yeah. No, merch. I don't, think, I don't think so. Uh, they got a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. Uh, we welcome the guys at Roost MX uh, on board with us for the whole year. We're going to do a, a, design, a Pulp MX T-shirt design contest as well. And, of course, also on board for the 2015 year, Pivot Works. That's right. Uh, Pivot Works is the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross and the Loretta Lens Amateur National and the CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. That's probably why they came on. They know I'm Canadian. They support the CMRC Nationals. Decide to come on. Uh, when it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of motocross, supercross, or just off-road fun, uh, buy from a manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance, uh, bearing seals, that kind of stuff. Uh, Pivot Works has got it. Uh, OE quality uh, seal replacement kits for your bikes, wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, steering stem, and all one easy package. So Pivot Works is on board with us for the year, uh, and we, can, we couldn't be uh, happier. I guess, you know what, uh, JT, there's lots to talk about with this race, but, I mean, right away, uh, Sinjin. What's going on? You're upset. I understand. Oh, I'm upset is an understatement. I mean, <laughs> I mean, well, let me let's just put it this way: Gallagher, the AMA. I have a hit out for that piece of shit. Okay, come on, dude. Are you okay? You know what happened, right? What happened? All right. So Pike takes out Sealy or whatever. Was that in the what was that the semi? Yeah. No, a heat race. I think. Okay, well, I can't remember how, like I can't remember where it was, but you know where Will Hahn crashed, right? I think yep. that's where Pike. Was. Yep, same yeah, spot. So, yep. Same, same straightaway. Yeah, anyway. so they came together, and Pike uh, cuts part of the track to get back on the track. Um, <clears throat> and which it's not, I don't blame Pike at all. It's not his fault, but he cut part of the track. Jimmy was behind him. I obviously Pike's a better rider than Jimmy. Some may think. Um, I think everyone probably but, thinks that. Yeah, shut your mouth. Uh, so. But who knows, you know, like Jimmy, that, Jimmy was behind him and, and Jimmy was fucking on a roll and, and Pike cut. If, look, and, if you're, and, I think, if, the, I think that argument's not going to hold water. If you're the only it way, hold water. if the only way that your favorite rider can get into the main event is by you trying to point out that someone else cheated. I don't know if that's the right, like, like you should just be hoping well, for listen, Jimmy listen, to, on, to you on, know, listen, listen, to, hold on, to, hold on, hold on. And then, uh, somebody said to Gallagher, did you see that? And then, and then John Gallagher said, yeah, I did see that, uh, but we're too busy dealing with the, the Toyota halftime show because that guy has his fingers in his ass. Okay, that's really what they said. They, they really said that? You think Gallagher said, I acknowledge someone who's cheating? I don't think that Gallagher cares about the Toyota halftime show. I, I, just, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't Those think... were the words spoken, bro. I think it somehow went like from one ear to another, and by the time it reached you, Sinjin, that's what was said. Look, Jimmy, Nick, wait, okay, Jimmy Albertson missed the main event. Is, that's bullshit, and Gallagher's a piece of dick. Okay, you know what, Sinjin, you can't do that. It's, I can't do what? It's 20, I'm not saying you think that. You like John Gallagher. It's sure, 2015. Great, let's, let's try to start off the year with, you know, not calling pieces, people pieces of shit right off the bat. All right, well, well and also, it really, it's switching off that, which I'm, I'm extremely upset about. You guys can say there's no water in that, whatever. Yeah, there uh, well, is. Hold on. J- uh, uh, biggest shock, JT, for not making the main event. Ben LeMay, Nick Way, Jimmy Albertson. Biggest shocker. Uh, Jimmy was riding good. I'm going to say LeMay. LeMay? Like, yeah. I'm going to say LeMay. Okay. Okay, listen, don't you think, listen, on, on the Hondas, I, I mean, I obviously always love Jimmy, but sometimes he rides like, I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, let's go. And then, and, but man, he looked, I actually, not just saying because I love Jimmy, but I thought he looked really good on the Yamaha. Like, I thought he looked really aggressive. I thought Jimmy looked good. I mean, I, I love Jimmy. Like, we're a, you know, a big part of his program, but. 
If you're going to say anything bad, don't say it. No, no, I'm just – I didn't – I looked at his practice times. I watched him. I didn't think he had a great day. I really didn't. I didn't – but I thought he looked good. Like, he looked like actually like, – Like, in his like, underwear? Changing? Is that what you're referring to? Okay, you know what? Fuck you guys. You guys are just bashed people like me that just like the, the underdog. Sorry I'm not sucking Chad Reed's cock, JT. Jesus. Well, I, you guys just hate on me. Look, I get it. I get it. It's cool, I, but look, there's no big <laughs> hey. There's no bigger Jimmy Albertson fans than us. I mean, we've had Jimmy on the show a ton. Jimmy, Jimmy's a great guy. I, I mean, and how about this? Oh yeah, you guys, uh, such good bros. Come by. Everyone was uh, at the, his uh, his rig. Yeah, I got no Chipotle. No one. No, I, I, uh, I need to have a job, and uh, I do too. And I should have come by. I admit, uh, I it was on my agenda. I just uh, got busy, bro. Wait, but you have a job. But last year when there was Chipotle, you made it your job to stop by his rig. Absolutely. I think because I went twice. I went twice all year. Did you? Yeah. But no, I, I, well, I feel like I, I have six. I have sixteen more chances, so I feel good about it, Sanjay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll stop by too. Well, I, I just think it's funny how I, when I, I saw you guys there every or both Anaheim's I went last year and hey, and this year up oh, no, no one's hey, there. Hey, Sanjay, the meeting where we're like, hey, should we pay Jimmy? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, let's do something. You weren't there, so I just want to remind you of that meeting that didn't happen. So those dollars that the company I work for is paying him. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to trade that more. off. I'm going to trade that off for a Chipotle run. <laughs> well, well, you know what? You guys should pay him more. It's just you guys are just disgusting. Okay, all right. See ya. All right, Derek. What's up, man? Derek. Hey guys, uh, huge fans of the show. Just wanted Thank to ask: uh, Was Bill Pullen Stewart being gone uh, for this upcoming season? How much of an impact do you think it has on the fans and uh, the whole environment around everybody? Really? Mm, I don't know. Sure, there were some people in the stands that were going, "Where are those guys?" You know, the casual fans. Yeah, I think, I think you're always going to get that though. In any of these races, Supercross races especially, you're going to get the, you're going to get more casual fans who've never been to a race before. They're just like, "Oh, that looks cool. Let's go check that out." So, sure, I think that happens. But there's so many people now, and there's so many ways to learn about this sport with the internet and and Twitter and Instagram and TV and all these websites. So, I think the fan is more informed than ever ever about what's going on. All right. Well, thank you very much, right. and uh, that was it. Thank you. Very right. big fan Thanks. of the show. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, so, look. Uh, Sinjin's super level-headed. No, by, absolutely. By no, yeah. there's um, thought put behind it. Very much uh, so. Looks at both sides. He probably, the, like, wrote, wrote up, like, a, pros an and essay. Cons. Yeah. You know, like, uh, did, like, a, all these points, you know. and, mm-hmm. and Pros, cons. Right, um, right. Really yeah. weighed everything mm-hmm. out yeah. and said, I really have something here I'm going to call in. Yep. No. Ah! So Anaheim won, come and gone. Uh, Kenny Roxon wins, and it's never easy to win a Supercross main event, although neither one of us have ever done that. Uh, it's never easy to win one of those things, but if there ever was, it might have been that. That was a dominating performance. It was, and, and that's kind of what we talked about before the weekend, um, is Kenny puts himself in really good positions almost all the time. And that's a big part of the game. You know, I think there was a few guys, Eli, uh, Trey, for sure, obviously Kenny. Uh, but there were a few guys that could go the pace, I think. But it's putting yourself in the spot, putting yourself in a good place to to get out front and stay out of trouble and do all those things. And Kenny has a knack for that. So if you're Trey or if you're Eli, especially those two, uh, Jason Anderson obviously put in a great performance. But I, I really see those three and, and Chad in there too. But you gotta you gotta perform. Well, I don't want to say perform, but if Kenny's gonna do that every weekend, you've got to be at the front at the beginning. You yeah. can't let Kenny get away, or else that's gonna happen because Kenny's yeah. not gonna make a mistake. He uh, just doesn't do that. Roxon was better than I thought he'd be. I knew he'd be good. I mean, of course he'd be fast and everything else. He was surprised. 
on the new bike, uh, he was better than I thought. I didn't think he was better. He wasn't better than I thought no? he would be. No, okay. Because I think that if Eli and Trey had gotten out with him, they would have had something for him. I don't think he would just rode away from those two. You think so, huh? Yeah. yeah you think? I, mean, I don't all, know if they would have beat him. I mean, no, but in practice, we saw Tomac was the fastest qualifier. You know? Yeah, and so. I think everyone was really close to the pace, but it's that's just part of the game. Uh, getting the start is a huge part, part of the game if you're trying to mm-hmm. win the race. So, um, you know, uh, lesson for them. It's just one race, and it's, it's easy to go nuts off that one race, but it, he looked damn strong. Our guest tonight, Alden Baker, trained three out of the top four guys. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. Uh, that's pretty, it's pretty good, yeah. That, that, the Baker's Factory is working out well. Uh, nice, delicious uh, championships and wins are being baked. Fresh out of the oven, grab it's them like while they're kitchen. hot. Yeah, um, and so and also we got Wes and Pike on tonight. Pike blew me out on Instagram so bad last week. A little bit. He's coming on. We'll, I'm sure we'll discuss it. I'm sure Weston will also be very contrite and I, very apologetic. But I think he thinks it's hilarious. Do you think he'll be apologetic to me? No. <laughs> okay. He, he wouldn't have done it if he was going to be apologetic. <laughs> I think he finds it awesome that you just got buried on Instagram. Uh, Tyler Bowers will be on also too. Uh, Bowers got a third place, one heat race, got a third place in the main event, and he's back in Supercross. So uh, all those guys are going to come on uh, here. Don't forget uh, Pulpamex app, dollar uh, ninety nine in the uh, in the iTunes store. Uh, you can listen to the show live on it. We got some bonus content coming up. We got a uh, we got a real cool listener that uh, made us a best of Ivan Tedesco on the show. I didn't know there was one. I didn't either. This guy put it together. Sounds so like, that's going to be under bonus right. content soon. The Sweet. best of Ivan Tedesco. There's a best of David Pingree already up there too. Uh, you can get the show on Stitcher. You can, you can get it on uh, iTunes. You can get it on the app. So uh, uh, check out also too. Thursday's noon. Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. We, uh, we got the great guys from Fly and NFAB behind that. And that's more of a look ahead uh, to the race, the upcoming race. And that's going to be at noon Pacific on Thursdays. Um, so check that out also. And uh, we thank everybody for listening. We're looking forward to another uh, great uh, uh, two th- 2015. Uh, this is show 195. JT, you know my plans for show 200. I do? Yeah, I told you. I don't think so. No? No, I don't think so. Okay, hold on. I'm going to turn the mics off and I'm going to tell you. Okay. So, yeah, so uh, they're talking about show 200. It's not going to be as good as 100, but it's going to be good. And we're back. And we're back. Okay, so so now you know the show 200 plans. I do. Should be pretty good. I mean, 100 was great. Gibbs, you're absolutely right. I think it's going to be funny. I just don't know how long the novelty will last. Oh, no, 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 no. It'll, <laughs> it will last. I will, okay. I will make it last. All right. It, so It'll definitely be entertaining, but I don't think it's going to be entertaining as show 100. Um, no, I don't okay. think that's uh, possible. It's hard. It's, it's hard to. Definitely hard it's to. hard to. We can't get. We, just we, get we tried to get Team Stiffy together, but uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't working. Just get Watson <laughs> to bring a couple porn stars in. And uh, maybe we can compete. We have uh, a lot to talk about tonight. So uh, um, Jason Anderson second. Yep. I give that uh, maybe not my surprise of the night, but it's pretty far up there. I mean, this is a kid who came out the Monster Cup on the 450 Husqvarna, set the fastest time, and that kind of blew me away. So I realized the kid got speed right from there. Um, and at Anaheim 1, I mean, second place, he got the start. He put himself in a good position, what you were talking about earlier. But at one point, he was catching rocks in a little bit. Um, race win for Anderson this year? It's possible. That was a big discussion with me and uh, some industry people before the season. Would, was there, was a lot, there were a lot of bets made about whether he would win a race or not. And I would have said no before the weekend, but I'm d- certainly not ruling it out now. I would have said no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I thought he would do pretty well. Like, I had him for a podium. Mm-hmm. But he looks solid. Um, I should have known better. 
uh, with being on the program he's on, that program just creates winners. I, whatever, you know, say whatever you want. You know, a lot of people are on the side that he works with the best guys, and and it's kind of a result of that. I'm not really mm-hmm. on that bandwagon. I think that he he's on to something. I don't know what goes on there all the time or whatever, right. but he's on to something over there. Uh, and Anderson is just further proof of that. So, uh, your buddy Chad Reed. Yeah, rough one. Uh, Michael Lessie just rode away from him. No. He had nothing for him. He didn't ride away from him. Oh, he did? No, he, he did. He did. No, he stayed right in front of him the whole time. But he had an issue. He did. He did. Uh, and I'm, I'm not really – I don't have the authority to really talk about what went on with the bike or whatever. It's not my place. Uh, but he did have a bike issue, and I'm, I know he's frustrated. He's probably uh, a lot of radio silence right now. Uh, yeah, I tried to get him on. Well, first I tried to get him on last week. He told me that uh, – Hey, I'm in lockdown mode. I'll come on next week. Yeah. And then he had problems, and I said, okay, so you're coming on this week? And he said, no, hell no, he said, actually. Yeah. So, um, I just yeah. don't think he has anything good to say because he, right. he, he doesn't want to talk about what happened, I'm sure, as yeah. far as specifics. And, yeah, I just think he's just going to regroup and keep his head down and then come out next weekend and try to do what he planned to do at Anaheim. So uh, certainly wasn't good. Certainly gave up, you know, 14 points or whatever. Um, but I'm not, worried. I'm not worried at all about the um, – uh, his ninth place time and his tenth place, tenth place, ninth place or ninth place qualifying time, tenth place in the main event. Uh, the qualifying time. I mean, do you think like he did he show you anything? I mean, he had a decent heat race. Heat race was fine. Nothing wrong with it that. It was okay. He yeah. he lost touch with the leaders pretty bad. Like what I'm saying is is overall, um, are you worried? I mean, we know he had the bike problem, but not worried. I just think he had a lot more than we saw on Saturday. I don't think he really brought it, so to so to speak. So mm-hmm. um, worried wouldn't be the right term. I just think he he kind of needs to regroup and and look at uh, how things went and and mm-hmm. what went wrong and diagnose it and yeah, just come out and start over basically. <laughs> just just forget about what happened last weekend and start over. Um, yeah, and Dunge solid. Uh, yeah, yep. What we expect. Dunge, Dunge did what Dunge does. Yeah, I didn't pick yeah. him on my podium in any of my picks. Yeah, and he got fourth, so I feel like that's what Dungey does. Yep. But he's not going anywhere. He will be there every single. Oh, he's going weekend. to Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yep. I think on Friday maybe. <laughs> um, I didn't like the track. Uh, rather simple. Now on track walk, I didn't get that far again. I was late though. I was talking to to, to Andy from Guts, um, but um, I didn't get that far. But I heard the whoops were gnarly. And they were big. And then I went and I watched the race, and I'm like, where are these whoops? What are they? They, yeah. yeah, they weren't that bad in the race. In practice, there were some really close calls. Was there? Yeah. yeah okay. Chad almost crashed bad. Millsaps almost crashed bad. Uh, I think Millsaps actually did crash. Um, crash in the race. In the yeah, yeah, so uh, that was the only part of the track where I was like, it's even any level of difficulty. So other than that, I thought it was a pretty standard, if not weak, track. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. Which they start them, they start them a little slow. Beginning of the year. So. Yeah, I just wish they would create or find a way. And I know the baseball stadiums don't help that, but they got to find a way to pass. I mean, if you can't find a way to pass without making contact, which almost every pass we saw was after the sand in that right left. That was like it. Yeah, yeah. That was like the only place to pass. It really was, wasn't it? Every yeah. pass would be right there. It's, we see that a lot, and I mean that is to me that is the four fifties and the level of racing these guys are at. They got this dark fish thing, and they're looking at. Well, look, I'm not going there because that. Look at this guy, and so they all have the inside to inside and keeping momentum. They all know exactly where to go. 
I guess they're or, so or damn good. Make obstacles tougher. That's what I'm saying. More dirt. Okay. More dirt. I'm, I don't. I don't buy the dirt. So you can yell at me and point at me all that you want. Okay. All right. Um, Seth wants to ask about rocks. And what's up, Seth? Uh, not much. How's it going, guys? Good. Thanks for listening. What uh, What's your question? Uh, I was just thinking, do you guys think it's good for the sport if uh, if Ken Roxon and the RCH team, they do end up winning the Supercross title with, with the year that they have Jimmy Johns, a pretty decent outside sponsor coming on. I'm not, I'm not sure how much they're paying him, obviously, but you'd have to think that'd be good for their business a little bit. Do you think that's going to help the sport in any way with more outside sponsors or anything? Well, I've you know, we've talked about uh, on podcasts and maybe on the show, and I know I've written about like like a NASCAR model – where a satellite team comes in with private ownership, gets outside sponsors, gets help from an OEM, and wins the uh, wins races, which is what happens in NASCAR. You know, Ford, Chevy, Toyota don't field teams; they just supply technical support. Um, if if RCH wins the title, that might open people's eyes to look what we can do. We just need OEM support. I don't know, JT. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I still think it's. I still think it's tough because the level of money that you need to come in to sponsor a team that can actually win races is it's a pretty good amount. I mean, you're talking millions. So you almost have to to really get the right marketing guy at a company that just sees value in Supercross because there's there's so many other places that they can spend their money. Football, NASCAR, they can sponsor all these things that right. appeal to everyone. So you still have to get that right guy. I think that's the, the toughest sell with an outside sponsor is is just that one key marketing person at a big corporation that either rides motorcycles, believes in motorcycles, has been to a motorcycle race, et cetera. Otherwise, they're just going to go spend it somewhere else. Yeah. I, I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. I mean, it can't hurt. It can't hurt. Well, if you're Jimmy Johns, you're like, cool, Totally. Yeah. No, I, and I think the live TV on Fox Sports 1 is huge. Yeah. That's huge because I don't care if you like motorcycles or not, you can still see the value in that. So yeah. that's big. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Hey, thanks, Seth. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Snowman. Uh, yo, hey, uh, is this me or was Jeff Emig? Carmichael, they had some awkward moments. Did you guys think so? Mm, no, I thought it was a regular broadcast form. Yeah. I think they may have had some awkward, awkward moments, hour. but I think that's pretty yeah, standard. standard yeah. yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. thought it was – we got a lot of tweets uh, for Gabba Gibbs segment about RC being a team owner and pumping up rocks in too much, but – I mean, but I think they should. Like, I don't think they should. But I think they should. Like, I don't think they should. Or interesting, like, hey, one of our announcers here has a huge interest in Roxon and how he does because I think that makes it cool. You know, it's not. Sure. We're not uh, curing cancer on the show here. You know, it's uh, probably a bad reference with the Stuart Scott thing, but it's it doesn't have to be so serious. You know, I think it. I think it was funny because they were they were actually laughing about how nervous. Uh, you know, Ricky was at the end of the race and stuff. I think it. I think it adds interest to it. Yeah, I don't mind, Stillman. Yeah, and then um, uh, uh, Millsaps. Yeah. So, do you think? Because I, I think you said you had a mutual friend or racer guy or whatever that knows Davey. Do you think this could uh, build a disaster to his season? No, no, he was all right. I, I thought, thought he was good. pretty good. Yeah, I thought he was all right. Yeah, he yeah. just needs to stay off the ground. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, I don't know. He just, I don't know. He looked like he was riding weird. Okay. He did. He did. Didn't look great. I will agree with you there. We watched his practice video, yeah. and he looked off. Like whether he was fighting the bike or whatever, he didn't look like his normal self. So, 
But then in the you know in his heat race before he went off the track, or or actually in the in the main event before he went off the track, he was up there. So I I think he'll be fine. And then uh, one last thing, uh, Josh Grant. To me, that was a terrible ride. Um, I mean, I know the field stacked and all, but I, I expect a lot more of Josh Grant. Um, what? But what 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 you makes you think, think that? Chad's response to that? I don't think Chad probably said much of anything after the way he rode. <laughs> Um, the way what the way things transpired for him, but what did what did you expect from Josh Grant? Having said your first comment, well, I I don't know. We've seen some amazing rides out of Josh, and I figured with the new team and, and Supercross, though, you know, yeah, he he's won races. I know, but that was two thousand nine. <laughs> I'm just saying, what have you seen from him? It, what have you, know, you seen from him in Supercross in the in the recent time that would that would think that he's going to do anything in Supergrass. That would, that would be more be my question, I guess. He was still a top eight guy all last year, right? Yeah, I guess I'm just I'm just kind of not really expecting much, I guess, what it comes down to. I think if this was Glen Helen or out, an outdoor race, I think he'd come out firing. I just think in Supercross, he's backed it down. He's not wanting to get hurt. He's not taking the wild, crazy chances that he used to. And I don't blame him, but I think that's what made him really fast, and I just don't see that. Uh, and Supercross. Yeah. He's still a great yeah. rider. I mean, he goes just as fast as 99% of the guys in the main event, but it's not the wild and crazy Josh Grant that we used to see. Yeah. Red well, Bucks, I, Glenn Helen. Thank you, guys. Uh, thanks, Snowman. super addicted to the uh, that Moto Fantasy stuff. That's, that's so awesome. Yeah, we're working on that. we got a new podcast, JT and I, Moto Fantasy Podcast. So, yeah, check it out. It'll be near the end of every week. So. All right, bye. All right, thanks, everybody. Uh, last call before our next guest. Uh, Derek, what's up, man? What's going on? Uh, just wondering, you guys watch the uh, TV broadcast? Yeah. What is with the uh, scoring on the left side of the screen? Bro. Is this Blazer? Bro, like 30 minutes ago, Pookie goes, I like that. <laughs> oh, my. It just blocks tons of footage. It it drove me nuts for the entire I, I don't hours. see a problem with you it. You know what? You know what? I, I'm The conclusion I'm drawing from this is it's great for the casual fan and terrible yeah. for the for the very astute, informed fan. Because they don't need, if they see numbers, they know exactly who that is. They don't need these pictures and all that stuff. But for I mean, I'm okay with it. But for people... Am I a casual fan? No. Okay. But I think that's what it's for. I think it's, you know, these pictures, I'm, and I'm looking at it right now. They're showing people's faces, which is awesome, because I think we suffer from that in our sport, is uh, you have a helmet on the whole time you're in a race. Uh, so I, I actually think it's a, a step forward they, for the sport, but I, I could see how it's annoying to, to block they, uh, out some of the screen. They need a color for the MCR 450, though. Yeah, and for Lieb. <laughs> and for Lieb, yeah. So, no, I, I don't mind it, man. I don't I, – I get I, – but you know what, Derek? A lot of people were filling my Twitter feed with – that they hated it. So you're not alone. You know, people don't like it. Well, so. yeah, it, it definitely blocked a few – moments where uh-huh. there almost might have been something interesting happening but right. you know there wasn't many of those well pookie liked it and, I, and that's i have to just say it's good because she liked it so you know yeah, you can't you can't shy away from that no i can't I, I love it i think it's cool to show their face that's that's really cool all right great thanks uh thanks Derek. Yeah, appreciate thanks. it all right let's get our, our next guest on the line he's going to play a, a couple of games with us here and uh uh he of course he's also going to bask in the glory of being uh, a winner this past weekend our old co-host the kenny watson Vegas K-Dub, what's up? Uh, nothing, man. I'm just uh, hanging out. Just trying to, uh, last couple of, the last day and a half, my eyes been burning really bad from all the champagne. Just trying to get those things flushed out. <laughs> hey, I remember <laughs> hey, 90... Hey, hey, you remember, dude, 
No. Like, that was a great win, but I was like, Mattis, this doesn't even compare to Summercross, does it, bro? Yeah, no, you, yeah, it doesn't. I remember 99, too. My eyes burnt for a while, but you winners, Kenny. Well, that's what we are. Exactly. I got to get a pair of those X brands to wear on the podium. Yeah. We'll do it like a baseball style and a champagne. And, but hey, you know what I was just thinking when you guys were talking to that, whoever that the question was yeah. about riders with their helmets off? JT, were you racing when you guys used to introduce yourself on the starting line? Oh, yeah. And Deegan used to say he was from that city every whatever, time. Yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. city he was from, that's where he was from. Yeah. Right. Whatever but, we were in, but, right. But I thought that was kind of cool because, you know, the crowd could see the guy under the helmet. You know what I mean? It was awesome. Like, I thought that was that was great. It was really you know cool, what I mean? Yeah. And you know what's even more funny is um, when we were doing one of our deals uh, for a sponsorship a few years ago, um, the, it was the guy that we were doing our deal with is a full stick and ball guy, and he was from San Diego, and mm-hmm. he, he didn't realize, you know, like the power of, you know, of action sports and the athletes, and especially like moto guys. And I tried to explain to him, you know, about just like JT was saying, it, they ever went, it's pretty much the only sport where you just cover your helmet, your face besides football, where people don't recognize you and they read the back of your jersey and that's how they know who you are by your mm-hmm. number. Yeah. But I was explaining to this guy, like, this is what Kerry Hart did, and he was that guy behind the helmet. But once he came into mainstream and married who he married and his face was everywhere, I said, you could, I go, who's the quarterback for the, uh, the San Diego Chargers, that Philip Rivers guy? I said, you could take him and you could take Kerry Hart and go to a mall anywhere in America and more people are going to walk up to him than Philip Rivers. Yeah. Um, and no, you're right. I think, I think that is the reason why, as a perfect example is, you know, like JT said, you know, you have to see those guys' faces. You have to see who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? You don't know if, if a rider walks through the stands and doesn't have his jersey on. Seventy percent of the people don't even know who he is. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, hey, so, uh, that's my input on that. Uh, look, there you go, JT. From I, the, I agreed with you. Appreciate from, that. From, and the fly gear too. You're on board with that, which I really uh, appreciate. I, I, to tell you the truth, bud, I wasn't a fan of the gear that the guys raced in, but the stuff they had on during practice, I liked. You which, don't like which, the stuff Shorty which had guys? on? I, I thought I it was which cool. Which guys did he mean? Do you mean the BTO guys? No, no, I didn't like the stuff Weston wore. There was that that green stuff. I didn't really like that. It was too dark. But but I didn't really. Um, didn't Andrew have on the same? Did he have on the same kit as Trey? Or they had different stuff. Andrew wore the same stuff all day. It was like that green and orange. Yeah, like flow high res. No, 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 oh. no. Just the dark green and orange. Oh, that was you know what? Okay. Maybe maybe because I saw him, he was really close to us. When I saw him when he pulled out, I'm like, damn, that looks good. The guy that beat you in the heat race. Yeah. The yeah, guy out in front of you in the heat right race. Right in front of your rider. Yeah. I was very proud he didn't start crying. <laughs> Fly gear, best out there, bro. Hey, um, um, no, he wrote, I, dude, heat race, main event. What's, what's with the, Andrew Short, he wrote awesome all all, solid, all super solid. What about sure. the two boot colors? I don't like that. Stop that. But I think it's good if you're no. if you're a boot company. You're just trying to draw attention care. at all costs. That's gross. I don't like it. It's Stop gross. It. It's gross. It's hey, gross. Everybody yeah. knew wow. a gear. Everyone knew a booty out. Totally. That's all they're going for, too. Uh, Watson, yep. from the beer pong to the go-go dancers to the smoke machines, you've been there the whole time, and you've built, you've helped carry and everybody part of the team to build this thing. And we certainly ha- we certainly heard you on this show for a couple of years. Talk about the struggles. Uh, so congratulations, man. You guys won a 450 Supercross main event. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah, it, it was, you know, it's one of those deals where you just, people, a lot of people think you're full of shit and they don't believe in it and, you know, talk, you know, what they say they're going to say. But, you know, it's one of those things. Martin Luther King, I had a dream. 
All right, dude. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that for you, man. I know you dig that. You just want to see. I mean, it's a little stretch, but that's okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> no, but it was it was definitely cool. It was. I mean, I was excited, but I was more excited for you know a lot of the guys that've been with us for a long time and people that stuck by us and in. You know, when we got a lot of the people, you know, technicians that came to our team, you know, they were just like, you know, hesitant and going, wow, you know, mm-hmm. is this really worth the gamble? But, you know, they believed in us and they, you know, without, without all those guys, it wouldn't happen. You know, yeah. of course you need a great rider, but, um, you know, it, it, it was, it was definitely cool to see it for everybody. Uh, but, uh the Jimmy John's in the pits too. Great job on that. Fantastic. Did you, did you grab some? Oh yeah. Yeah. Got some. Right, so what, I, what do you think? Was and like, then listen, like, listen here, time? listen, you two. Oh, no, I've had Jimmy Jones before. You two assholes right here, JT and Kenny on the phone. Uh, both of you have made numerous insults at my cargo shorts over the years. Okay? Yep. 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 I stand by it. Okay. Well, guess what? I was leaving Watson's pits. I had to go. I grabbed a cookie. Just Jimmy, what you need, bro. A Jimmy John's cookie. Just what you need. I slid it right in that cargo pocket to for later. <laughs> If did you, you didn't forget work, about it, or did your dog eat it? Oh, you he ate, no, he probably ate it. <laughs> no, I ate it about anywhere. twenty minutes later. I was like, "Ooh, cookie in the cargos." I'm looking out for your health. <laughs> if cargo pants, hey. if not wearing cargo shorts, is going to keep you from eating cookies. No, the point is, I could More put power. carrots in there. I could put carrots. I could put, but you wouldn't. But I'm just saying, it holds. It holds things. It's perfect. Does Dude, Burberry make cargo shorts? It. No, Steve, they would never do anything. Show up with carrot with with the sprouts on top of it and just stick them in your pocket. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Yep. Just carry a bunch oh, of no. sprouts. People are like, what's in your pocket? You walk out of there, and 30 seconds later, you're all, I want to eat that cookie so bad. I want to, And then finally, it took 20 minutes for you to give in. Um, well, I just want to say, uh, the, the catering was great. The sandwiches were great. Wygant had three of them. And, uh, Perfect. And uh, I took a cookie for later. So Cool. Well, make sure you, uh, you, 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 put, you say something about that. Will this be a regular thing every week? Uh, I think so. Fantastic. They're kind good, of a sponsor. Good to hear. No, I don't. I just, you know, who knows? <laughs> It's kind of a sponsor. <laughs> um, they're they're freaky fast. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, Jeremy wants to thank you on line one. Jeremy, what uh, you want to thank Kenny Watson? Yeah, uh, just want to thank you, Kenny. Hospitality. Uh, we're the ones. My daughter. We won that e mini bike. Oh, and, cool! Uh, right on. You guys enjoy yeah, it, man. There was no problem. Yeah, was, That's what we're there for. He was stoked, and just wanted to say, RCH does a great job in the pits and. Everyone's stoked to go by there. Actually, all my friends, none of them really knew about the, what your pits had. And after the fact, everybody does now from on my Instagram. And they said round two over there is they're gonna they're all going by you. So, huh? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's, that means a lot yeah. to us. And uh, you know what? Just like Steve said at the beginning, I mean, we that's where we started, and that's what we've done. You know, our job is always to win in the pits and and make everyone feel you know warm and fuzzy and. Uh, so we did. It. We've been doing our job for seven years doing that. And so hopefully we could, you know, back it up with winning, start winning a little bit more races, and see what happens down the road. Well, thank you. Yeah, sandwiches were great. Yeah. All right, thanks. My daughter, my daughter's getting into the sport a little bit more. She's on a KTM 50, and giving her that to kind of cruise around the house. She's so she cannot wait. She's so stoked. Right on, dude. Good, well, good to hear, Jeremy. That I went to someone that could use it, but uh, thank you. Come on by and introduce yourself, and I can't wait to meet you. Yep. I, I get uh, a, get Kenny to sign a poster. He'll take three, four years to get it to you. So, like lips. <laughs> he, no, he he walked away with it, bud. Lips, poor lips. Um, uh, what hey, do you mean poor lips. He got his stuff. Three years later. Three years later. Come on, guy. 
<laughs> um, hey, do you want to play expert on goggle tear-offs with us? Can you do that? No. No. Of course I do. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. 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 X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Alex Martin, Ben LeMay, Michael Lieb, Nick Way, Brock Tickle. Oh, my God. Michael Essie? Nope. Oh, what does he wear now? They have an X-Brand goggle frame with their strap. That's what I was going with. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not wearing the X-Brand. Kind of well, is, Kind of. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, all I know is I, I hope the God, the guy putting his rear brake on doesn't put his uh, goggles on. The rotor brake. fell or broke? Do you know? Yeah, the bolts fell out. Okay, that's not good. Uh, the, uh, the caliper. I know some guys who have worked over there. Tony freaks out when yeah. things go bad. That guy was rapid-fired. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I asked, I asked Mike before the semi. I'm all, what happened? He looks at me and he goes, cheap parts and cheap labor, man. <laughs> uh, like well, uh, hey, JT, that picture you got. There's Chad Gores right there, expert athlete. Yeah, hey, that picture you got pipes, is actually. classic. That's pipes? That is pipes. Shit. The picture of which one? Sorry. The one of Tony. Thumbs up. Oh, it's good, right? Dude, no, it's not good. It's phenomenal. <laughs> great. It's great, dude. I'm so tempted just to make a poster of that. Right just put wanted on it. <laughs> and then just staple them to all. Of I don't know guys. what you're talking about. I, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no you're I, don't know what, I don't know what photo you're thing. talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, X-Brand yeah, goggles, though. Choice of champions everywhere. Like Brock Tickle. Hey, I was impressed with Brock. Uh, we're in the X-Brands, of course. And uh, performed, uh, I think, for his first race. And, geez, I don't know. How long has it been? Like uh, ten months? It was, it was something. Yeah, it yeah. was like nine and a half months since he right. got hurt. And then, uh, dude, he was. Uh, I, I think he was. You know, he was okay with it, but I think he was kind of. He thought he should have got Pike at one point in time, but he gasped a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, he just you know settled in. But uh, he he just needs to get better. You know what I mean? He just he did his race plan wasn't that great, but he'll be okay. Like he's never been a great guy on the West Coast, so yep. if we could get him out of there. You know, riding confident at least, yeah. and inside the top ten, right? He should be fine when we get back. He's hopefully he can throw it in there and get a good ride. But you know, I, I think eighth was a good start. Yeah, yeah. coming uh, coming uh, off dude, an injury eighth, in that field, eighth is a good start. Yeah, dude. If you would have said, you know, before the race, Brock Tickle's going to get eighth, you're going to say, "What are you smoking?" Well, I'd have been no, like, "Wow, that'd be really good." Yeah. You know, that that would be best case. I don't know if best case is fair, but no, that would be the high end of where I put him. So you're right. Um, yeah, I mean, did the track. I mean, I mean, I'm not no freaking supercross guru track rider, but it, it, for these guys, I think it was pretty easy. Yeah, and everybody yeah, was, was doing the same stuff, riding the same lines, doing the same thing. So, um, you know, I, I just think it's one of those deals that your start was so important there. And you know, he didn't get the greatest starts. He, you know, he wasn't starting 20th and he wasn't starting first. He started, you know, I would say like eighth through 12th every time. And so you're telling me that Tickle didn't pull shot. You're telling me Tickle didn't pull the whole shot. That's no. shocking to me. Ah. Uh. Never, never did. One time in the last San Diego, years, and it didn't go us. well. San Diego. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it didn't go he, great. He got a pretty good start at Daytona in the heat race one time. Okay. But, but he got San a, Diego, yeah. He yeah, got a pretty good that. start at the in the heat race one time. Yeah. <laughs> the guy with the different color boots sent him in, punted him back to Anaheim. You know, there's a guy, David Villeman, who had this theory that it's better to get a bad start and work up than it is to get a good start and work back. <laughs> uh yeah okay <laughs> and if you end up in the same spot it's really it looks a lot better so yeah. yeah people are people are okay with that like when you're 
you know? They're like, oh, man, if you only ran out, you just ran out of laps, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's only, that's why there's only 20 laps. There's not 40. <laughs> that and, you know, fuel and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, hey, Kenny, uh, I thought you said I was on some sort of list with, 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 in regards to uh, talking to, to, to Kenny Roxon. You are. Well, I'll, I'll email it to you. you uh, they, they said pre and post, he's only allowed to talk to, I believe, you or Transworld, Racer X, and you cause after the race. I tried to get him. It may be vital. It may be vital. I tried to get him uh, for tonight, and it just wasn't working. None of my contacts were working. So okay, this isn't pre or no. Post. It is no. I didn't realize that you had said that. So <laughs> uh, what it, do you mean it, you didn't realize that? I asked you when you came over to get the glasses. No, I didn't know you meant podcast. post. This is post race. <laughs> so is post the rest of the time. night when you have that microphone <laughs> in your hand when you're walking around. No, and I, I think you call it the post race podcast. Yeah, the pro circuit, pro circuit, the pro circuit po- podcast. <laughs> um, okay, hey, look, let's do some expert on goggle tear because that's what we need to do. Because they're the okay. choice of champions everywhere. And uh, champions use X brand, and the best goggles out there. Name use a, one. Use a co- Gary Sutherland works. <laughs> Relevant one. Jessica Patterson WMX. <laughs> that's not a sport. Jessica Patterson is the defending WMX that's, champion. That's not a sport. Uh, <laughs> oh, <come> on, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, Cindy, Cindy, uh, that was your son saying that. No. Um, no, uh, I, I think. No, uh, forget it. We're going. JP, we're moving on. You, we're buried, moving on. you buried yourself. Don't try to get out of it. We're moving You're on. Done. All right, we're moving on. Own it. Expert goggle tear-offs. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do these. Questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Um, hey, is JT in studio? I am. No, good for you. Are you staying there all week? <laughs> good for you. <laughs> no, I, good I gotta, for you. I fly back first thing in the morning, go to work. Okay. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing presents the expert goggle tear-offs with Kenny Watson. All right. Here we go. Steve. Yes. If you had to cut off one of your fingers, which one would it be? Cut off one of my fingers. Yeah. This is a serious question from Corey well, Moser. Does he get a title out of it? Yeah, what do I get out of it? That's it? Uh, it doesn't say you get anything. Wow. Uh, tough, tough deal. I guess I'm cutting off a pinky. Is someone's life going to be saved? I'm cutting off a pinky. Uh, that's dumb. Which hand? Left. All right. All right. I think what you're going to say, I would cut off my thumb because obviously I don't need it. Look what Jesse did. Right. Right, hey, we'll, if you want to hear a tip, I'm sorry to keep interrupting you, but I thought you might get a kick out of this. We were, I was up by the podium, and Bowers and uh, Osborne were going at it, and I was standing next to Dave Gallon, and we are talking. And I'm like, what are those guys beefing about? And he's like, oh, they're talking about when Bowers took him out in the mm-hmm. heat race. And, you know, he he uh, he think he might have broke his thumb or jacked his thumb up. He had it all taped up. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, when he gets back, why don't you tell him not worry about his thumb because the guy that just won doesn't even have one. I had a, uh, he, I had a. He hit the floor on that one. He's like, oh, yeah, that's true, right? I had a real good tweet locked and loaded that I deleted because I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pussy, but it was really good about thumbs. Yeah. JT, remember? Yeah, I told I do. you. Yeah. Too, I, I should have. I should have done it. It would have been really funny. <laughs> um, Scared. Uh, okay. All right. Next question. Let's right. do this. JT, yep. who would win in a black block pass death match, Bowers or Pike? Who are you putting money on? Uh, I think that Bowers. Is better at it, smarter. Yeah, yeah, but Pike has more brute force. <laughs> so it depends. It depends on what you're going for. If you're going for ultimate destruction, or if you're going for technique and finesse. It's a death match. Uh, Pike would win a death match. Nineteen seconds. Impressive. Yeah, you're in studio. You're stepping up your game. I feel good about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Watson. Four seconds slower, which is pretty normal. But right. 
It's an improvement. Baby steps. Watson, who on the team was most excited about your first win? Uh, uh, I would say Kerry. Four seconds. All right. Next question. All right, Steve. Which rider is most likely for you to actually fight or wants to actually fight you? Which rider? What? Which rider is most likely to actually fight you? I would have said Hanny, but I'm his man, a team manager now. <laughs> um, you haven't done much for him, though. I, I would say probably Grant. All right. JT, who had the worst bike setup this weekend? Does Carmichael count because he's ex-rider? I would count him. Carmichael, if you count all retired and he's current riders. fight you. I would say Josh Grant's more likely. Really? Most likely to fight you. Yeah. Yeah, I think he stole my horse but, dad. But Grant, Grant is happy, and he lives in the now. He's going to beat your ass in the now. Who's going to have it? <laughs> All right, next He's question. going to beat your ass into the now. <laughs> next question. JT, who had the worst bike setup this weekend? Uh, the worst bike setup. Oh, man, that's... I'll tell you what. The f- uh, sorry, I don't want I didn't see. I didn't see any that just jumped out. I thought Davey fought his bike a little bit. I'll say Davey, but I don't... I'm I'm kind of waffling on it, but I, I don't think anybody's bike was just like, oh my god, look at that thing. But I did see Davies on the practice video look a little off. So Nineteen that. seconds. I didn't like Roxons. I just saw some issues. Yeah, looked, he looked, <laughs> looked like he was really struggling right. out there. Uh, you know what? The Frenchman, the tall guy, the Cobra. I, he needs to be. I mean, I got it, Cobra, about Dungey's bars and stuff. I got it because he was. We were over and talking in the pits across from KTM. And he's yelling, look at those bars! How do you turn? You don't turn! I'm like, got it, Villeman. Got it, bro. <laughs> so does everyone else here. I know, right? Oh, God love DV. Okay. Right. Watson, next question. Uh, besides Mathis and Weege, who will stop by your pits the most for free subs this season? Mm, Bravo. Six seconds. Good job, Watson. Doing it better when you, when you, than when you were co-host. It's killing well, these are easy ones. All right. All right. Well, there's something happens when you sit in that seat where JT is. It just makes you just not on your game. All right. All right, Steve, this is your last question. Uh, best and worst-looking gear combo at A1. Best Rockstar Husky, without a doubt. Worst. Fire Racing. Rockstar no, Husky. Gilmore Strick stuff. He only wore it in one practice, I think. It was bad. What about those dudes from that that uh, Marty Smith team? Do you guys check that gear out? Uh, that's strict too. Fifty? Yeah, that's strict. Oh, yeah, no, that's not fifty one fifty. No. Marty Smith's team is uh, Slayton. Oh, Slayton. I thought that was strict. Yeah, they had, no. They had like fifty one fifty's Boltelli. Fifty one fifty's Boltelli. Okay. He's wearing he's wearing O'Neill, X brand. Okay. Um, Gilmore had some strict stuff, and strict is a Canadian company, so it hurts me. It is. It pains <laughs> me to say this. But what was Gilmore doing wearing that stuff? I don't think he. I don't think he made it. <laughs> I hope not. I don't know. Maybe he designed it. It's terrible. Uh, uh, that, right. was the, that was the Cody Gilmore A one limited edition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Flying off a shelf. I love Cody Gilmore. You'd be nice. And I love Denny. Will fly out here and beat you to a. Pulp. Now I got to no, beat you to a pulp. He's gonna he beat will. you into the now. Pulp. Now I got to see his Instagram thing where he just He's starts ranting freak right, out on you. Right. Uh, I'm worried about Denny. I'm, I'm a little worried about Denny. Why? Watson, do you follow him on social media? No. He's a little, like, unstable. I'm not willing to say he's, he's very unstable. unstable. No? But he will definitely beat your ass if you talk bad about Cody Gilmar. Yeah. Wait. Denny has always been the same. You, you think he's unstable, but that's just the way he is. 
Well, You're just getting to know him a little bit better, that's yeah. all. Yeah, maybe. He's fine. That dude's fine. He'll charge it. He's Okay. He, he does his thing, man. He's and very he, angry. On... He's going to charge life like Rhino. No. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's angry. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you that last year in Seattle he was angry. <laughs> he was definitely angry. <laughs> he was mad at me in Seattle. He's but a I big he Josh Hill fan. Oh. He's a big Josh Hill fan. <laughs> all right, next question. All right, JT. What rider jacked up your fantasy picks this uh, the most at anyone? Uh, Freeberg's bike locking up. He was doing great. He was uh, as good as I could ask for until his bike locked up. So not really his fault. I asked Cincerillo, "How's Freeberg going to do?" Because I was picking, making my picks. He goes, "He's around tenth, yep. you know." Yep. And he was. He was. He was in tenth yeah. when his bike locked yeah. up. So, Kenny, what about your fantasy picks? How, how was that? I uh, didn't have any. Okay, you lived your fantasy when yeah, rocks and, his guy when rocks and crossed the line. Yeah. Yeah. His right. fantasy became reality. Next question. Surprised he wasn't at the bottom of the finish line jumping up and down. No, Kenny what Did you tell him to ghost ride his bike? <laughs> Did you tell him to No. No, no, no. No, Kenny They wouldn't even let me they wouldn't even let me near the track. I was standing in the first turn talking to my guy um before the start and uh-huh. Nate comes up to me, he's like, Hey, you gotta get off the track now. And I'm all I wanna go stand by the starting of the finish line and he's like, No, you gotta get off the track. So any and I tried to weasel my way over there and did my big Michael Rocco the eye in the sky, man. He's it's Noth- like I have a target on me. Nothing changes. Watson was trying to sneak his way out there in 95, like, yeah. you know, around the track. Pink hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are they spotting me? I don't get it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Actually, Kenny wasn't even there. I heard he was just flashing his lights at yeah, Kenny right. every every time. Like Jeff Alessi? No. Do you remember when Kenny said he was in this car in Vegas flashing the lights watching the end of the I, main event? Oh, in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I do yeah, I was watching. That. I was watching Blows. Yeah. He's cheering for Chris Blows in Morse code. Right. <laughs> hey, see me. I'm over here. <laughs> All right, next question. You did beat that traffic, though. I did. All right, last question. Watson, uh, when you guys taped practice, who did you overlay Roxon with? Um, who do we overlay him with? I think Tomac. Probably a good idea. Um, Tomac, yeah, Roxon, they and were, they were the like they were the both of the, the fastest guys in practice. So it's I'm pretty. It's the first race, and you know we get paid to jump to conclusions and overreact. So let's do that. But right now, if Tomac, Roxon, and Kennard jump out one, two, three on the start, that's going to be awesome. It is. And it's going to oh, happen. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, it'll happen. It'll you happen. know, one, two, four. It's it's something. Yeah, they're going to be up yeah. there because those guys, to me, all day long, every practice, every time they hit the track. I was watching those, one of those three guys. I did call it, though. I called it in my, before the race. I said that one of the championship contenders, one of the young guys, is going to throw it away because he's too damn excited, and it, it happened. Tomac was the guy. But I knew one of, somebody like that was going to just freak out and have a terrible race, and it damn sure happened. That's Did he go down twice? Yeah. 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 By himself. Yeah. That track, I mean, it was pretty – I mean, I don't think it was too technical, but it, it got greasy for oh, sure. It's Anaheim. Oh, it's, yeah. And a crime. It always happens. And a crime. And a slime. And a crime. Will come oh, up here we go. All right. Steal it away from you. Good job, guys. Uh, right on, Watson. Well, hey, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for playing. Congratulations again. Appreciate um, it, boys. It's awesome to see uh, yeah. you and Carrie. Good job. You and Carrie have been long doing time, that. Long time coming for you guys. Did you yeah, ever think sure. when you and Carrie were doing a supermoto and you, you were. You guys had pink bikes <laughs> at New Orleans with Matt Bonney. Do you think this day Fuck was coming? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't. You know, it was it, in 2012. It was kind of coming down to the end, you know, for us, unless we got factory support, and you know, and we uh-huh. were like cowies, and we were just, you know, struggling trying to get better equipment, and 
you know, then Ricky came aboard. And when Ricky came aboard, you know, we never even talked about championships or winning and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, as soon as that happened, you know, I just knew that it, it was going, you know, we were going to at least have the opportunity, you know, if if we did it right, because so we would have good support from a manufacturer, and that's mm-hmm. what we got. And, you know, after, you know, you know, the first year I had a feeling, you know, with the, the personnel coming in and, you know, just the way things were going, I really thought, you know, we have a shot at this if we can get the right guy. And, you know, we didn't get the right guy for a while, and maybe that was for a reason. And then we finally got the guy that we wanted, and, hey, it happened. And it was awesome. And, you know, this sport coach could do the last race, and it's over with. So we're just, you know, the guys are going out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do some more testing, and you know they test tomorrow on Thursday or tomorrow Wednesday, and uh, back at it. Right on, man. Well, thanks for coming on and pre- playing the game. Congrats, and we'll see you this weekend. When let me know. Text me when the sandwiches come out. We'll do. It. Thank you, guys. All right, see ya. Bye, everybody. The great Kenny Watson on the show. Love this uh, guy. Right uh, here. Good job by him and his team for Kenny Roxon's uh, win. Uh, let's take our first commercial break of the night. Going to come back. We got Tyler Bowers up. We got Weston Pike. We got Alden Baker. Jason Thomas is here. Uh, maybe we'll call Will Hahn and talk to Will Hahn and see if he's capable of talking. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little iffy on that. I hope. I hope he's okay. I'm just. If he's under a lot of medicine, he may say something. He. That's awesome. No, that's not good. I don't know. I think that's great. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. And we'll be right back after this commercial. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserved nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders, and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority, and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at pictures from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. 
Our new Evolution 2.0 and white hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas... And then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. 
Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. Hey, 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 hey. W E. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels. You're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. 
All Vortex racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the
Welcome back, everybody. The Pulp Mix Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. 2015 is off to a flying start. JT, as I forgot to add in the new commercials for our new sponsors. That sounds about right. <laughs> Congratulations to the 2014 guys. It's your Christmas bonus. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech. Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Pivot Works, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, and Two Under, all on board with us tonight. Uh, Guts Racing, established in 1990, is a premier off-road highway seat company. They've worked with everybody from McGrath to Carmichael to Stewart. Today they work with the Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Motor Concept, Cycle Trader, Yamaha, RCH, they're doing stuff for. I saw their new seat on the weekend, Carbon Fiber Base. With a Velcro seat cover, JT, like you just Velcro the cover on. Solid. That's Spitch a good move. It, right? Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah, it's really good. Stapling so, uh, seat covers on is a pain in the ass. Pulp Mex 2015 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. And Works Connection. Oh, my God, Eric and everybody at Works Connection. Uh, RCA Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Star Racing, Cycle Trader, Rocky Mountain, Dirt Candy Guys with Metcalf, uh, Crossland Racing, 5150 Energy Drink Team. They got it. New products uh, for 15 steering stem nuts. All brands, including KTM and Husky. And their pro start, their pro launch start device used by more AMA pros than all other companies combined. They're on board with us. And Fly Racing. JT's appearance on the we show. We are here. Brought to you by Fly Racing. Hey, if you Fly want to there, win a set of Andrew Short's gear from Phoenix, probably signed. I didn't get that clarified, but I would think it would be signed. I think we can pull that off. It'll be still sweaty. Seriously, it'll still be sweaty. And probably stinky. Uh, email contest at pulpamexshow.com for a set of Andrew Short Phoenix gear from this weekend. We're just going to pick a random uh, number of emails. So, Andrew Short sweaty uh, fly racing gear right off his back. Do you know what, what he's wearing this weekend? I don't Offhand? know. Oh, okay. Don't All know. Right. Do you know that this is Van Halen? Sounds bad enough to be. Uh, Van Halen. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, uh, one of the things we talked about, uh, we're going to come coming up with Tyler Bowers here shortly, but um, Will Hahn said he may want to come on. Now, he could be under the influence of something. I would assume he, said he is, that, yes. With the amount of things he had going on, I would assume he's under the influence of something. What a bad deal, JT. It sucks. Will's such a good dude, and, I mean, for him to get that ride, it was awesome. I didn't expect him to get that spot for whatever reason. I don't know, like, but that's awesome he did, and then... Just to start it out like that. That's the second time that A1 has bit him right off the bat. Let's see if Wilbur will answer. A1 and 11, same deal. It's really bad. Bad deal. If he doesn't answer, it's okay. He could be out sleeping. You know, who knows? Let the man sleep. Hey, this is Will. Missed your call. I'll give you a call back when I get a chance. Bye. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Will, Will, this is the Pulp Mech Show. We love you, Will. We love you. Stay strong. Come back to racing. Keep your head up. Keep killing it. Yeah, all the, all the, the standard... Things you Motivational say things. Hurt. Yeah. 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 Will, don't worry. There's more fish in the sea. Yeah. Listen, you'll get over her. What else? Uh, you're better than. You're better than that. You're better than that. Yeah. 
All right, Wilbur. See ya. Thanks. Well, on everybody. Come on, Joe. Hey, Race Tech. They're always killing it. Race Tech. For over 30 years, Race Tech has been supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory level suspension for everyday rider. Privateer developed with proven, uh, privateer developed and proven by racers like Freeze, Gilmore, and many more. 20% off Race Tech. Use the code PulpMX2015 when ordering. Um, and they got a full line of Race Tech high performance springs. Anything you need for your suspension, man, Race Tech has it. And, uh, Devin Gibbs himself uh, uh, has suspension from Race Tech, and, and he's never been happier. It's like riding on pillows. He's killing it. Um, so yeah, and even vintage stuff, man. Race Tech, all you vintage guys, listen, they they, they got it. They're they're on top of that. So racetech.com, save yourself money with uh, their code um, if you're getting your suspension done. Let's get to some emails um, before we get to our next guest. Billy said this in listening to you and your hockey guy discuss being in talk radio public commentating. Did a podcast with a guy named Ray Ferraro a little while ago. Check out the uh, the archives. It was fantastic. It got a lot of listeners. I don't care what JT says. You made it. 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Okay, thank you. Uh, but Listen More loved it, and uh, other people loved it. So, um, Okay, so listen to you and your hockey, hockey guy discuss being in talk radio. It became apparent that your show and his audience are significantly different in demographics, which makes perfect sense due to the nature of the subjects. Being a long-time listener to your show, your demographic must be 16 to 25. My reason for this is the constant use of profanity and strong sexual humor. This guy wasn't a fan of last week's show, that's for Clearly sure. Clearly not. Um, now, my, now for my question. Do you see your demographic changing to a more older group, meaning a transition to less profanity and crude humor, or always being centered on a 20-something crowd? I enjoy the show, but I have to be aware of who is in the room when listening. F you, dude. It's a valid point. I mean, no, yeah, it's valid. It's not It's not for everybody. I get a lot of people at the races saying, uh, yeah, i got to turn down the radio when my kids are in the car, uh, when you guys are talking about stuff. I don't think every show is like that. No. It's, Certainly last week was. It, yes, and, and, and a lot of shows are swearing. And I, I, They're I, swearing. It, it's better without Kenny Watson. Yep. Uh, but we still swear. We still talk about things that are risque. And that's just the way it's going to go. I, I don't want to do a PC radio show. I just don't want to change. Don't change, man. All right. All right. Your show. Uh, Preston sent this in. Hey, Steve, longtime fan. Considering Pike considering Pike and Barsha's finishes, what happens when they get back to the truck? Does Weston get a high five and a good job when Barsha, while Barsha finishes right in front of him? What kind of response does Barsha's ride get from Coy? What about Hanny's ride? A lot of goofy mistakes and struggling in the whoops. Bike or Hanny? Keep up the good work. So a few questions in there. I don't think Barsha was high-fiving anyone when he got back to the truck, let alone Pike. Uh, Coy... I think they were kind of like, okay, let's build off this. You rode better in the second half of the race. Mm-hmm. Nobody was thrilled. Uh, what was the last one? Hanny. Hanny's ride. Uh, goofy mistakes, struggling to whoops. Biker Hanny. Hanny, I thought, looked pretty fast, but I thought he – he said he got arm pump, which made sense. He looked tired to me, but arm pump would look exactly the same. So I'm going to reserve judgment. I thought that the talent's still there. He can get the start. He can ride fast. Mm-hmm. So. Let's let's wait a little bit more. All right, Math is not sure if you have any leverage with the TV people. I don't. I don't think you do. No. Uh, can they get rid of the terrible rider position column from the left side of the screen? Is that Blazer? This has to be the dumbest thing I've ever seen on a sportscast. Worse than the going puck. Keep up the good work. It's our best riding in the sport. Thanks, Garen. Um, uh, Boogie likes it. I don't like so. it. Uh, Kenneth sent this in. Pulp. I was listening to the A1 review show, and you guys were talking about the crowd's level of enthusiasm during the races and it being somewhat lacking. I mean, yeah, it was a little subdued crowd. 
People weren't losing their shit. The excitement, I felt, was a little down this year. People weren't losing their shit, you know? At least not near me. I didn't, I didn't smell anything. Um, I was at A1 and freezing my ass off. The pits were eh, but once the night show started, my family was bundled up pretty miserable. The racing was okay, and we weren't bored, but man, it was cold. It was cold. It was cold. My teeth, I was telling you, I woke yeah. up Sunday morning, and my jaw hurt from how bad my teeth had been shattering, and I had been like clenching my teeth from freezing that night. I lost my hoodie. You did. It's in the pit somewhere. Someone sees a Winnipeg Jets hoodie. I guarantee you it's the only one. Triple XL. Find it because it's gone, and I loved it. And hey, I, do you know that there is a law being pro- got proposed today that in the state of – I don't know which state it was. Oh, in. I heard this. Someone $500 told me this. fine for wearing a hoodie in a, in a public place. I heard that. I don't know what state it was. Someone crazy. told me that. That's right? crazy talk. Um, the racing was – also, I saw JT's fancy ass walking from the pits <laughs> to the stadium and turned to show my – with the JT. She was pumped. Show my wife the JT. Show my wife the JT. The she was JT. Pu- she was pumped. That's awesome. Uh, highlights of the night for this guy was Pike. Fancy ass. I'm, I'm down with Bowers that. and DV's tweets. Burberry bro. So hashtag Pulp Nation, hashtag Pookie Nation, hashtag don't block me. I'm not going to block you for calling my ass fancy. <laughs> I'm so fancy. I feel good about it. You already know. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's been the Race Tech email. Um... Uh, email segment, racetech.com. Use the code PulpMX2015 to save big at Racetech for your bike's suspension needs or just parts if you're one of those do-it-yourselfer guys or springs. Look, I guarantee you, 63% of you jerkies listening to this show that have a motorcycle either have the wrong spring right in for your size slash speed or your oil needs changing. I guarantee you. I bet it's higher than 63%. Really? Yeah. Give me a give give me what you think. Eighty five. Eighty five. I give up. <laughs> I give up. You know, seriously. I really don't care. I just you've done it to me. You've broken me. Are you happy? <laughs> yes. Uh, Racetech.com. Uh, check them out and uh, and you can use them to get some services. Um, thanks to uh, everybody for coming on board. I hope people are checking out Roost Graphics, uh, RoostMX.net for the uh, Pulp MX merch. I'm sure it's flying off the shelf. If you want a shirt that says Pookie Nation or a JT Waffling shirt. That one's sweet. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Now, would you wear that? I don't know. Because do you that, wear your own weird? shirt? That I weird? think that's weird. Yeah. I think it's weird. I don't know. Does Seven Deuce Deuce wear his shirts? Yes. Chad, Chad yes. wears 2-2 two, two Motorsports. Yeah, this is comp- – I wear Paul. Yeah, that's his company. I mean, I wear Paul. Same thing. It's my company. Okay. But you're as Jason Thomas the Waffler on it. I don't know. Would you ever wear the JT money shirts think- that they made for your retirement? I have worn them. I wear them, like, at the gym and stuff. There you go. I don't think you saying it's the Seven Deuce Deuce wear his shirt. That does not apply because that is the Seven Deuce Deuce rule. <laughs> like, it's the Seven Deuce Deuce life. None of us lead that life. Yeah, I – yeah, I'm not going to live my life according to the Seven Deuce Deuce. He's on next. He's next level. He was born before his time. I don't know when that time is, but it was but before. It's not now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Um, hey, so okay, let's do the NFAB question of the day real quick. The NFAB question of the day. Is it the question of the day this week? Just because JT's in studio? No. I have pulled. I have veto power. I've removed a segment. I'm very conflicted. Mm. I love the future headlines, and there's a lot of people on Twitter who love the future headlines. There were some people who did not like the future headlines. JT can't stand them. 
You know who else can't stand them? The owner of NFAB. America. So... <laughs> When the, problem. when the owner of NFAP says, I really hate those. <laughs> I hate that segment you assigned me. <laughs> what do I do? So I think they're going to come back. Just not for NFAP. But just not for NFAP, because I love them. Someone gave me today, Bowers blows up in Phoenix, or Bowers bowls them over. What do you think? I think we shouldn't use it. <laughs> I like the future headline <laughs> segment. NFAP, for the finest truck accessories that can, you can buy, n-fab.com. Proudly made in Houston, proudly made in Houston, Texas. Uh, World class quality and performance. N-Fab.com. There's a bunch of industry people that have been uh, hooked on this stuff and getting their Jeep, trucker, SUVs outfitted, and the stuff is fantastic, top-notch quality. Of course, JGR, Toyota, N-Fab, Yamaha with uh, Pike, Barsha, and uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, and we have a voicemail to play later. It's really funny about Filthy Phil. Title sponsor of our fantasy pod. Yes, yeah, N-Fab, N-Fab Motocross Fantasy Pod that will be up later on this week. We already did one. And um, gotta see how our picks did, JT. So, um, all right, here's the uh, here's the NFAB question of the day. We gotta we gotta hurry it up along. N-Fab.com. Now we just called Wilbur, and the PR is already out. He's out for Supercross. Yeah. I hate talking about this. The body's still warm, but they're gonna fill a spot. We've seen it before. Yeah. They will. Weimer, Chisholm, Purcell, Metcalf. Am I missing somebody? Weimer's the easy choice. Okay, I talked to a guy today, and I'm not going to name his name. Probably but, good. But a small Schmervinosh. Yep. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. He says no way does Weimer go over there. Okay. Reasons? <laughs> I don't know. I said, does Jake enjoy writing checks? <laughs> um. Uh. What do you think? What do you th- do? They do it. Yes. I think so. And who would you do it with? That's uh... <laughs> well, easy. You wonder why people. It's, if we're stuck in that demographic, you ask questions like that. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I think I think Weimer. I, I, I do, too. I, I think, don't know the reasons. I mean, Paul's a okay. pretty in-touch I'm guy. I'm not saying who it is. No, no. Parabinos is very... I, I, I didn't say who it was. He's very... Yes, you did. He's very, very good friends with Weimer. So, who knows? Maybe maybe Jake likes his own program. Maybe... Who knows? I don't know. But that's, I w- from the outside, that's the easy answer. I don't think Cowie would ask him. They've been down the Jake Weimer road. They let him go. I know. I'm just I mean, saying it's the easy answer from the outside. Okay. Yep. What would you do? Uh, I would bring Jake in. Okay. Yeah, I would. Over Purcell, over Chisholm. I don't think Purcell's ready. Yeah. I think Jake's been riding a Cowie. He knows the settings. He knows the team. He's, he knows everyone. He's a good guy. Yeah, he knows, I mean, he's he's so easy. He could be ready by this weekend easily. It's plug and play. Absolutely. It's it, plug it, and play. It really is. It really is in every sense of the word. Uh, I just – don't see. I mean, his team he's riding for the Tedder team is a monster supported program. Like he's already on monster. It's going to Monster Cali. Like okay, but let me counteract that and raise you with a Metcalf who was there last year. Fits in well. Nice guy. I think Meddy's second. <laughs> Meddy's okay. second, but he's on a Suzuki now. Yeah, he kind of committed to this Dirt Candy. Does thing. Dirt Candy he's let him go? Planning on doing six races, which I think matters. Does Dirt Candy let him go? I don't know. I, it depends. I mean, it, I don't. I bet they don't have to, you know, legally. Um, but I think – I'm sure he could. You know, he goes in and just begs him like, hey, this – you know. I don't know. I don't – it's not as easy as Weimer basically is what I'm getting at. I, I, well, why would my source say he's not going to do it? I, that's what I don't know. I don't know. I would yeah, – I mean, I would think so too. I don't know if I would do that though if I'm Dan Fahey, Reed Nordine. Why not? 
You did that. I mean, did you hate Weimer? I love Weimer. I gave him no, tear-off like clips. Dan oh. No, you know you don't. And he rode well at Anaheim. I thought he, he rode did. well. Eleventh place. Yeah, yeah. charging right. at the hard. Yeah, right. charging hard at the end. Yeah. Okay. I think that was that's probably where, about where Will would have been, somewhere in that range. So it's not like it's a, it's a step down from what they had. I think I just think it's Christian. Easy Christian on the phone says, "What about Josh Hill? I think Hill's deal with the Yamaha. I think that's a that's a deal deal because Yamaha's supporting him yeah, and everything. I mean, like, Hill has a factory bike. He has a factory motorcycle. I'm pretty sure. Okay." I think. Well, well, I, well factory supported. Yeah. He, I think Hill's a little more of a deal deal than Dirt Candy or Weimer. And I, I shouldn't say it's a factory motorcycle, but I'm pretty sure Yamaha is, is on board on that program helping him. So I would, I would think there are more things at play than a Weimer deal or a Metcalf deal than, with Hill. What if you wait till the series goes east and we throw Tyler Bowers on the line or on the bike? Who's on the line? Uh, Careful because I mean, he will if, beat you up. No. I would never say anything negative, but I think if Mitch is on board with that, and I think it also depends where Tyler's at in points. If he's first or second, third in points going uh-huh. into that, I don't really know that it makes a ton of sense. They, but who did that? Oh, Honda put Sealy on. They did. Yeah. I'm not saying it's totally. I, I was out of the shocked range when they did that. I, I was but, shocked. But if you have Weimer who's ready to go this weekend, he could be ready it's to. It's plug roll, and play. Right. Versus Bowers, who they need to wait another five weeks, yeah. you know, for. And you're taking a chance on a title and all these things. I just think it's the easy move. The guys over at Rooster MX have been super pumped to be part of our show uh, this year. They're not their average graphic companies. They've been around for a long, long time, seven, eight years. They offer a wide range of custom products from T-shirts to sticker kits to helmet kits to trailer graphics. They have a 48-hour turnaround. And go check out the Pulp Nation section on their website. Use the code PULPNATION to save 20% at RoostMX.net. They are pleased and proud to welcome our next guest on the show. Uh, heat race winner, third place overall, Monster Pro Circuit's Tyler Bowers. Bowers! Yo, what's up, Cass? We got you filling in for, for Han, so just get your stuff. Oh, uh, man. Really? Oh, I thought you meant like filling in on the show. No. I, I, I mean, he couldn't do the show if he's injured. Well, he tried. He he asked us to call. He said we could call him tonight, but he didn't answer. He's probably a little sleepy <laughs> slash um, uh, medicated. Medicated, yeah. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say he might be feeling either really good or really bad. Um, but uh, we're yeah. I mean, obviously, I hate you hate to talk about it because it's the way the sport is. But they will fill that spot, so they were sort of bench racing about who's going to be on that. You oh, know, they're, they're filling it. I think they will. Oh, they will. Yeah, they'll fill it for sure. Uh, who knows? Well, who they're gonna put on it? Well, what about Weimer? What about Metcalf? What about Chisholm? Well, he's well, Weimer's tether. But he can leave, dude. It's tether. He can go. Yeah. And then, and then, I mean. I don't know how Cali feels, but are they going to be pumped to, or who? Let's put it this way: I don't know about Cali or Weimer. Who's going to be pumped to hire the guy that they didn't hire? Well, that's what I said. You know what I mean? So like, but everybody's you know, like, happy now. Know. Oh, hey, it worked out. <laughs> hey, buddy. Except for Will. Hey, yeah, it sucks. Right? Well, you know, like, hey, I want to fill in now. I mean, okay. literally, like, here's your suspension from last year. Here's your bike. But even if you're yeah. pissed, if you're just like, how bitter can you be? Like, you have to be. Well, yeah. no. Listen, he's on a Cowie, so he can't be that bitter. No, I'm just what I'm saying. But yeah. like, okay, is your bitterness going to hold you back from that program? Because I think that would be a bad move. Right. But, yeah, but then again, is is he willing to leave Tedder? I know he's really happy with this bike. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, yeah. it's the full PC kit. He he's been vocal to me about it quite a bit, and he loves the bike. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, see. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Enough. 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 Talk about that. Let's talk about your race. <laughs> uh, about welcome back to Supercross. I know you filled in a couple years ago, but uh, and, la- and last year. Last year? Was that last yeah. year? Yeah, he won a race last I've year. Raced, Don't worry about it. Was that last year? Or, oh, yeah, it was last year. Yeah, I've raced Supercross for a long time, guys. 
Yeah, remember when he won Vegas? I thought that was two years ago. Seriously, I remember when he won Vegas. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Who well, could that forget? Was, no, that was two seasons ago. You're right. That was oh, God damn uh, it. and I filled in oh. for two at Vegas last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. two two in the four fifties. Wow, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Ah. Uh, Listen, um, but you're back full-time with, with Mitch on the team, Pro Circuit team. Uh, won the heat race, third in the main, coming from a sixth place, sixth, seventh place or so. What did you think of your night? Were you happy? I was happy. I mean, I wasn't super proud of it. I wasn't dungy pumped, but uh, <laughs> I think it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's A1, dude. It's the first round of the series, and I think it was it went great for the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, as I stated before, you know, everybody goes in the first round. There's like 12 guys that think they're going to win it yeah. um, that truly believe they're going to win it, you know what I mean? And clearly there can only be one one winner. Um, so usually the first round of the championship on, on anything, arena cross or super cross, you have to be – Kind of smart, and if you can win it, cool. Let's go win it. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if the guys open up and yeah. and everything works out right, you can, you know, you're battling for the lead, or you know, you're catching the guy in the lead, or you just pull the whole shot and lead every lap. You know, right? Then cool, let's win it. But uh, you know, I've I've learned to kind of not push the issue too much at the first round because it's usually the round where everybody, you know, is kind of going crazy, thinking they're going to win, and thinking, you know, mm-hmm. I'm in eighth place, I have to win this, right? Um, you know. And usually you either go down or you get tangled up with somebody else who is going down or get taken out or, you know, who knows. So you just kind of, you got to be smart, get through it with some really good points. Um, but if it, if it works out where you can go for the win, then go for the win. Yeah, uh, you're right about that. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're you, you're, you're five points out of the lead. If you're Malcolm Stewart, you crashed out, you, you got one point, and it's now an uphill climb in a short race series. So absolutely, you, you just don't limit the big mistakes, right? Which is what you did, and, and took home a third. So perfect. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, like you said, like like Malcolm, you know, he's a he's a guy that we thought was going to be a you know championship contender, and still can be clearly. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you know, he's definitely made it. It's going to be hard now, uh, not necessarily him himself, but the the crash and coming out with you know one point is definitely mm-hmm. going to make it harder to get regain those. You know, he's got twenty four points to make up. Yeah, you know, I'm just even tied. So. Um, uh, you know, he's got a long way to go. 702-586-PULP. If you have a question for Tyler Bowers, 702-586-7857. Uh, give us a call and he can try to answer or we can, JT and I can answer or whatever. Somebody can answer something. Hey, um, you're no stranger to racing, um, to Supercross and all that, but I've been on many teams where your testing is going great, everybody's happy with the bike and everybody's pumped going to the A1 and then you realize that picking it up a half a second or a second a lap and pushing, uh, you discover things that you need to work on. What are you, if anything, going to work on this week? Whole shots. You're a big hard, dude to get man. a whole shot, yeah. But yeah, you could. Yeah, you know, yeah. I came out, I came out good in my heat race, but um, you know, like I just, I just need to get more consistent on my starts. I, I'm good at starts, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you know, I just want to make sure I can pull the whole shot every time because it's going to be, you know, the most important part this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, like like you said, though, you go to the first race, everybody thinks you're, you're happy because a lot of guys, you know, have been keeping to themselves, riding only their test tracks and so yeah. forth like that. The bike's working great, and they think they're just ready to go. And you get to the race, and I've been in the same position sometimes. You get to the race, and you're, you're like, wait, this bike isn't working on this track. And everybody right. else is like a second or two fast with me. What's going on, you know? And then you come home and have to do a bunch of homework. Um I'm really happy because we rode, uh, myself and the PT race team, we, we rode a lot of different tracks going into this. And right. we kind of, um, you know, like my bike may not be perfect for our test track or, you know, like a different test track, um, but it, it worked really well everywhere. And I was, I was really happy with it. And we went to the first round. And um, 
we, we actually ran into some problems because I lost a little bit of weight before the first round, too. It was kind of yeah. unexpected. Have and I uh, had to seen... drop a spring rate on the back, which I'm, huh? I'm pretty pumped on. But uh, yeah. it was uh, it kind of threw me off. But the bike, my bike in the main event, it just it couldn't have worked better. I was so pumped on it. Um, we didn't change a thing all day. Well, we, let's put it this way. I went from having fastest lap time the first time qualifying, mm-hmm. and then we made some changes, and the second time qualifying was absolutely horrible. And I said, put everything back exactly where it was, and put everything back, and I didn't change it the rest of the night. The bike felt great. And as the race went on, the worse the track got, the better my bike felt. So um, I'm pumped. Yeah, after the race, I was asking you about your qualifying time. I, I forgot to mention I missed the third practice because I was uh, probably talking or eating or something. Um, yeah. So that's when you were terrible. But I knew you were super fast in the first one, obviously, the second one. Um, yeah, the, the first one was well, but they docked yeah. me for sound. That's, oh, that's I right. I heard that. Yeah. Um, that, that, that loud muffler got me in that extra you know, half second. Uh, JT, have you, have you noticed Powers? He's a little skinnier than we last saw him. Well, yeah, I think uh, he's not a gi- be, he's, he's not a ginormous monster anymore. Well, to be competitive in Supercross <laughs> on the two video, I mean, I mm. you know, for, especially when you're trying to get the start, because let's face it, he's bigger than these guys. Yeah, you know, every every pound counts. So no, it's you know, <clears throat> I think it's I think it's expected, but not everybody's willing to put in the discipline to get down to race yeah. weight. Um, I'll tell you what, that's a smart idea though. You riding different tracks with the PC guys, because if I ever become <clears throat> a team owner or team manager in this sport. Lots of things are going to change, but I'll tell you one thing that's going to change for and sure. probably not for the better. No, for the better. One of the things that's going to change is it used to frustrate me riding, watching the guys ride the Yamaha track, the same six-inch line all day long. And they could <laughs> practically do it in their sleep. They really probably could. The shift points, the acceleration points, you know, everything was the same. And I'd be like, you know, we need to try something else. We need to put pylons out there so these guys got to take, you know, just try it. Because yeah, right. who, who cares what the fast line is the right. track, right? I mean, it's not like you're racing. Right. You can switch it up and like, hey, maybe I'll double through this section this time or I won't go all the way to the berm. I'll just hit the flat corner. This right. Time. Like, That's what I'm what saying. I mean? Try it because maybe your bike works. Too. I told Chad that one time at Yamaha. And he, I think he just told me to F off. I think testing, that probably works. But when the guys are just trying to get their laps in for the day, they're just like, just get me through this. Dude, well, work, you know. There's, there's days like that. Right. We don't. I mean, here at PC Racing, we don't have we don't have those just regular lap days, man. It's testing every day. Yeah, really. Yeah. When is Bones ever happy? When has Bones just wiped his hands and been yeah. like, "We're good," right? Yeah, yeah. we've left, we've left the track a few times, and like I was really happy with things. But I told Bones, I'm like, you know, it's great, but it's not perfect. And he's like, ah, it'll never be perfect, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I'm there till six o'clock the next day too. <laughs> uh, we got a call from you from uh, Johnny. Johnny, welcome to the show. What's going on? What's up, guys? Uh, I. Uh, I just wanted to tell Tyler that I was super pumped and how he rode and did get pushed around this time. And, uh, I, uh, I felt like we need, we kind of need that, that excitement, especially how the main event turned out. Um, my, uh, my question was about the future as far as his contract with PC and his, uh, like what he wants to do for next season, as far as four fifties are concerned. If uh, if he's going back to Arena Cross or what's his plans? What about well, it? Bowers? I hope not. <laughs> um, no, yeah, finally made that you know that step. Uh, I got the full time you know PC ride. I have I have actually a two year contract with PC, so um, I'll be with okay. them for two years. And I think the only stipulation for four fifties um, would be you know like if you get a, if I get a championship this year, um, I've actually earned enough. I've not necessarily earned enough points, but I have had three years. Yeah in the lights class where I have earned a point. 
And if I win a championship this year, I will be bumped. So then I would have to ride a 450 next year. And then at that point, you know, I let, you know, I let the lawyers and the politics get in there and figure out what they want to do, whether it would be a PC 450 or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever goes on. Um, but right right now the plan is, you know, two years on a light spike for a pro circuit. Uh, awesome. There you go, Johnny. Thank you, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, thanks. Uh, next question. Uh, is this George or Greg? What is this? Uh, Georgie. 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 Okay. Spelled wrong, Devin. Yeah. I don't know if you... Shocker, yeah, uh, right? Yeah, shocker. What's what's up? Uh, I was uh, wondering uh, how uh, Mitch Payton reacted to uh, his teammates' results, if there was any screaming and yelling in the pit, or right. his uh, podium finish kind of... You mean, uh, yeah, Chris, uh, lackluster. Yeah, Chris Aldridge, uh, certainly a guy who's super fast and uh, going to have a bright future. Didn't qualify. Would probably the shocker of the night in that class. Um, what I, I, Mitch just doesn't scream and yell that much anymore. I don't think. Does he? Yeah. I, no, I I heard that Mitch was just so mean and like strict and this right. and that. But like, I don't know. Maybe I haven't been on that side yet. But you know, ever since I when I filled in with him in thirteen and then riding for him now, um, he's. He's pretty happy, you know, um, yeah. really, really fun and, and makes, like, I guess the worst thing you'll get is if you have a bad race and you don't do what you're supposed to, like, he'll tell you what to fix and then uh, he'll make fun of you, which I guess, I mean, <laughs> if you're kind of a softy, that could make you cry. But, yeah. um, you know, like Aldridge was, you know, he just had a, a bad night. He's a rookie and, and it happens. And my first rookie year, I finished fifth in the East Coast Lights. It was actually um, tied for third going into the last round until I got into a takeout match with Billy Payne, and he won. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I didn't make the main event in, in Daytona. It was a mud race, and I just made some bad moves and didn't make the main event there. And mm-hmm. just because you don't make one main event, um, you know, anything can happen. doesn't mean you're going to have a bad year. It just uh, – I mean, look at, you know, um, Martin. He won the, the outdoor title last year after not making the main event at, what, two rounds? Um, uh, just one, I think. Cross-flash. Was it two? Just one round? Yeah, I don't I know. Either way. Yeah, he missed the first round two. Um, two? He missed know, the first two. The main yeah. event. But, you know, he had a rough start to the year, and, you know, now he's a, a superhero. So, yeah. Um, no, you know, I, you know, just because you don't make a main event at your first round of Supercross, you know, you can uh, you can definitely come back from that. And I think, um, you know, Chris has some things to work on, but he's a good rider, and, uh, you know, he'll figure it out. All right, Georgie. Thanks, hey, man. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, one last thing. If when you uh, hit Osborne and look, you hit him that hard. Is that just because you're just so much bigger than them that when you do touch them, they go flying? <laughs> I mean, because in arena cross, I followed you, and you would absolutely blast dudes, and they would not go flying across the track as nearly as yeah. You know, like um, you know, Zach and I have known each other for a while. Um, you know, we actually you know friends at one point, and, and I don't know, he might not want to be my friend now, and I don't blame him. Um, you know, but that was, that was racing, you know, like, uh, Zach bumped me a couple of times before that. And, um, his bumps may have been as hard or not as hard, you know, that's, that's up in the air or whatever. Um, but you know, like I felt, I felt, um, a little, he got a little bit too aggressive with me. And so I got aggressive back and, and like you said, it could, could have been cause I was bigger. It could have been, I could have hit a harder or just, you know, we're, we're riding heavy machines and dude, you never know, like, you know, a little bump to knock you off balance could make it, you know, catastrophic and, in his case, it, it just knocked him off balance enough that he, you know, went into the other uh, over the tough blocks. But uh, you know, it just it, it happens, and like I don't like to do it. And um, you know, I just felt like I said I, I got bumped a couple times before that, and it was time for me to stand up for myself, to come back. Right on, man. Thanks, well, good luck the rest of the year. I'll be uh, rooting for you. 
Cool. Thanks, Georgie. All right, Georgie. See ya. I kind of I kind of felt like it was right when Zach went to disengage the clutch. Uh-huh. So like he bumped him, and he was kind of like in that disengage point, and it just like whoop. How's the headset falling off yeah, your head? Yeah, that was my whoop out. Right. Yeah, my headset whooped out. <laughs> um, but it was one of those things where it wasn't that hard. It just like right at that perfect spot where the bike just got away from him. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I argued with him a little bit. Like Saturday night, I texted him after the race. Clearly, we, we talked on the podium a little bit about it. And um, Saturday night after the race, I kind of I saw some video and like I know he, like he broke his thumb supposedly. Like I'm not saying his thumb's not broke, but I really don't think I was the one to break it because the video I saw, um, you know, he his left hand, which is the hand supposedly broken thumb on, um, stayed on the bike the whole time. I know he actually um, there was another thing that happened later with the Seglia. While he got up and mm. trying to come through the pack, so maybe that's when that all went down. But uh, you know, like you said, it could have been you know I bumped him and just caught him just right off balance, and he went you know through. But um, you know, I, I made contact, and I'm, I, you know I can expect whatever happens after that. I, uh, I I thought it was aggressive racing, and there was for sure contact. But for obviously, John Gallagher was yelling at you about that, right? And <laughs> and I like John. I, I I like John, but I've seen a whole lot worse where nothing happened. John didn't <laughs> yell at anybody. Sinjin knows you yeah. like John. Is this the new John that he where he yells at you right after the race, JT? I, uh, I, I mean, think I he was just trying to be proactive. Like Tyler's, this is Tyler's first full season entry into Supercross. Yeah, and and Tyler is known for being aggressive when he needs to be aggressive. So I think John was just like, "Don't do that," you know. Like, I mean, what was he saying, Tyler? Was he saying that? He was gonna. Well, he told me to. He told me to never do it again at that. I can't ever do it again at that track ever again. And I said, "Well, cool. I'm racing Phoenix next weekend." <laughs> uh, no, no. In all seriousness, like right. you know, like I respect John, and, and he's the official, and he's not happy with it. So you know, I've got to watch it. Um, you know, I didn't mean to like kill anybody. You know, yeah. I just you know was making contact back, standing up for myself, and. Um, you know, it, it came out worse than what it probably should have been. And, I just, and well, John was not happy. How many, I don't think, I don't think I should have been yelled at, you know, no, not on TV and all that. I mean, I thought about that for the race too. And I thought, you know, like, well, when's he, when's he going to yell at me? Is he going to pause the whole show to come yell at me at like in the pits after the heat race? You know, like he's got to be there watching hey, you know, the next, um, a, a mid, no, whatever happens, you know, a midweek phone call. Hey Tyler, wa- watch the videotape. Uh, I thought it was a little dirty, Tyler. Uh, just you know, whatever. Blah blah blah. I, Vince Freeze yep. is, is practically launching his bike like a Scud missile, <laughs> and I don't see John Gallagher running over and yelling at Freeze on TV on the track. I've asked for that. You've, yeah, I've no, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, you know, like like I'm not I'm not pumped with what he did either. But at the same time, um, I've had you know an arena cross where officials were basically keeping tabs on every incident that happened, but never gave me a warning, and then all of a sudden they gave me this huge punishment because of. You know, a couple incidents that right. happened that they said, "All right, you did this." These are two incidents, and I'm like, "Well, hell, when are you gonna let me know about that?" You know what I mean? Like, it's, nobody right. told right. me I was on probation. You know, so now, you know, he at least was down there, like you said, being proactive, and and at least now, forty, fifty thousand people saw it happen, so nobody can say he didn't try. You uh-huh. know. Um, well, hey, speak of the uh, speak of the devil, not John Gallagher, but Zach Osborne. He's on the line. Ooh. Zach Osborne, what's up? You just recalled the devil. No, I didn't. I said. Yeah, he did oh. just call me the devil. <laughs> it's a saying. It's a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, it's a saying. Something. Satan, no, is that I'm you? I'm pretty sure you just called me the devil. All right, here we go. Jesus. All right. Um, hey, Zach, you're fighting with the wrong person. Come yeah. Here. No, yeah. he's the right person. He got us on here just to, just to make a. I decided earlier, like, I was on Twitter and I'm like, man, if, if TMZ had a motocross segment, 
who would it be? And I, I thought about it for like an eighth of a second, and <laughs> Ultimax came out. Really? Come on, yeah. guy. Come on. Listen. You're like Harvey Levin. <laughs> um, how's the thumb? It's okay. I went to uh, to Vegas today and got some x-rays. I have uh, just a, a clean-through fracture of my first metacarpal in my thumb, which is like done by the base where your wrist is. And um, I got some some uh, tape on it now and just trying to nurse myself back to as good as I can be for mm-hmm. round two. So you and Tyler have talked it out. It was aggressive racing. Tyler wasn't pumped on some of the things that you did before. and But you guys are all right? You're not going to beat each other up this weekend or nothing? Uh, I'm going to uh. say it like this. Like, th- this is not the first incident we've had together. Like, when we were on Troy, uh, we were at a, a little local arena cross in uh, in Columbus, Ohio. And um, I, I ended up on the concrete somehow. Don't know how. <laughs> I was just going like around this turn and then, bam! Concrete. Hey, I, I will so that, that was like young, uh, young not not a, not even close to not a said I've ever taken from Tyler Bauer. So um, he knows, like you know, it's it's racing, and there's I'm sure there will be opportunities for me to to get it back, and mm-hmm. um, hopefully okay. I, I can take well, one. So uh, yeah, I mean it's part of it. Uh, the only thing I'm bummed about on the whole deal is that either I didn't finish it good enough the first time oh. or I left <laughs> left the door open to where you were, you were pretty you aggressive. Know, he had room and and I know you know we've like I said we've hit plenty of times before and um that's the only thing I'm bummed on is just just myself for leaving the leaving the possibility where where I was watching it Zach and I at the time I was like oh why'd you do that because no I listened to the to the uh what's the other thing you guys do called uh, the one that you did today. the racer x review podcast yeah that thing yeah, yeah, and yeah. i was like you know what he's right and and i actually i was as, as soon as i went back i was like you know that was 100 percent a dumb move like that that was as dumb as i could have been about it and right i mean it is what it is we talked it out on the podium and and uh you know he manned up to it and and, and claimed that it was pretty heavy for a couple laps into the first heat race of the year so it is what it is yeah, I mean, like, like, like exactly what Zach said. You know, like I'm, I'm man up. I, I hit him, and you know, like I can't sit here and apologize because that'd just be, you know, kind of bullshit. But um, <laughs> you know, like I, I meant to bump him a little bit. I didn't mean to like kill him. Um, you know what I mean? But I was trying to give it back, and and I can expect anything after that because it's it's racing. And um, the thing I've always loved about Zach is he's super competitive. He's like like anything we ever did together, basketball, anything. Zach mm-hmm. was always trying to kill you to win you know oh. he's always wanting to win and uh, i like to see some basketball you know, between you two a lot, of res- a lot of respect for zach and um you know and and like like you said we talked on the podium and and um you know i think like i said it wasn't my intent to ever take zach out but it was my intent you know give a little yeah. bit back yeah um and and like i said i can see whatever you know whatever comes is, you know it comes and then um it's i'm sure it's not the last time we'll ever race together and uh <laughs> you know what i mean and and you know, he came back for a strong finish in the main event. He did. Good job on that, Zach. Yeah, Dang. he definitely surprised me on that. I was like, well, I guess I won't have to worry about him tonight. And then he goes and pulls, <laughs> pulls the win in the Oh, like that. Oh, wait, wait, so. <laughs> wait, well, first no, of all, I you got to take a stand on, on what you're doing here. Like, you did it on purpose. Not really, kind of. You're not going to be anybody's bitch. Like, you got to take a steady stand. Like, you've changed your story <laughs> yeah. a few times. Here. No, no, I'm, no, you're right. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, what I said, you know, what I said in the interviews and stuff, it was, I'm not going to be anybody's bitch, basically, you know, like, I let Wharton clean me out one year, you know, just totally, totally just blow me out, but, um, you know, 
this year, like I'm here to stay. And like, you know, if, if you were to beat up on me and, and you just, you know, kept going or, um, you know, I would have just tucked in behind you and we're like a little girl. Then, you know, Cooper was right behind us. Uh, Mac was right there too. And he's just gonna, they're just gonna think I'm a little girl. I'm just a big soft teddy bear. You know what I mean? And, and the bottom line for me is I thought like, you know, the first one I thought it was, as I put it on the podium, I thought one was good, you know, rubbing Drace. And the second one I wasn't too pumped on. It cost, it cost us actually some time because Cooper caught us. And then, um, you know, I meant to bump you for sure. I didn't mean to like kill you, but yeah. you know, I was definitely giving you some love back for sure. Um, see, it's, it's good that we have this kind of pulp MX Zach, the TMZ, because you know, it helps out. Like if DV and JT back in San Fran, if we would have had pulp MX, they could have came on and talked it out. JT, when he hit you, when Villain, I don't know. There would have been a lot of talking, yelling, uh, name calling. Villain T-boned you. I would have made some some jokes. Well, that's that's the thing about Zach. He knows he's got another. He's got a race against me again, and he might you know give it back. Yeah, Roost. So, that- there's more opportunities. I went to his semi under his tent and was trying to give it to him, but he wouldn't come out. He wouldn't. No. Oh, I didn't know this part of the that's story. A good, that's a good. I know I've to told jail. this story like five times on the show, but still to this day, like from my eight year old childhood. One of the things I remember the most is JT and um, dude going at it in the in the finish line turn at the Arena Cross in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. oh it's one of the that's an all timer. It's an all timer. Yeah. Yep. By no, twenty people great. on the middle. <laughs> oh, Charlie Bogart. Yeah. There's like twenty people on the yeah, start straightaway Charlie. just brawling. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't even no no chance of red flag no. cross flags out like you know halfway nope. still going still fighting then kind of like towards the end of the race they move off the track they're still racing. Dude gets the spotlight. No big deal. It's just typical arena costume. If there was video of this, it would be so... It was so... on Moto World. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah. We need to find it. It's on it. Moto World. We need to find it. Get a hold hey, of Dave Spain. You're giving arena cross... I feel like with that, you're, you're kind of giving the arena cross series a, that rough name again. I want to just straighten it out. Like, everybody thinks that arena cross is like a like so crazy and just T-bone action. Mm-hmm. When in reality, like, yeah, it's close racing. Everybody bumps each other. But I've never, like... Just because, like, whatever happened this weekend, people thought, like, I'm bringing Arena Cross to Supercross or whatever. And I'm just going to say, like, Arena Cross isn't like that either. Like, everybody thinks it's just, like, takeout fest, you know, there. And, uh, you know, like, it happens for sure, just like anywhere else. Um, But Arena Cross is just more like bumping. Nobody's trying to kill each other for sure just because, you know, like, it's just like Supercross. You've got to race against each other every weekend. And and, um, just because, you know, you guys take each other out one weekend, um, doesn't mean you need to have a bar fight in the middle of the track. Well, Bowers, if you hit Jeff Gibson or Kelly Smith, they're going to turn to dust. You know, they're 60 years old. <laughs> you said that, not me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Kelly Smith, I, hey, I took him to a uh, national win. I don't know if you've heard that you before. Don't, but... Hey, I'll tell you, you try not to hit Kelly Smith because Kelly Smith will, will definitely give it back. You'll find yourself up in the, the stands. <laughs> him and his straight back riding style. <laughs> um, well, yeah, uh, uh, Zach, um, it's nice of you to call in and work this out. On the air, good for my ratings. So yeah, um, good for your show, right? Right. I knew, I knew there was something. You hey, this whole yeah, are, you deal. Getting, are you getting a paycheck, Zach? Are you getting paid for this? <laughs> yeah, you're not. Like you're paid. Bowers, you were supposed to come up and host <laughs> one time. I'm still holding it against you. Um, uh, uh, it uh, it was a good race between you guys and Zach. Both of you, I mean, second and third on the night, um, and it was a great ride by by you, um, Zach. Have you ever got second before? I, no, that was actually my best result ever. That's what so. I thought. Okay, yeah. So fantastic. So maybe Tyler should hit you some more. Maybe. <laughs> I I still got one good time. Left, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I mean, I let's... No, I don't want to hear that. I, I was going to say, I don't want to hear that because the guy that won doesn't have a thumb. He's only got one. <laughs> well, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like that's that that is getting that's, beat that to death. Go back and you have a broken thumb and he doesn't have one. And so 
maybe I need to do something with my thumb. <laughs> right. And maybe I'll get this better this weekend. Tony Alessi gave a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. T- <laughs> Um, mm. No, yeah, I, I know, right, Osborne? That's been the joke for sure on Twitter about the thumbs. Um, yeah. RoostMX.net uh, brings you Tyler Bowers and, uh, and Zach Osborne on the show, uh, Pulp MX show. So thanks, uh, thanks for those guys, and thanks, uh, thanks to both of you guys for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Good times. Uh, good talk. We all hashed it out. Yeah. We're all good. Everybody's <laughs> buddies. Mm. Yeah, we're best friends. I'm taking them to dinner right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking him something out. I think out. Yeah. Well, look, JT He's taking me out. Surprise! Taking you out. J- but it ain't today. Hey, JT thought you were a little rough, Zach. He thought you were a little, you know. You poke the bear. You poke the bear, oh, dude. I know, right? And then I, when we were talking it out on the podium, he's like, "Dude, you rub my boot buckles over there." And I, I, you can ask him. Like, I, didn't say, I was. You said oh, you rub oh, my boobs. Said I said that. that boobs. Wow. You said I rubbed. I rubbed your boobs. And I said no. Like you hit and, me. And oh no, time. he goes. You gave me a welt over there, and I'm like, bro, you come from Ring Across, and you're going to complain about a welt. That is the worst excuse you can give me right now. <laughs> you well, bruised my finger. Is, like, you hit. You hit me hard enough. Like you hit me hard, which would take a normal guy out. But I am like quite a bit heavier, and I don't move as easily. That's a good point. So, like, so next time, you need to hit harder, like, right? Nice counterpoint well, by, not, by Bowers. Yeah, 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 maybe. I'm just saying, like, if your intent was to hit me pretty hard and I hit you maybe as hard back, or, like, it could have been harder. I mean, I don't have a scale, you know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> right. it's like a third I, of how hard you know, it could like, hit that you. That might have knocked you off the bike, but, you know, it was yeah. me. I'm a little bit heavier. Some good points yeah. made by, by right there, Zachary. You guys, okay, you guys just continue this this weekend. We'll re- rehash this next Monday. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you both on this weekend, Zach. Maybe you have another thumb injury. <laughs> like maybe Tyler does the other thumb in. You know, um, Zach, did you listen to the podcast though? What we were talking about? Yeah, but uh, what part? Like what? Why don't you tell the doctor to cut it off? I actually sent you a text <laughs> saying that like I would take my right nut for that. You know that trade-off you guys were talking about because it's not going to hurt. You know, clearly yeah. you don't need it, right? And I mean, it's a title. It's a title at stake here. So I agree. It's just dead weight at this point. <laughs> dead weight. Yeah. yeah, that's after the first round, dude. The title's right there. We got it. See, even Bauer says that. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks to both of you guys for, for being good sports and coming on and. And Osborne calling in, and everybody's happy, and it's awesome. And um, Bauer's just excited. There's no inverted start and briefcases, and who wants to be a millionaire and all the other. Yeah, they're like Tyler. Congratulations, you won the heat. You're starting 22nd. <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, yeah. You guys are in Wooster. Okay, you'd have been out there with me. You're in Wooster this week, and you get to start in the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't do well in LCQs. I don't go there. Oh, talk. Come talk to me. Oh. You want to talk about, I don't it know about you guys? Either, Show you the way. Like, with my team, like our, we have to we have to win races to get paid. Like I don't know if you guys get like a nice salary or something, but Mitch. Just, I never tried that. Bonus <laughs> never tried you know that. I mean? Zach's yeah, Zach's, every, Zach's team is loaded. <laughs> Zach's team my is team's what? Your team is loaded. Everybody's oh, making you know huge it. cash. You just thought Geico <laughs> money was big. Right now, now I understand. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize you guys were teammates at YOT. I forgot that. I uh, yeah yeah like, that's right. Ryan Morris, uh, that was Sammy Ryan almost won the title, ben right? Downley. Downley won, and it was no, you. Year, that was the that was that the was year seven. Oh. That was seven. So you guys that was were the team year before. Okay, yeah, it was seven. Was that year? Mo Mo was the year before. We were on the team the year after. Ah, uh, okay, all yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Oh, and then wait, we were J-Law. on the dodgeball together. J Law, YOT. We did. We we played dodgeball together down in Temecula. Uh, Who? 
I was uh, horribly bad at it. Oh. I'm kind of a big target, so I was easily hit. Were you guys on the team with J-Law? You still are a big target. That's the good thing about what we got going on here. <laughs> Ooh. I'm a heavy target. Shots fired. <laughs> are you, are you, were you on the team with J-Law? J-Law? Either one of you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, give me yeah. your best J-Law story. That's applicable for air. Uh, go ahead, Zach. Give me your best one. He didn't show up at the banquet. How do you top that? Well, he did. He he was he in Vegas, but championship plate. <laughs> he was uh, he was having I mean, a good that's time. I think epic, right? I left my phone and my ID and all, everything that I had with me in his room, and I had to go back to his room to get it at about three p.m. when I woke up. And uh, let's just say he was having a great time. He was still going. He looked surprised to see me, but I don't think he would. If you, <laughs> his eyes looked surprised to see me. If that makes any sense. Um, Bowers, what's your best J Law story? Yeah, I don't. I don't tell him, man. There's some good ones. I just uh, when when J Lo was doing his thing, man. I was just kind of. I was a rookie sitting in the passenger seat there. That he was doing his thing, and I was just overhearing stuff and just going along for the ride, man, trying to learn. Yeah. All right, guys. Good, thanks. Good role model. Yeah. <laughs> team leader. Hey, you know what's funny? So these guys are teammates on uh, YOT that year. One guy goes to Europe, disappears. He's in Bulgaria. Another guy basically disappears. He's in in Wooster. And he's in uh, uh, San Antonio or wherever else racing arena cross. Yep. And now you're both back in the big time. Look at that. Look what happened. Yeah, we were, again. We were, we were all the same train wreck for sure. For a while. <laughs> and we managed to salvage it after that's that. That's what I'm saying. Both, like, that's a really cool story for both of you guys. Like, and now you're back. And you went second and third in, in Supercross. You know? yeah, but I think now it'll be awesome when we go to Vegas for the championship and the score's still one to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and like one two on the start. I mean that. I mean, how much better could it get? Yeah, smash him, then jump the triple, hey, give him the thumbs hey, up. Tell Prater to make a hashtag for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hashtag thumbs up. Hashtags. I got yelled at in front of everybody, and then you know, like they're using it for marketing. Uh, I don't yeah, know. yeah. I, I, I got to talk to Gallery about that. I didn't like that move. I, <laughs> I don't like that. That's that's not that's not cool because we never see. Well, yeah, no, he's a good guy, but uh, it. it not on TV right in front of you. That wasn't worthy of that. We've seen way worse. I don't think he knew he was on TV. Well, whatever. Like he's flagging the camera guy that. behind him. Like, come in. We got the shot. We it's got like, the it's shot. It's like cops. It's like yeah, cops. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy, the guy, the homie with the flag at the end, I'm like trying to ride around. I'm like, go to the podium. And he's like, he's like, no, no, you got to stay here. And I'm like, why? And he's like, Gallagher wants to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, imagine that. <laughs> You're like, like, oh, no. Uh, all right. Both of you jerkies, uh, thank you again. Good, uh, thanks for coming on the show. But good job by both of you guys, and uh, we thank you guys for coming on the Pulp MX Show. Roost, RoostMX.net brings you Zach Osborne and Tyler Bowers. So, thanks, thanks guys. Late. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right. Uh, Tyler Bowers and Zach Osborne. It's good. Nice of them to call. I don't think that's over. It sounds like it's not over, and it sounds like they're all cool with the fact that it's not over. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, okay, I'll get you next week. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Uh, See you hey, I know we, we got a lot of people on hold right now. Uh, let's quickly go to David. He's been on hold the longest. David, what's up? You got a question for about Andrew Short? Yeah, I just wanted to mention real quick that uh, Andrew Short's gear was on point. I know JT's on the line with Fly, mm-hmm. and uh, he looked great, especially the uh, two different color boots. That was uh, Steve's favorite part. Fly gear, best oh, out there. Bro. I loved it. No, no I really he, did like Steve it. Steve hated it. Reminded it. me of Barsh's gear from Atlanta this past year. The camouflage colors, uh, camo and orange. Uh, that was 
That was the colorway I wore in Finland. That's my favorite look. Yeah, I like and it. I wore it in Finland just because of that. The boots were dumb, though, oh. David. So suck on no, it. No, not at all. Not the boots at all. were dumb. That was uh, kind of retro, man. They look great. Retro flow, flow green, different boots. Yeah, I remember RJ running it too. Well, I remember <laughs> the different color boots, like a blue and a white or a red and a white. Yeah, blue and red he wore, but the sleeves and see. Every- but what Steve is not getting is we're sitting here talking about it. That's all Alpine Stars wanted. Okay, well, That's whatever. All they, cared about. they can suck it. It was a terrible look. That's all they it wanted. It was great. Was right. that the uh, unobtainable fly boot? Yeah, the team wears Alpine Stars. Ah. So our b- our boot isn't even released yet. We can't so talk about really, the boot. It really didn't make any sense for us. Yeah, to no, we can't. That's why I brought team. it up. Yeah, the boot is like Fight Club. Can't mm-hmm. talk about it. We'll have yeah. we'll have some yeah. big name guys. Uh, we have Enignap right now, but we'll go after a big okay. team or factory guys uh, in sixteen. All right. Thanks, thanks, man. We hey, gotta... have you talked about Millsaps' uh, melt meltdown? It reminded me of uh, RV last year. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Was it last year or thirteen? It was thirteen, right? When he crashed twice. Oh, uh, he got fourth stuff. last year, right, or something. Yeah, I don't know. All I don't right, know. He crashed twice in yeah. day one. It yeah, thir- very uncharacteristic. Thirteen yeah. was the meltdown year. All right, we gotta go. The okay, boot, the boot sucked. All right, All right, see ya. All right, taking a commercial break here, second one of the night. JT, we're coming back with your song, Choice of the Night. Bring it. And uh, Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, come Stick back around. Uh, Weston Pike's still coming. Alden Baker's still coming. I'm going to get Baker and talk about my training program with him and uh, things that I need to do more. Just train. Oh, well, you, it, Anything. Just do more of that. Yeah, just yeah. walk up and down the stairs. There you go. Right. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with factory level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. 
privateer developed and privateer proven by racers like Vince Freeze, Cody Gilmore, and many more. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Thede's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates and feature the tightest tolerances in the industry. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new adjust step and endura step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. When it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or just off-road fun, you want to buy from the manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. You want a brand that you know is backed by quality, a brand that is synonymous with being the fast, easy, and complete solution to suspension and chassis maintenance. You need Pivot Works, the only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement on all products. Why a lifetime replacement? Because Pivot Works stands behind their products. The only OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bike's wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem in one easy package. 
Don't waste time looking up every component in your bike's suspension when it's worn out. Grab a PivotWorks kit and do it right the first time and save some money. PivotWorks, the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National, and CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. Ride hard. Ride fast. Ride PivotWorks. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. 
Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Also proud, proudly sponsored by Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Pivot Works, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, JT, is it just me or every team in a pitch use W Wheels? Oh, wait, let me turn your mic on. Don't worry about that mic, but yeah, it's pretty close. How much ass does this song kick? A lot of ass. Yeah, it's it good. I mean, um, this is on my iPhone right now. Like, it just it goes anywhere I go. Like, yeah, I'll never good. delete it. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real good. I don't know who Josie is. Right. But big fan. Oh, it's good. Good stuff uh, by the outfield. Guts Racing and two under. we got to get you some two under underwear, bro. I thought you were on it. I'm, we're going to do it. I, okay. I, I, I got to get on it. Yeah. Um, Fantastic guys, uh, uh, great company, great underwear, 20% off uh, with the code uh, PULPAMEX2015, 2under.com, the number 2, UNDR. All this stuff is on sponsor deals on PULPAMEXshow.com. So uh, you want to know who's helping us to help you? Check out us, our site, so you can get some help. And they help us, and then they help you, and you get help. And it's just a circle of life. What's the two under thing? Where did that name come from? Do you know anything about it? or? I don't know, but it's awesome. Cool. It's great. Good story. Yeah, thank you. Uh, fly hydrogen gear, light hydrogen gear, uh, some of the best stuff out there, the patented buckle system. I can give you some history on where that stuff came from. Yeah, I bet you can. I bet. Um, um, our, uh, I'm trying to get our producer's attention, but his head is right down. A la tits. 
playing motor, mad skills or doing whatever. No, no, sorry. I wasn't playing mad skills. Let's get our next guest on. All right, let's do it. Uh, when it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or off-road fun, you just want to buy from the manufacturer that's an expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. Pivot Works! That's what you need. 2015 um, uh, Lucas Oil, proud sponsor of 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Series. Also WPS. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National CMRC Pro Motocross Championship. Ride hard, ride fast, ride pivot works. Uh, they're the... They have the uh, OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bikes, wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and bearing, steering stem. I used Pivotworks to build Project 90, and it was fantastic, and it worked great. Project 90 came out pretty well, I thought. Yeah. Really late. The couple more weeks turned into a really long time. The cylinder was gone for two months, 58 days or something, to get the cylinder. The guy lost it. I feel justified in my prediction that this was going to take forever um it did work out though it did yeah it worked out fantastic Great and job. and i didn't know anything about pivot works the dude and wanting to come on the show and all that i just bought pivot works because i'm like i need bearings and seals for the swing arm and linkage i will buy pivot works i used the pulp mex code to save myself money i didn't know anything about it no i didn't know that the i didn't know anything about pivot works as far as coming on the show or anything like that but I you just, had a you had a pulp code without knowing BTO Sports Pop Cold. Oh, God. I thought there was a Pivot Works Pop Cold. There is a Pivot Works Pop Cold now. Oh. Yes. Pivot Works Pop Cold. A lot of holes cold. in this story. No. <laughs> I bought Pivot Works at BTO Sports. Okay. Okay. Before I knew anything about Pivot Works coming on the show. Got it. I wanted the best quality seals and bearings for Project 90. Okay. Okay? Yeah. You sound angry. You look angry, too. You're jacking me up. You know, uh, like all right. Mountain Dew? Pivot Works is pleased and proud to present our next sponsor, or our next guest on the show. Sam Rattle now. Thanks. Now you rattled <laughs> me. That. Good job. Uh, well, maybe I'm Boy. just rattled because of our next guest, too. He, you should be. Being afraid that he's going to reach through the phone. I would love to see that. Which, reach through the phone and beat me up? Yes. That would be that awesome. That guy's going down. Pivot Works is uh, proud to bring you uh, JGR Yamaha, Weston Pike. What's up, Weston? What up? Are you still mad at me? Oh, I don't know. I mean... I'm not like you don't sound like mad at you. I, it's not like I'm like pissed off, like I'm gonna come after you, like something like that. But Can you please do that. I was joking. It was all a joke. Did you read the rest no, of the I, article? I know you're joking. That's the thing. Like I don't care. I know you're joking, but like, like my point across was that like more than half the people in the world that look at race don't know like me in general. So like they, everybody already thinks that I'm like sort of an ass. So like they see that, and then everybody else just judges me. Like I'm an ass, so like everybody sees me as like a mean person, and I'm not. And it's like you're not a mean person. When you post stuff like that, people just assume that automatically. You know what I mean? So it just gives me that persona that I'm like a mean, bad person. But that's my no, point about it. You know, I probably don't like you. I just think that it's like right, kind of kind of old. Like it's. You know? I think you could be the bad boy. Like there's a lot to be said for that guy. The bad boy motocross? Yeah. Right. That's a good Well, I already know I am, but it's like, you know. I already know I am. Every every chance possible, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm trying, like, not, you know, be, like, such a bad person where people don't even want to come talk to me because they they think I'm going to, you know, attack them because (laughs) because everybody thinks that I'm, like, some mean person, you know? Well, That's my only point about it. You know, I don't care what you post, but. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's a time and a place for it, not to blast on the internet, like a million-page line. 
Yeah. I was joking. I talked about the coster filling in at KTM and ha ha ha. The whole article was jokey McJoke. Ah, but no, no, I know, I know, yeah. I know it was a joke. That's the point. But yeah. even if it's a joke, people still are going to look at it and, and still have an opinion. Right. You know what I mean, yeah, um, I was that's, pissed. that's my only point. I don't care personally. I don't care. I think it's hilarious that you write that. But like for like my falling and stuff like that, I think it, it, it looks bad to a point. I know? took it seriously. I was mad. And I threatened to not be friends with Steve anymore about it. <laughs> no, you did not. I did. Uh, <laughs> I totally did. Um, well, now that we got that behind us, and you, you know, you got RC and Matt biting to blow me out on Instagram. We're we're all we're we're moving forward. It's 2015. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. Um, yeah. It's early, Pike, but you are in the lead, and with a good margin for tweet of the year. Uh, oh. After Anaheim won, did you did you get any repercussions from doing that? What kind of repercussions would I get <laughs> from anybody at your team saying, "Please don't do that anymore"? No. Okay, because I thought it was awesome. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't say anything wrong. The no, only reason why I no? did that was like, "Well, that." No, you didn't. You didn't say anything wrong. Yeah, you. No, this is why I did that because, like, he jumps into me and tries to clean me out, and it's like, bro, like, no, it's not going to happen. Like. You fall down because you hit me. Like I turn, I turn into you because you're trying to slam me. Like you fall, I bounce off the track. I don't fall down. Then after the race, I look over and he's throwing his arms up at me, and I just laugh and I like give him the little brush my shoulder off line. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, like, you tried to take me out, bro. I didn't fucking take you out." And so I was just like, "Whatever." Like so, I did a tweet about it. You know? No, I don't care. No. I loved it. Oh, I thought it was awesome. I. I laughed yeah. out loud in the press box. I'm like, look at this. this yeah. is- I, well, I sent you a yeah. picture of it. <laughs> that- immediately, I sent you, I text, screenshotted it and sent you a picture. How'd that work out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I like Cole. Cole's a good dude. I like Cole Sealy, good guy. Uh, but I love it. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's it's like, great. I, don't, I don't have no beef with Cole. I right. just thought it was funny how, how he reacted after um, thing, you know what I mean? Uh, it's like basically, like, look, bro, it's not going to work out. Like, don't do that. <laughs> it's not going to end like, you know. You're barking up the wrong tree. Oh, I loved it. Um, but uh, hey, on, on a on a serious note, um, good ride at Anaheim, right? You got to be happy. I mean, you're not happy because Barsha got you on the last lap. Never mind your teammate. If it was anybody, you would have been pissed because you're not a guy that generally gets passed at the end of a race. But all in all, first race, first race on the new team in, in, in Supercross, you got to be okay with that. Yeah. No, I mean, I was I was stoked on it. Um, and you know, it was a it was definitely a good race. I was pretty solid but you know obviously that last lap pass kind of mm-hmm. sucked but um you know that happens and it's weird. and uh sorry i'm like in the middle of doing something but what are you doing uh, it was just a it was a it was a bummer thing you know what i mean i just kind of i screwed up the section before mm-hmm. and he just got real close to me i thought i went low enough in the turn but i didn't and he made a good block pass on me but um oh now i was taking my ride you know i was yeah you know i got off i got off to a terrible start and just picked my way to the back but i think for the most part, it was good for uh, anyone. Hey, I think with that field, and that this is no disrespect to you, but I think if you asked a hundred people, uh, you know, fans or whatever, if they if they pick seven, better or worse, I think most people are going to pick worse. So I think oh, yeah. you have to be pumped That's on that ride. Then our, you know, <laughs> I hear that all the time. Like people, are like, oh yeah, you ain't gonna, you ain't top ten. This field's gonna just last. Like okay, we'll see. Yeah. Yep. No, it was strong. Do you want us to call you back if you're busy? Are you good? Oh no, I'm good. Dude. Okay, okay. Um, uh, 
No, I thought it was a great ride. And, and like I said, it probably makes it a little worse because it's your teammate that gets you on the last lap. But anybody getting you on the last lap makes it suck. But overall, first round, that's that's a great ride, I think, like JT said. So, um, yeah. I think yeah, it worked out yeah. pretty well for you. If yeah. You know, I was going to send you a thing. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> that finish. The, the Barsha thing, I was oh. actually watching that battle, and I'm like, damn it. Like, he had Barsha, you know. And I, and I actually picked him. Yeah. I picked him to beat Barsha at the oh, first race. Yeah. So I was, like, bummed about that. But other than that, it was awesome. Yeah, Fly Racing Zone, Weston Pike. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, hey, um, the uh, the team, the bike and all that, what are you going to work on after after Anaheim? Like, what um, – is there something you want to test? Is there something you want to do? Is uh, You know, oftentimes when you test all week and you go to the racetrack, the, things are different at the races. Uh, anything you want to work on? No, I mean, the bike's solid. I mean, I haven't had any issues with the bike. And, uh it's just been, you know, it's more or less just rider error. You know, I made, you know, I made, I made five, ten mistakes that, that obviously cost me from, mm-hmm. you know, being up there further. So I mean, I think, you know, just kind of eliminate mistakes, and and that's pretty much all we need to work on. The team, you know, definitely built a an awesome bike on the off season. We've, we've got our testing done, so it's pretty much just comes down to, um, you know, me making no mistakes and, and mm-hmm. moving forward. 702-586-PULP, 702-586-7857. you got a question for JGR and Fab, Toyota, Yamaha's, Weston Pike, Fly Racing's Weston Pike. Uh, give us a call, and uh, we can get your question on the air. And, uh, of course, uh, Weston Pike's perform- uh, appearance tonight brought to you by Pivot Works. Weston, I saw, I don't know if it was, it wasn't the last lap, maybe the second last lap. Do you know the first baseline? Do you know which section that is at the, if there's a baseball diamond, I don't know if you're a baseball guy. Yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, that. It was after, uh, it was on the tabletop section. Um, yeah. Um, you almost ate it. You saved it. But did that hurt? Did that take some wind out of you? Like, you know how you come up short and, you know, it kind of, it was close. Like in the main? Or yeah, in the main. Yeah, in the main. Yeah. Late, late in the main. No, that definitely screwed me up a little bit. But, right. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't too bad. Just a normal case. You know, my, my suspension folks are pretty good. Right. So, yeah, you were all right there. He doesn't even believe in case yeah. he jumps. It's all good. I just found fun. Don't make him angry. I'm what? He's my friend. <laughs> he's not my, yours. He's my friend too. No. <laughs> no. No. No, he's not. Um uh hey, um the uh 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 the th- the thing with Barsha, we get get tweets about this and we get we got an email tonight about it. How's your relationship with Justin? How how's that going? Obviously, I don't think you guys are going to bro down, but everything's good, right? I mean, it's it's just two guys trying to trying to beat each other. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're just Obviously, we're teammates, but you know, we both do our own things, and we don't really talk much. We don't, we don't talk about racing or nothing like that. It's just a hey, what's up, mm-hmm. and then see you later at the end of the night. But uh, right, but yeah, it's just you know, there's no, there's no problems between us. It's just uh, you know, we just we don't kick it. So that's yeah, just how, so, you know? yeah. I mean, people, um, uh, uh, people. What, what is it, JT? Is it just an incident last year, maybe? Why is it? Why do my Twitter feed fill up with this and email fill up with? How's Barsha and Pike going to get along? I don't hear how's Millsaps and Han going to get along or whatever. Well, they got they got like, into it last year. I know, but a lot of guys have gotten into it over the years and made up. We just had they're Osborne not teammates. We just had Osborne and Bowers on, and they were on the line together. It was pretty funny though watching that go down last year. Like Barsha was not. <laughs> He was not having any part of it. Like, I'm not going in the tunnel. I'm out. I'll, I'll stay out oh, here. Bring, bring me my new helmet yeah. and my goggles and a water, well, and what, I'll meet you here for the main event. Wasn't Weston saying, come in the tunnel? Because I'm out. Right? I'm just staying going to stay here. Weston was saying, come in the tunnel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Barsha's like, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I got a good spot picked out here. I'll wait. Oh. <laughs> 
Wes is like, let's discuss this. Yeah, I want behind to talk, the dozer. I want to talk to you behind the dozer. I got a few things I'd like to say. <laughs> right, right. Me and you. Um, yeah. Hey, when? Uh, what's the schedule for going to North Carolina for you? Is there one? Uh, how often will you be out there? Um, what about that? Um, it's just um, you know whenever I kind of feel like going out there and, and riding and changing it up, or or having the team meet me back there for protecting purposes and stuff like that. But it's kind of more or less just free range. I can kind of. You know, pick and choose when I want to go back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So yeah, how was Glamis? Huh. Oh, it's sick. I just just like I'm at home right now, but nice, it's fun. Look cool. Yeah, I saw cool some pictures. So. You were cool. shooting a commercial? Oh, I don't know. Oh, um, were you? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. That were, makes three of us. Have you been out to Glamis before? Have you done that deal? I mean, you're SoCal guys, so I imagine you have. Oh, I grew up in Glamis, dude. I'm, oh, okay. Yeah. Or that place fell back when I was a, a little kid and stuff like that. So. Right. Um, yeah, it looked fun. It looked like a good time. Uh, how's, how do you get along with Koi? I think I picture you and Koi really meshing. I don't know why. I just I just think you guys would get along. So we actually haven't we haven't meshed yet. If that's what you can call it. But <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we've just been uh, you know we've just been hanging out. You know, not we don't really see each other much, but um, you know we definitely get along. But we haven't we haven't had too much bonding yet. <laughs> well, I just you guys are both men of few words, and yeah. you know, just kind of old school dudes, and so I kind of thought he, 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 you know, you guys would get along. I'm sure you will. It's early, yeah, it's early. So, um, hey, what's your favorite set of fly gear? Fly racing official uh, presenting sponsor of the Pulp Mech Show. Which set do you want JT and Max uh, to put you in every week? Um, probably. I I think it's like the kinetic. The stuff I wore, Monster Cup. Probably the kinetic, the blue and green kinetic stuff? Yeah, blue and, blue and green kinetic. Yeah, that's the highest selling stuff we have right now. Oh, it is? Away, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's my, that's my go-to gear, but okay. you, don't, you don't hook me up on that too much. So oh, we've been sell, we sold out of it, so it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't want to put people in it because then it just causes me more headaches. That's what happens with X-Brown goggles. Sometimes we don't have the greatest colors because we sold all the ones that look bitching. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> What are you laughing at, Pike? <laughs> I'm not. I'm laughing at something else. But <laughs> no. Asshole. I'm going uh, to put this on Instagram. Maybe Carmichael will chime in and wonder why they gave you a job at JGR. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, uh, um, so you didn't have it out with – you didn't talk to Sealy after the race or anything, or John Gallagher didn't come running over or anything? Because we saw that – After with, the Sealy thing? Yeah. Well, he only said something. Because, like, I went off the track and, like, I went too fast. I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, I got punted off the track. I'm getting passed by people. Like, I'm not going to go two miles an hour. Like, yeah. if I was able to get on the track, I would have. But there was hay build all the way down the entire lane. So, it's like, I'm not going to go two miles an hour and then get on the track. It's like, I'm going to kind of go fast so I don't get passed by the whole field. You had a good pace. You, you did go fast. It was a good pace. Yeah. I went really fast, and then I slowed down. I was like, oh, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, but I slowed down a little bit. But <laughs> It was yeah, nothing was like, like – What, did you go fourth to third? <laughs> it was nothing like Michael Essie at Daytona in the mud. Just cut out the entire section wide open as fast as you can go and went from, like, a crash to second. Oh, yeah. Nothing like that. I did remember that. Yeah, one, one hand he did it, and he actually did cut, cut a whole yeah, section I out. Yeah, did cut the whole section <laughs> out. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Um did you watch the race today uh, on TV or yesterday, Weston? Yeah, I, I watched it yesterday. 
What was your biggest takeaway from the race? Other like f- not yourself, but like what did you think? What did you see from the race from other racers or the track or or anything like that? What was the one takeaway you had from it? Like what I didn't like, or like or, I, or you liked, or whatever, whatever surprised you. You know what? Um, what uh, I don't know. I mean, the, you know, I think uh, I don't know. Man, that's a tough one. I, just, okay. I wasn't really a huge fan of the track. It was just pretty easy. It was, wasn't it? It didn't, yeah. it didn't really have like too much separation. Like the times were just way too close with everybody. So it was like yeah. there's really nothing big to separate. I know it's a one, you know, this is out, but mm-hmm. you know, I think. Uh, yeah, no, I mean it was it was definitely good racing. It kept everybody super close and tight, but um, you know, obviously I hope they you know start making the tracks more busier and harder so there's kind of something to separate people. But um, no, I think it you know it's, uh, for everything it was just a solid weekend with uh, mm-hmm. you know competition is tough and you know everybody's just you know going head to head. You know nobody's slacking off this year, so it's definitely going to be a uh, yeah. good long year. Yeah, the um, somebody told me only two guys got lapped. Yeah, I heard oh, yeah. That. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, actually, I remember that. I've never even because typically you're you're like lapping up to like I think it was Partridge 15, and Tapia. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen spikes typically you lap up to, and this year it was like where's everybody at? Everybody just stepped it up this year. So. I got tenth at Daytona once. I got lapped twice. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, Timmy, Timmy, and I got third in '03 and almost got lapped. Yeah, yeah. With Ricky, well, at San Diego in '05, Chad and oh, uh, yeah, Chad and Ricky lapped up to everybody. They but did those two. Yeah, they lapped everyone. Yeah. Has Spike ever lapped you? I'm sure at some point. It, I don't know. You, I mean, straight up, probably not. Because no. you had to, I mean, we're talking, you know, you guys were crossing Eris. Well, I think I didn't get the point to start lapping him because, like, right, like, when I started getting fast, he retired. So, like, but, like, when me and him raced, I was slow. Right. And Me too. I was, I hated Jason <laughs> because he always whole shot me in the LCQ. <laughs> it pissed me off so bad because I tried to pass him. I could never pass the guy. That Freaking flame up like oh, man. he's wily veteran, bro. Uh, how yeah, about how like, about Brayton? Brayton told us like one when Brayton started racing the outdoors, he told me like he would look at JT and be like, "That guy's so fast. Like if I could just be as fast as that guy, like, like a solid yeah, privateer, you know, make some money. Like if I could just be Jason Thomas. That's what Brayton said. Swear to God, yeah, that was better than like." Pike was a kid then. That no, was I like, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was legit. But I'm just saying, like, Pike, did you ever say if I could just be Jason Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> if I could just uh, be down Jason Thomas. What oh, wait. the hell happened? Okay. Um, hey, Weston, thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Uh, good ride at Anaheim. Sorry about the article and, and, and making you upset. Um um, but you caused me a lot of stress, also. So we're all we're all good. Well, I caused, you caused a lot of people and everybody else stress. So I'm just trying to get right. it back to you. So yes. Stressed, so. Yep. No. I thought it was awesome, and it worked, and it was a fantastic gig uh, job by yeah. you. When are you going to get some NFAB stuff uh, on your uh, Tundra? There. When's that going to happen? Um, I don't know. Maybe in a couple weeks or something. Like that. Yeah. All right. Thomas from I NFAB. Make a, I just got to make a list of orders and stuff. Yeah, you got to make it happen, bro. Um. Hey, thanks for doing. Thanks for doing this. Uh, I thought it was cool. You you answered my text. Actually, I was like, oh shit, he's he's, he's going to tell me to blow. Like I said, I'm not like right. pissed off. I just you know I just wanted to make a point. That's all my point was. But I said earlier, so. uh, you made it. Oh yeah. Uh, um, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. We'll see you in Phoenix. Uh, good job at A1 for sure. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Guys. All right. See ya. Uh, Pivot Works bringing you Weston Pike uh, on the show. I still don't agree with what he did, but that's okay. I understand his side. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Well, 
I understand. Is his there side. anything? Is there any such thing as bad press? Well, Pike seems to think so. No, I mean for you. Oh, for me? Yeah, for sure. You're, you're edgy. You're controversial. Oh, I like that. I say that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're going for. I'm edgy. That's what you like. It was supposed to be a funny article, like ha ha ha. But not edgy. Or... All the people on Pike's Instagram that probably didn't know who you are or didn't care. They all know who you are now. And now they want to beat me up yeah, and light me on fire. Good. Yeah, right. that's all right. right. You know what, though? What I've learned, listening, I listen to sports radio. I listen to all kinds of weird things like yeah. shows and stuff that aren't non-moto. Mm-hmm. People listen if they hate just as much as if they like, if not more. Oh, yeah. No, if that's they true. hate the yeah. person, they're in. Yeah, So true. Whatever. No, absolutely. Um, quick game for you here. Oh, boy. I'm good at games. This is dumb, actually. I should What the hell happened? We're in now. F you, dude. No, Swiss Corps do this. Let me ask Devin. Let's play this with Devin because you're going to know this. You're going to ace this. Right. Swiss Corps did the That's tw- going to make me look smart, though. I like that. This is the uh, Twitter game we did last week. We debuted it last week, the Twitter game. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm going to read you a tweet Okay. with three guys. Uh-huh. You tell me who did it. You right. tell me who tweeted it. Sounds like a plan. You ready? I'm ready. All right, first tweet. Sidious Altius Fortuius. Sidious Altius Fortuitous. Am I saying it right? Fortuitous? Fortuitous? No, not fortuitous. Not fortuitous. This is the tweet. Yes. Okay. Yes. Who are uh, my options? Ryan Clark, Jeff Stanton, Zach Osborne. Jeff, or, uh, Clark. It was Osborne. Damn it. It's the Olympic uh, Games model. So it's Latin. Hmm. Be Latin? Yeah. I think so. It means no, Greek. Fast, Greek? Greek? Faster, higher, stronger. So. Greek is Latin? Oh, check said? out the big brain on Listenmore. Uh Osborne did it. Okay. Eh. All right. All right. Uh, second tweet. All right. Wow. Awesome article on Racer X Online by Pulp MX. Hashtag Pike. get a life. Pike. Okay. I right. saw that one. The choices were Tommy Hawn, Josh Grant, Weston Pike. <laughs> uh, to be fair, all of them hate you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, third tweet. Uh, Dairy Queen when it's 20 degrees outside. Blake Wharton, Zach Bell, Austin Stroop. Bell. Wharton. Ooh. Wharton. Didn't see that coming. All right. Matt has been in Twitter game. Eh, one out of three ain't bad. The Twitter game, Twitter game. It's been Twitter game. Twitter game. Swiss Corps needs to make it harder next time. That was uh, brought to you by Swiss Corps. Better than It's better than headlines, you see. Future headlines? You want to do it? No. I I'll do it. That's better than future headlines. I'll do it, bro. Uh, BTOsports.com, Gabby Gibbs. BTOsports.com, Gabby Gibbs. 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 Typewriter in there. Yeah, you never heard that? No, oh, yeah. I, I don't really listen much. <laughs> uh, BTOsports.com, the nation's leading retailer for anything you need for your bike or body. Brand new website, mobile phone friendly, great shipping rates internationally. Use the code PULPMX when you're checking out to save yourself money at BTOsports.com. Proud sponsors are Justin Brayton and the always underrated Andrew Short of the BTO Sports KTM team and Manos KTM's JT. New bike was strong weekend. Strong. Dunge was Whole a shots. little underwhelming, but they were up front all night. Whole shots, yeah. Wilson. Yeah, Wilson was underwhelming also. He was. He was. You worried about that? Personally, no, because it doesn't matter. But I'm worried. My fan, fan side, right. like being a friend of Dino, uh, not worried because I nothing is whatever. He's got a two year deal. Nothing's going to happen. But I think he's capable more than you got to. You got to stop with that two year deal stuff. What is it cold in here? It's a rookie just year. Is it cold in here? It's nice. Okay. It is a little cold, but yeah, this is great radio, bro. bro. Okay, you can get a great radio shirt at the roostmx.net. That Perfect. you can. You I'm can in. also get okay. an fu dude. 
here we go. These are um, tweets sent to at Pulp Mech Show. Uh, we got thousands and thousands of them. Uh, Devin Gibbs has combed through the best of them, and uh, he's going to ask JT and I uh, our, our thoughts. So let's do it. Okay, this first one is for you, Steve. It's from KT Money. Uh, Steve, if you could cut off your thumb for another Manitoba title, would you do it? No, not for a Manitoba title. But I, w- but I would do it for a 250SX title. Or 450s, of course, that goes without saying. Okay. All right, uh, this next one's from Laser250F. Uh, will Fly put out co-branded Rockstar gear because of the Husky team? Uh, at this time, no, but stay tuned. Ooh. I, can't, right. I, can't well, really, I can't say too much. So now we can't say anything about that. You can't, can't say, say anything about, about the Fly boots. boots. Yeah. Like, you really, like, seriously. They're in the same boat. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Literally in the same boat. They're on the same boat. I think we just got our answer there. Uh, I think we just got, uh, you Boom. know, uh, what, what the... I know everything. All right. Next All right. question. Next one's from Jason Moore. Uh, Steve, what are you going to miss the most about Toronto being removed from the uh, schedule? Let's ask JT that. What are you going to miss most about Toronto? First of all, it's bullshit. It's I think bullshit. seeing all my old Canadian buddies, um, they don't come to many races. So that and then, like, you know, the the Toronto parties that all the Canadian guys would have. Yeah. Uh, that, that's fun. Like, that's yeah. a good time. Yeah. Um, I think I think the downtown feel of Toronto is cool. Ah, yeah. I won't miss going through customs and dealing with all that crap. That sucks. Uh, but I, th- I thought it was a cool race. I, I liked Dude, it. Dude, it was the best race of the year. It was a little chilly. but And the pits kind of sucked. But you were right downtown. The dome was awesome. Good press box. Good, good stadium. Uh, the Good restaurants, good hotels. Putin. Uh, it was yeah, Putin. It was fantastic. Listen, more. What are you gonna miss? Uh, the one time I don't have. To go oh wait, there. Okay, go ahead. The one time I don't have to go through customs. Touche. It's good. Touche on that. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Seattle is really my hometown race. Like it's still gotta go across, through. It's halfway across the country, but I still have to go through customs. Yeah. Yes. It's good. It's a good race. It is a great like race. Like the hotel we stayed at last year, the Fairmont. Called the Fairmont, right? Yeah, right downtown. Yeah. Who's it that has there? the YouTube. You. That's like the underground thing, and you can connect all the yeah. way to places. We went to. We, we stayed together. I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah, I remember Nick Way stayed with us after the race. Oh, was that last year? Yes, that yeah. was last year, dude. What, and he was, and Nick Way and, and Nick was being like so ridiculous. What type of drugs senile. did you get in didn't uh, Canada? He, didn't he sleep against the wall or something? What no, did in he between do? the he slept beds. On the floor. In between yeah, the beds. He slept on the floor. Yeah, in, in between the beds because he wouldn't get in. Like you were like, dude. I'm like, dude. Like we can build like a pillow barrier. You know, like, we're grown. It's going to yeah. be okay. Like, yeah. I'm not going to touch you. You're, you're not going to touch right. me. Right. We're all good we're here. Fine. Yeah. We used to yeah. live together. Like, it's cool. Yeah, and just you wouldn't know? do it. Nah. Yeah, that's right. And he, w- and he wouldn't spend $100 to get his own room. That's right. Yeah. And I was saying, you, like, make how much money? Yeah, he's done pretty well. Right. I think he would – I think people would be shocked at how well he's done. Uh, well, No, I mean, yeah. I mean, he told me his best years was over a million dollars. Yeah, for you sure. Know. And he's gotten – And a few of those. Five podiums? I don't know. Four? Anyways. But Great rider. MDK yeah. years, he was ta- very, oh well my God, of, very yeah. well taken care of. They delivered his pay in wheelbarrows, I heard. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, that, yeah. that seems weird. Like, they should just tra- do a money transfer. No, no, it was wheelbarrows. He insisted on it. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's go. All right. Speaking of Nick Way, uh, Mark Bax wants to know, what happened to MSR this year? What's Off-road going on? only. Off-road really? line only. Still have it. Still make it. They just And I think it's a good idea. That was confusing and weird. and I think it's a good idea. I'm okay with 
what I, I really can't. I shouldn't say anything about it. Oh yeah, you do work for a competitor. Yeah, uh, yeah the, all the off-road guys will be MSR, which is Malcolm Smith, and Malcolm Smith made his name on off-road, so that works out great. And all the motocross, supercross guys will be an answer. And I think that should have been done a long time ago. So bravo. Mm, okay. Uh, will Salazar wants to know any insight info on the light the, uh, that factory Honda was using on the front fender and the linkage sensor that RCH was using. You guys know anything about that? What they do? What was the purpose? I don't know about any linkage what sensor. What was the first one? The light Lights Honda on. uses. They've been oh, using it for years. Forever. Yeah, it's just a it's a light. Uh, a lot of teams have it on the handlebar, but riders don't want to look down at the bar. Uh, it's for it really helps off the start. You know your RPMs that you're in. You know you can't really hear your own bike. So you look at that light because you look at the front fender because you're ready to start. So the light tells you what RPM you're in, when you're in the right RPM that you want to have be in, mm-hmm. and you go. Uh, a lot of teams have it, but like I said, it's by the crossbar, which you got to look down. And yeah. So Honda thought, hey, let's put it out where the rider can focus. Interesting. Linkage thing, don't know anything about that. You saw it, though, right? No. No, you didn't see it? Where was it? Uh, on, on TV? Yeah, it was on Instagram. I don't think it was on TV, but... Uh, it was on Ken Roxon's bike. His link on his linkage. It was like a little wire bolted right to it. Well, they, well you know, there could be a wire. They're be. super into data acquisition. Yeah, that's just data there. acquisition. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, that, that, that's no big deal. I mean, lots of teams are using that, and that's that's something to see the stroke of the shock and see where it is on on the track and all that. So, not a big deal there. They're they're I would say well, all the factories are, but they're very high tech over there. Like yeah. they're into that. Yeah. So no, that absolutely. Me. All okay. right. Uh, this next question is from Eddie O'Keefe. Uh, with the Swingster, will the Swingster propel the 800 into the top okay, five? Okay, I didn't hear this. Me neither. That's why I asked it. I didn't hear this, but people on my were texting me that Tony Alessi's... That means you did hear it then. No, I didn't hear it from Tony. Oh. People were saying that Tony... You didn't talk to Tony? Shocker. I did not. Weird. Shocker. Tony was interviewed on Supercross Live and said that Brian Swink is helping uh, Mike out. Yep. Okay, so I think it's true. Did anybody hear it? If- I would assume. I got a lot of text. I would assume so. Right. That's weird. A little bit. Okay. Eddie think, wants, Eddie what's wants the question? Know, Eddie wants to know, do what? you guys think it's going to help him get to the top five, or does Tony have to bring in chicken to complete the equation? <laughs> I don't think that just That would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> I don't think just because Brian Swing's involved, he's going to just com- turn a, you know, like a light switch is going to go off. Uh, but I think if Swink is in a good place, he has a lot of knowledge to share, so... You know, as long as swings on the the right path, and I think sure, it's a it's a it'll certainly help their um, their situation. Burner, I thought Burner did some good work with the eight hundred. Burner definitely helped, and I thought the eight hundred. We we didn't talk about him at all. Had a good night, but I good think, job. I think the eight hundred is still benefiting from Burner being there because the, for sure they set the bike up. Right. That, that was the biggest, and I know where I know I've talked about this on the show before but i know where alessi's settings were and you can't do well you just cannot succeed at are you saying that tony doesn't run a tar- tight testing program i did not say that okay. i just said wherever they had the bike set up that's, I, it's not i know from other good. people that have worked with them that they're out to launch with settings mike gossler did a podcast i did a podcast with mike gossler he said mike was a great dude and he is a nice guy and a horrible tester mike gossler said that okay i, I believe that so From knowing where they ended up so burner like, ride this not it's not good. Right, like there's just, I, Burner literally took his bike. This is what Mike's racing with. Go ride it. He almost died like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like I, I was out in the middle of the track flagging Burner down. Like no no no, Stop no, no. something's wrong. Stop. Something's wrong. <laughs> no. So okay. So yeah, that's still still working. It's not like they just went back to Mike's old settings or whatever. No. So that Mike was pumped on right. the bike. So uh, that helped, and, and I know we helped him in the whoops. And, and Mike had a great race. Uh, at Anaheim. For sure. I mean, yeah. it's it's we saw it last year. Anaheim won. Different Michael Essie. Yeah. So I think 
it's still there. Like the the remnants of that are still there. Yeah. I don't know if it's hurting him not at all. Like Burner's really good at watching a guy ride and dissecting your faults and working on those. So I'm sure yeah. you know it would help to have Burner there. But Burner's you know he's on two two now and got a really sweet deal. So yeah, no, absolutely. I was telling Burner like I track walk. I don't want to see an injury. I hope I don't see an injury. Nobody wants to see that. But I do want to see Michael Byrne at 100% back out there. You know what I mean? For sure. It's kind of weird yeah, to yeah. say no, that. Cause, I'm a cause huge the way, Burner fan. Well, the only way he's going to do it is get an injury. Hmm. So that sucks. Yeah. But but Burner's awesome. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's also 35. Is he really? Yeah. Is he's that a old? Week, week older than me. He's 35? Yeah. That might be the shocker of the night right there. <laughs> um, all right, next question. All right, next question is from Brian C. JT, if you came home and to find Tony Alessi naked, bathed in Burberry. 911. All right. What do you guys think uh, 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 Mike is going to do? What was his, What do you think his best finish is going to be? Three Mike Alessi questions in a row. This one's from me. Oh. It's just a uh, continuation. Mike's, Mike could get a seventh. I'll take a fifth. Really? Okay. All right. fifth. You'll take the fifth or you're taking a fifth? I'm not a fifth. A fifth. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm giving him a fifth. Okay. We'll take, I'm giving him a high five. All right, that's it. That's, that's it. Those are the questions. All right, the BTOSports.com. Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs. Uh, BTOSports.com. Use the code PulpMX to save yourself money on checkout. Uh, do not buy two pairs of boots and flow Alpine Stars and run the different ones on each leg, and we'll all be fine. I don't think those are for Those sale. are pretty cool. No, I don't think so. I don't think no, they're either. definitely not, I but I, I kind of – I don't know. I know you don't like it, Steve, but I like it. I no, think with the right gear – it looks good. I think no. that I think each one looks cool. I'm not a, other than the marketing ploy. You got to build your pants to make it look that way. Then I'm cool with it. Troy Lee did that, I think. Didn't Troy Lee do the flow boots with the flow legs? Listen more, didn't they? No. Each one. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Why Maybe would you, you wouldn't build a pair of pants around a pair of boots that you can't buy. Also, it's Troy Lee, bro. That'd be weird. He's probably on paint fumes. And decided to do this and just did it. You know. <laughs> um, all right, hey, we're going to take a third and final commercial break of the night. Uh, the song after this commercial break was requested by Zach Osborne. He said that if he was going to call in, it was had ba- to be Baby, hit song. me one more time. <laughs> <laughs> no, what it's uh, called Green Thumb. Uh, <laughs> Jerk off. Uh, so that's the Zach Osborne song. Uh, Alden Baker's coming up, Training to the Stars. Uh, and we still have to do uh, much more on the show. we got your voicemails. And we're going to talk a little more Anaheim 1 here. I got JT. I want to get your your uh, most improved riders in each class. From last year? Yep. Okay. And I want to get your... Um, Can I have some pap with some rapid fire questions? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we talked about Jimmy Johns with Kenny, so I don't want to talk to you about Jimmy Johns. Oh, Hanny. Hanny talk. Hanny questions. Much more coming up on the show. Pulp Max Show presented by BTOsports.com and... Fly racing. Hey, don't forget, if you want shorts, sweaty, stinky gear. Fly from, gear, best out there, bro. From Phoenix, uh, signed. Uh, send us an email, contest at pulpamexshow.com. We will randomly pick one guy right off uh, Shorty's back and uh, legs, and Max will hook it up for us down there. And, uh, yeah, so pace to listen to uh, the show, bro. All right, see you in, uh, I don't know, nine minutes? Mm-hmm. Nine minutes. Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, 
And flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 
to save 30% now. When it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or just off-road fun, you want to buy from the manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. You want a brand that you know is backed by quality, a brand that is synonymous with being the fast, easy, and complete solution to suspension and chassis maintenance. You need Pivot Works, the only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement on all products. Why a lifetime replacement? Because Pivot Works stands behind their products. The only OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bike's wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem in one easy package. Don't waste time looking up every component in your bike's suspension when it's worn out. Grab a Pivotworks kit and do it right the first time and save some money. Pivotworks, the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National, and CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. Ride hard. Ride fast. Ride Pivotworks. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Hey, 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 hey. W Now that I got all your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. 
WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Welcome back, everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Zach Osborne song. You all right with it? Yeah, I'm fine. Not as good as Halen, though. Is my mic on? Yeah, it is. Yeah, your mic's on. Okay. It's not as good as Halen. That's for sure. Andy. Yeah. You've been on hold for like an hour, bro. <laughs> what do you have to say to us? Um, well, first of all, man, I really like you guys' show. I'm kind of new to it. I've only heard probably like maybe a half a dozen shows. It's really cool, and I, I like it. I've, I've been a motorhead forever, I think. Probably like, I think my first Supercross was like 81 or two when Mike Bell won in the Coliseum. Holy shit balls. It's a long time ago. Yeah, I was like 14, and I like right. basically threw a fit until my dad took me, and we lived in like Ajo, Arizona, you know, like forever yeah. away. Okay. And, um, I, just a question. Um, you know, okay, so Bubba gets, you know, in trouble, and he can't race anymore. Um, you know, kind of stupid and weird, but, you know, can he could change his name and race, and, you know, he could just throw his finger up and say, I'll race anyways under a different name. Is that even possible? Andy, you waited an hour on hold to ask us if James should change his name and still race. <laughs> you know, I mean, what the hell? Gibbs, give this guy, get this guy's information, Andy's information. Let's send him a T-shirt. I don't think they because oh sorry because this is epic. Yeah, no worries. Okay, Andy, I don't think they suspended his name. I think they suspended him. We're gonna give you, we're gonna give you a free T-shirt, Andy, for for for, for putting for doing that and waiting to hear the answer. That's yeah, a, I appreciate it, man. That question killed it. I don't think that can happen, Andy. I'm not the AMA or the FIM or anybody, but I don't think JT. Do you think that'll work? I don't. I think they penalize the person. Okay. So whatever he calls himself, right? He can call himself Shaka Khan. Do you? F- but I don't. I still don't think he can race. Do you feel like if he showed up with a Bob Smith and say he was seven 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 on a Suzuki, Bobrashev? Well, what I, what I know Bob Smith? and some guy <laughs> named Bob Smith was just scrubbing the shit out of everything. What I'm really going with, honestly, was, was the legality of everything. I mean, yeah, everybody knows that it's him, but, you know, these football players change their names, you know, Ocho Cito and some of those other guys. But, you know, it, 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 it dawned on me that, well, did they, did they suspend Bubba Stewart? Did they suspend his DNA? I mean, what, how does it work? Andy, this is terrific. Uh, we're going to get to our next guest. We could, you want to wait on hold? We can discuss this after our next guest again. What the hell? Okay, we're going to put you on hold. Devin, get his information. And he wants to know if they suspended James Stewart's DNA or not. <laughs> and then we're going to get to our next guest. Uh, but, Andy, thank you for calling. And hold, stay on hold. Tell you what, if they did, All right. his DNA ain't going to pay him the money they owe me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, let's get to anyone. our next guest. Maybe he knows whether uh, James Stewart's DNA is suspended or not. <laughs> Alden Baker, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Uh, yeah, th- thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, cool. no problem. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, uh, Jason Thomas in studio also. So, um, hey Jason, hey Alan. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see you uh, at A one, but I just want you to know I've been mountain biking a lot. So, I feel like I may right. you know I may come to, I may hit you up for uh, training questions. So, all right, I look forward to that, and I'm bummed I didn't see you there at A one then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, uh, I've been I've been into it. I've been training, so I don't know what your rates Good. I don't know what your rates are, but I may need some advice for free. <laughs> I'll give you plenty of good advice. <laughs> you know what you told me? You gave you told me not to eat bananas unless you were exercising, and then I so I didn't eat bananas. I used to eat bananas a lot. You said they don't do much for you unless you burn them, and then I was mad at you yeah. for telling me that. But now that I'm mi- mountain biking, I'm eating bananas again. All right. Well, there at least you uh, compensating, so that's great. 
Right. Uh, hey, uh, pretty good Anaheim one for the Baker's Factory. Uh, the first, second, and fourth. You got to be pumped. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a good start. So uh, you know, really happy, and you know, more more uh, happy for the you know the guys that have you know obviously put in a lot of work. Um, it's been a you know tough uh, off season, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it's good to have them come out and make a good showing right out of the gate. Were you surprised that uh, Jason's finish? Um, I know all of us, you know, we thought he would be good and, and all that, but um, um, he was very good. Were you, is that surprising to you? No, I mean, obviously, you know, from mine, you know, I've seen seen a lot of him, yeah. um, you know, in, in the off season, so not not surprised at his uh, his speed or or anything in that area. And I I knew if he could get, you know, a clean you know, start and uh, mm-hmm. ride his own race. I, I knew he'd be uh, he'd be solid for sure. About halfway through the main event, JT, you texted me. Uh, what what'd you text me again? <laughs> uh, something about uh, Alden Baker being incredible. <laughs> something like that. As his guys were like one, two, and four. Right. Yeah. Um, At, and the guy just retired that won four titles in a row. And it was just like, okay, next up. Next man up. <laughs> Who else is back there? Um, just keep bringing him out. Yeah, yeah, it, it's got to be awesome, man. These guys you're working with are, are I mean, Anderson, well, we knew he was fast. He's a champion, but he's stepping yeah. it up. And, and Kenny's got the new bike change. I, you know, we're in the media job, so we do all this stuff all off season and discussing things and breaking it down. And I was surprised that Kenny was that good. Obviously, I knew he'd be great. Uh, he's a good rider mm-hmm. and all that. But on the new bike, you know, and all that, he was terrific. Like, you got to – did everybody – that? I mean, did the training and everything else uh, – were there any hiccups? Is it? Did you change your program up? Uh, did you, you know, change anything no, up? To, you know? No, I think uh, the one cool thing about Kenny was, you know, he's one one year ahead now. You know, so right. I think he was able to, you know, deal with the, the load a lot easier than his than his first, uh, you know, season, you know, with me. And uh, um, he's he's evolved and he's adapted to it, and uh, that was kind of cool because he was capable of of putting in that extra amount and I feel that, you know, on that side of things too, you know, with with all the training, obviously it works towards, you know, getting you mentally confident and mm-hmm. uh, I know he's been really happy with, with his new bike and new team and all of that. So the combination with uh, having a good off-season, which he really had, he didn't have a lot of, you know, distractions mm-hmm. and, you know, once the, the outdoors had finished, you know, last season, you know, he was able to kind of move straight into, you know, making a transition and getting it, getting everything ready and uh, moving forward. So, you know, everything really worked worked out well. And uh, like I said, I think it's a combination of, you know, him being a year ahead, you know, in the 450 class, uh, coming off a good, uh, you know, outdoor season and then being excited to move forward to, to you know, the, the new team and, uh mm-hmm. I think mean, it invigorated him, you know, a lot, and uh, the training for sure went well. I didn't have really any hiccups with uh, mm-hmm. with Kenny; he stuck to everything, and it all went good. So, yeah, you know, not surprised that uh, you know he's uh, you know he's confident and uh, ready to uh, get it going for sure. Um, and the buy-in from Jason Anderson, uh, you know, I guess uh, I don't know how that happened. Maybe you can take us through the process where you took on Jason, uh, Ryan Dungey, and uh, Muscan. To uh, Kenny and Adam, and you're still working with RV a little bit, right? Like in his quest for a world title, you're going to be in touch with him and working with that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, well, you know, the whole change with RV, you know, came about, and uh, um, it opened up, 
you know, a couple of spots on my end where, you know, I needed to fill fill some gaps. And the hardest part for me was basically, you know, trying to get the group together that would that could firstly gel well, that each individual would, um, you know, progress, you know, on the plan. And uh, also with who was, you know, really committed to making it work, mm-hmm. you know. So it was initially, you know, kind of a little bit of, I would say running around trying to figure out, okay, well, you know, obviously RV's deal is going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do I fill that gap where normally I would have had another year, you know, another full year yeah. with him doing his normal deal. Um, and then, you know, the cool thing too was, you know, once I ran that by Kenny too, you know, you know, obviously I had some, some good options on who, you know, could come in. Yeah. And, um, you know, I try and keep the riders all happy too with regards to, you know, who they feel that, that they can gel with. And they also understand that, hey, you know, um, they're all very individual. Their programs are unique to them. Although, yes, they, you know, do a lot of training together and riding mm-hmm. together. But they all see the big picture that, hey, they can elevate themselves and, uh, you know, get their weaknesses stronger. And, uh, you know, so that was really cool. And, you know, and also, obviously, yes, I'm going to do my best to help you know, RV with, with the whole European thing, but it is mm-hmm. a whole big different deal with him not being, you yeah. know, with me full time, you know, in Florida and, and the usual drill that we, we go through, yeah, you know, in the States. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, before you took on Kenny last year with Ryan, and of course you got Adam Cincerello, 250 guy, mm-hmm. um, like JT yeah. and I have been around the sport a long time and, and we've been fans of the sport. Generally speaking, we've seen it or we've talked about it with guys, two top guys working together doesn't work, Alden. It doesn't work. Um, uh, Egos, uh, chicks, money, uh, you name it. It, They get involved, and we've seen it time and time again. I saw it with my guy and and Chad Reed, Timmy Ferry and Chad Reed, years ago. And and the Mm -hmm. Alcajon guys. I mean, it doesn't work. Uh, But it does work at the Baker's Factory. Because, (laughs) I I mean, Kenny and Ryan... Couldn't have been any better, yeah. from what I understand. I mean, obviously, maybe there's some things behind the scenes, but it seemed like it was awesome. And now you have Ryan Dungey joining this group. Yeah. Uh, what What's your secret? How do you make this work? Well, I think it's getting you know everyone to believe. Well, firstly, trust me in, in my vision, mm-hmm. you know, and then getting them to to believe that hey, through this, if if we all you know on board. Uh, each guy can elevate themselves, and that's the whole key. You know, I think if you get too caught up in, uh, you know, not, you know, looking at the big picture and getting egos involved and all of that, um, then I think that can be, you know, short-sighted, and I think Mm -hmm. it can affect you, especially when it comes to the racing. So, uh, you know, that was a bit of a test there with RV and Kenny, but... The biggest thing there was, you know, RV trusted me in, in that decision a lot. And, and mm-hmm. you know, where I felt like he was at that stage where, you know, I had to find ways to motivate him and, and elevate his his level. And the same going with Kenny. You know, Kenny trusted me with um, the vision of saying, you know, hey, look, you, you do need experience, but what a way to gain experience quickly by having, you know, the best around, you know. So, yeah. um they were both uh, instrumental in, in, you know, letting me, you know, do that, you know, and understanding and trusting that, hey, look, 
each individual guy is going to benefit out this out of this as long as we don't have egos involved and other issues you know so um it was a you know in a way uh, a little bit of a, a test but from my end i felt that that at that point in time that's that's what was really needed to to kind of get both those guys moving as quickly as possible in in the direction that we needed to go you know so uh, yeah. and then it's kind of sprung from there where now I feel like you know I do have that trust and and yes I do believe certain guys you couldn't put together uh you know for for, for uh, you know certain mentalities but uh that's why that that it is a fine line and I think uh, you know I've got you got to make the best judgment call that I can and uh and then still run it through all the guys that they all decide and say okay hey this is the options this is what I'm trying to gain out of mm-hmm. it you know and uh you know can we get there and uh move forward JT, you got to be pretty – I mean, this is all stuff we talked about prior to last season. Yep. You, this doesn't work with guys. With, with, but, I mean, it's surprising, but it's now we're on year two of this big T- dog. Typically not, but I think they all see the benefit. And yeah. if they stick together and do this, they're all well, going to be – Yeah, but it doesn't – It's all going to pay off. I mean, it doesn't – I know. I, yeah. I just think you have to – and I think Alden's done a great job of that is yeah. – Someone has to be the voice of reason and maturity and say, hey, guys, we're all working toward the same goal here. Can you not – with RV and Kenny, who's the voice of maturity here? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's – I think it was the – like Alden said, I think it was the right time because Kenny was moving into the class. RV's kind of on his way out. Not out, but yeah. obviously he was moving that direction. So they could both see how they both benefit each other. Uh, Kenny's like, I can learn from the guy who's okay. winning everything. And RB's like, well, Kenny does all these cool things and scrubbing and all these great techniques. So I can use some of that aggression and, and his enthusiasm. Okay. And it, I mean, you saw but what it, about now? Saw it worked out. Anderson and Roxon are close. You know, they're both young kids. Yeah, I think. Yeah. But I think Kenny's, I think Kenny's a pretty confident guy. I, I, I think so. Yeah. So I don't mm-hmm. think he's scared of Anderson, if that makes sense. So I just think, you know, if mm-hmm. – if, Alden thinks it's the right move, and I, I really don't think that Kenny fears anyone. I, I just don't see that. Right. Um. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's awesome. Well, and I think that's true. And, and another thing too is is uh, you know, they all understand that heck, you're going to race each other on the weekend, and, and that's racing. You know, I mean, we saw this last weekend that you know the starts are critical as usual. Mm-hmm. Um. But when it really comes down to the racing, you know. That's where where the key is. So the preparation, and if you can look past that initial sort of the egos of each deal, you know you can really help where that racing comes a lot easier. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, it's just to me a a better way of of making the racing a little bit easier, if if I could put it that way. Yeah, you know, uh, working with Ryan Dungey, um and you know people need to understand that that you know obviously you're the trainer and 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 you're helping them off the bike too, but you've got a lot of knowledge about the race craft and racing and uh, the mental side of the sport from all your work with Ricky and everybody else. What kind, How do you teach an old dog new tricks like Ryan Dungey, or do you try? Well, I think there's always things you can, you can be you know, taught or, or learn. I think if you, if you don't have that approach, you, you're selling yourself short. And, you know, one of the things that I, I respect about Ryan is that, you know, he did approach me, you know, he's always been a hard worker and very, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, solid in, 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 in what he's done in the past. And, you know, I actually, you know, back when I was working, gosh, with James and Ryan was still on a, on a, on a you know, the 250 deal, mm-hmm. 
you know, he stayed down there at James's for, gosh, like six months. So it's not like he was completely new right. to, to, to everything. Um, but uh, moving to, to this point, you know, I think that what he wanted to gain out of it was not necessarily that he needed me to be, you know, sticking my foot up his rear all the time or pushing him and all of that. And that's why, you know, he's still based in, in Tallahassee and, and right. has, you know, Ricky's place to ride and all that, although there's periods when he comes down mm-hmm. uh, to to where we are. Um, but I think he was more looking for having more of a solid structure plan. You know, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's not that he was scared of the work or, or anything else, but... You know his his approach and, and and the way you know he you know came to me and said, well look, is there you know a way that we could work out where I can get a better form of structure and better planning and all of that, right. which you know for mine you know would 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 work. And then also I think with the guys that I already had and you know the crew with like Adam and Kenny, mm-hmm. you know bringing on on Ryan, you know I mean Ryan was you know teammates with Kenny anyway, so it's yeah. not like they were new to each other. Um, so that's kind of how that developed. And, uh, once again, it's, it's, you know, I think a way that where, you know, Ryan can, you know, improve in, in areas that, that maybe haven't been done, you know, that well in the past mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and like, and, and see if we can, you know, help in that area and, uh, uh, you know, keep things going also. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's interesting to see him come to you and try to switch it up a little bit, you know, I mean. Um, he's already nobody ever said, "Hey, Ryan's not in shape, and he needs to get a trainer." I mean, he's been very yeah. self-disciplined, self-motivated, and, and yeah. won a lot of races, you know. And yeah, I think that's a like JT. I think that's a little tip of tip to your cap to Dungey for like you know spending some money and trying to be different. Trying I think to, it's tip of the cap both ways. Cause yeah, obviously Ryan recognized that something's going right over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no doubt about it. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Hey, Alden, we've talked to before a little bit. You and I. Um, about you've got this new property, this new uh, thing, this yep. baker's factory. And by the way, yep. one of the things I was wondering before the season was if there was too many chefs in the baker's factory. How clever was that? <laughs> um, You're so proud of that. I liked it. I oh. liked it. Meaning, you know, too many, too many egos, too many fast guys. But anyways, regardless, that was a terrific line. Um, so you've got yeah. this, you've got this thing going on, um, and you've you know, obviously, you know, you're very busy with your top level guys, but. Down the road a little bit, you like you know. There's this Chris Carmichael that used to train Lance, and he's got people under him and a real a CTS training system that people uh, mm. uh, work with. Is that kind of your goal down the road? Is this something you're looking forward to doing? Where maybe you're not yeah. on the road every week, but you're you're spreading your knowledge. Yeah, no, that is the plan, and and this is obviously the first big step in mm-hmm. in, in, in getting to that. I mean, you know, this year is is 15 years that I've been doing this, so yeah. You know, I think the timing's right, and and uh, and also just being able to put it together. Obviously, that that's not been a simple thing, and um, it has been. Gosh, I've been wanting to do this for the last probably three years, mm-hmm. um, but it's finally come together, and uh, you know, a lot of planning and, and a lot of help and a lot of support. You know, from from uh, you know companies like you know JCB with equipment. I mean, I'm digging into areas that. Normally, I've never been, you know, really into, yeah. obviously. Um, but that is the vision, you know, to to actually start eventually, I feel, you know, training other trainers and also wanting to open up that, you know, what I call an elite amateur, you know, section where right. I can help with that transition that I think is tough for the, the amateurs that are up and coming to make that big step to the to the pro level. 
you know. Um, I feel there's areas there that, that can be done better, but it does require a facility to do that. You know? mm-hmm. So yeah. this is the first step in, in obviously getting my pro guys happy and ready and trying to elevate what I call their riding and experience at the track. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's a big goal of mine. And then transferring that over to that, uh, you know, amateur side. And then also, obviously, my focus will always be, you know, my guys and the pro guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'd have to start training other, you know, other trainers and building up that, that part of it. And, uh, you know, hopefully also then putting more back into the sport of, you know, elevating it. And as we've seen, I mean, I think the sport's come a long way. And uh, I think that's one area that, that also can get better and better to, uh, you know, as the factories and everyone else puts in more and more, it makes this uh, this sport uh, mm-hmm. the great sport it is. Yeah. JT, we should, you should quit your job at WPS. I'll quit this media gig. We'll become <laughs> senior trainers under Alden. I'm out. Well, Here we go. I don't know enough. He'll teach us. So he's going to teach us on the job? He's going to teach us stuff, and we'll be underneath him, and we'll get clients and stuff. Okay. There we go. I think we're in. Come on up. Sweet. Let's fight. We'll fight out a, tomorrow. A, you know, you've got a good knowledge base of at least, you know, the sport to start with things. Thank so that's, you. That's good. Right. The training part is my weakness, <laughs> you know? But um, they, it's going to be good for their confidence. They're going to feel strong. Do as I weekend. say, not as I do, kids. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Adam Cincerillo, obviously uh, a, a great, uh, a great rider and, and a friend of this show. Um, what a guy! What gutted for him and his uh, crash Ooh. in Switzerland and shoulder injury. What can you tell us about that? Um, same shoulder, right, but different injury. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, and, and unfortunate. I mean, it, it, it. Gosh, I mean, you talk about being gutted. Uh, you know, I think. You know, we're a close knit crew down there and and you know i regard i mean adam's like family to me so that that was really hard but once again i mean you got to you know pick yourself back up and and say all right well you know if 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 we can learn something from this and move on the one cool thing about adam is we all know he's got the ingredients mm-hmm. he is young so and you know the injury he'll be fine i mean it's 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 going to heal up the only sad part is obviously you know it takes a little bit of time and in this sport you know you we any time you get injured you almost mm-hmm. guaranteed you're going to miss one part of the season you know yeah. which is which yeah. is tough um but hey you know as we know too time flies and 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 we'll move along and uh you know i'm excited uh, you know he is such mm-hmm. a bright future ahead of him and uh, yeah. he's got a good head on his shoulders and uh you know he'll be back and and he's motivated. You know and and, yeah. and and even through injuries, I've seen with all my guys, they're almost as I say in one area. Yes, it's a loss, but on the other side with motivation and the way they come back and attack things and also appreciate so much mm-hmm. more about the sport and in what they do. Um, that part's a big positive, and and we'll work forward with that. And and I'm excited because he, you know he's already doing rehab and moving forward and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to be long before he'll be back on the motorcycle and uh, uh, getting getting going. So, uh, you know, he, he'll be fine. It's just obviously it's been frustrating kind of a little bit of a, you know, with the, the waiting, waiting game. And also even watching on Saturday, you know, in the 250 class, I was, you know, the, the guys are riding really well and in the, in the, in the, it seems like a really strong, you know, field out there. Mm-hmm. And, but disappointing for mine, you know, not to have, you know, Adam in there. Yeah. I think, you know. I mean, yeah, again, Jesse won. And by the way, 
Jesse Nelson's probably a half pupil of yours. Uh, went down last yeah, year, and, and it, you know, it, and and he told it, me straight up. I I opened my eyes to what what really people do. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't yeah. know if he's one of your guys, but you can definitely take credit that, that he was learned some things. So yeah, no, and what a good kid! I was so happy right. for him. You know, um, uh, you know, get, you know, definitely a hard worker, and uh, as I said, such a such a solid solid person. So yeah. uh, I was I was also really happy for him for sure. But having said that, yeah, a healthy Adamson Cirillo, looking good in yeah. the West Coast, you know. So. He'll be back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. And and you know he was riding really well, um, you know, before obviously you know that the 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 accident there in mm-hmm. in, in Switzerland. So uh, yeah, very unfortunate because I think, you know, once again he would have you know opened some eyes, you know, with mm-hmm. with the season and uh, you know impressed a lot of people. Uh, all right. Before we let you go. Give me a couple of tips for my mountain biking. What what's what what do I got to do? What do I what's the key to to, to having a, uh having fun of mountain biking, losing some weight? Uh how long should I ride for? What should I eat after? Cuz I tend to come home I'm really hungry all the time, so I just start eating chocolate and whatever cuz I'm really hungry. <laughs> so, like give me well, some I mean, I think just putting in time would be the the biggest thing and and getting some form of 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 plan I wouldn't wing it from from your end you need to say well look am I going to commit to how much per day you know and uh, yeah that's going to be have to you know be your call but you know I think more you know commitment to 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 I mean mountain biking's fun it gets even more fun the the better you get at it and mm-hmm. that obviously links to how much time you put in so uh, okay so my advice there would be to put some some time in there and then uh any food that you like, you do not eat anymore. That's, what, uh, that's another piece of advice for you. Okay. Um, somebody told me, look, first of all, Alden, I'm on Strava, so you can look up my stats, okay? Okay, um, cool. I'll have, to, I'll have to check you on that one, yeah. Check it out. Also, someone told me if I can't – sometimes I'm stressed. I'm, I'm busy talking shit on the internet on riders, and uh, so mm-hmm. I'm very busy. Uh, sometimes so, somebody told me if you can't go out for at least an hour, don't bother. Is that – do you agree with that? Um, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I, 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 I wouldn't suit up in, in, you know, I don't reckon to put the chamois on and put the shoes on and get the helmet and clean the glasses and put the gloves and, you know, pump the tires. If it's for less than an hour, I really think that, you know, you really need to okay. look into that and make that adjustment. But I would say at least, at least an hour. Okay. Yeah. That's what I've been doing at least an hour with, okay. with, with, with my guys, Good. but with my rides, but um, that bums me out because sometimes I just go, you know, sometimes I do just go for 30 minutes hey, or something. it's better than nothing. If Alden gonna, said it's not. Alden said it's, it's not better with, than nothing. And I'm, <laughs> I'm if you're not going to do anything, I'll take a half an hour over that. It's not enough. It's yeah, not enough. no, I mean, if, if you were going to not do nothing. You Which know, is what I'd happens. Say, well, That's what happens here, Alden. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, the option yeah. is 30 minutes or nothing. <laughs> yeah. It is. I mean, why okay. don't you work on 30 minutes out, and then you're getting your 30 minutes, but then it's 30 minutes back in. You know, so. That's why he's a trainer. I, but, you know, That's why he's I would, a trainer. I would, you know, set the bar at least at, at that, you know. Okay. But, I mean, like, like Jason says, if, it's, if you were going to do nothing, it, 30 minutes would be better. And then just because you rode your bus, so it doesn't mean now you can eat more. Yeah, I run so, into yeah. I run into a problem with with not eating more but eating the wrong stuff because I get really hungry. Well, the the tough part is that that exercise triggers your appetite, so you have, right. you're going to have to be yeah. disciplined. No, I've noticed really, I, in yeah. the last like two months, my, I got mm. I've been eating, bro. I got to eat. Willpower. You need willpower. You need yeah. seriously. Like yeah. that's where it all comes down you, to. You know, that's, you know, you kind of need to 
clean it all up because that's going to be the key. So, uh, but like I said, man, anything you do like to eat, you need to quit that. I know. That's so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what did RV say when he came back from his Hawaiian vacation? You said, whatever you like to eat, you have to quit that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah, don't, don't go there from that one. Yeah. Do, do you remember when he got back from Hawaii? <laughs> Make breakfast, lunch, and dinner the worst times of the day, and you're going to see some real, real results. Uh, um, <laughs> should I get a heart rate monitor? Is that is that? Yeah, you, I yeah. mean, I can definitely say, speak to my polar con, you know, contact. We can get that lined up, no problem. Oh, a yeah. free one, <laughs> even better. Maybe we can do that. But now, as long as you send me the info from it, you know, so that I can at least, you know, vouch that you're doing something with it. Can I put the heart rate? I got to get the upgrade the Strava to the paid thing to use the heart rate stuff. I think, but. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. well, if I can, I'll give you a link on online where you that can where, where I can jump on and check it out. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so we got something going here. Yeah. I'm yeah. All, I'm in the Baker's if factory. I see, <laughs> if I see commitment, man, I'm I'm all about it, man. I, I want you out there. We need you out there. So uh, oh. you know, we need a good fit Steve out there. You, know? you hear that, Weston? They need me out there. <laughs> Pike, Grant, <laughs> Grant, all those guys. Uh, thank you, Alden Baker, for your time. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, your no guys, problem. you killed Thank it out you. there. Whatever you're doing, it's working. Your clients are fantastic. Yeah, congrats. And congrats on the last 15 years <laughs> of domination. <laughs> yeah. While I'm at it, right? Exactly. No, no, thanks, thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate the support. And uh, yeah, you guys keep up the good work. Eh? All right, thank you, man. See yeah. ya. All right, cheers, eh? Bye. Bye. I'm in the Baker's factory. I'm you're, in. You're certainly a pastry in the Baker's factory. I'll give you that. <laughs> Uh, you're, not, you're a bear claw in the Baker's factory. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get the heart rate monitor. Bro, I'm, I'm going to send them my... I am all for you exercising. Whatever it takes. I'm on Strava. You've seen I've been doing it. I, I know. I watched you go today. I dropped Listamore today. He was... I don't know if that's that's an accurate de- description. Of what I said happened, to Listamore, but... look, hey, you go this way. It's way harder, and I don't like it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go this way, yeah. and I'm going to meet you at that telephone or the, the power pole way off in the distance. I'll probably have to wait for you, but I'll you know you're because you're going the hard yeah. way. Why was today your first day in ten days? That Le- pissed me off. LASIK. When I, heard that. I had my surgery. <sighs> they said they they told me hey, yeah, they, technically they fine. said wait another yeah, four yeah, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. They said wait okay. another four days. Fair enough. Fair enough. But seriously, and Alden, you know I I'm not Alden Baker, but I know enough about training. If you will stay consistent and you will clean up your diet, diet is. I can't stress to you how important diet is, and that sounds stupid for losing weight, but whatever you like to eat, don't eat it's it. It's so important, and I'm I'm not great about it either. I don't really care, but if I start to gain weight, I do care, and I I am really strict. But if you will exercise consistently and you will eat better, you're going to see huge results. Huge, huge, especially because where you're at, you're starting from basically nothing. From doing, you know, you're just working all day and you don't do anything. It's going to be super easy. Like your body will change in a heartbeat. No, I've lost weight already. And, yeah, no, and, but and, uh, but the consistency is what you're like. Like I know you had LASIK no, surgery. No, I had LASIK you, surgery. No, but I'm just saying, like those ten days, you can gain a lot of weight back in ten days, bro. Don't let anybody lie to you. Okay, well, I had LASIK and I couldn't go. I understand. The the flaps on your eyeballs. We're, they say that the we're flaps. Moving past okay, it. all right. Can we move onto this phone call? Sure. No, back to the DNA. No, not yet. Oh. Uh, Nate, what's up? You got a question about Chad Reed? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Thanks for listening to the show. Oh, I'm doing well. Hey, I had a question about Reed. He, you know, tweeted after the race that something was going on with his bike. 
I understand not wanting to let you know, you know, your fellow riders know that, you know, you have an ankle injury or whatever. Um, but what would be the harm in, you know, actually telling everybody what's wrong with your bike? I, I'm sort of with you and I'm sort of not. If you're sponsored. You're sponsored by Cowie. Well, if you're sponsored. Well, yeah. yeah, you're sponsored by Cowie, but it's not, you know, it's not factory Cowie. So. Yeah, sure it is. Yeah, Factory Cowie is is a supporter of Chad Reed. Yeah, I mean, it's dumb. It's it, I'm with you. I'm with you, Nate. It's really dumb because I was at Yamaha. We had bike issues, and they were like, if anybody asks, tell them it's electrical. Like, that's what they would tell right. us. The connecting rod is hanging at the bottom of the cases, right. but it's electrical, which in a way it is because there is no – the electrical is not working. <laughs> it's disconnected. It's disconnected. Yeah. You know, there is no, right. there is no spark. Yeah. Um, so I've had factories, you know. I don't. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I, I do know what happened, but it's not my place to say. If he didn't want to say, then it's right. certainly not my place to say. So I don't. I don't know. I, you know, I could ask him why aren't you going to say? But and he may be like, you know, Cowie didn't want it out there. Who, who knows? I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. To that. I, right. I understand your frustration because I've been asked twenty seven hundred times on Twitter what happened. But uh, like I said, it's, if he didn't want it out yeah. there, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, to me, it just seems strange. Like, you know, bike problems happen all the time, you know. like Yeah, like, you know, hey, whatever. My front brake line, you know, wasn't working correctly or whatever. You know, I don't think that reflects negatively on it, but anybody. It's just, you know, it seemed odd to me. Totally understand. Yep. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, I get it, too. I, I don't think there's anything harm in coming out and saying it. It's funny in our sport. The road racing guys will say it. The NASCAR guys right. will say it. Yeah. You know? Not NASCAR no guys problem. will be a little vague, but they'll... They'll, they'll say it. Yeah, and I feel like something was up because he's normally puts it right out there. Yeah, and you don't. Right. I feel like something's up because Michael Lessie couldn't catch him. Well, I know something was up with the bike. I'm talking about right. something was up with why he didn't say it. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe so. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Um, did uh, you guys watch the race on Fox Sports One? Yes. Yeah. What did uh, What did you think about the the leaderboards on the left left hand side of the screen? Pookie likes it. I like it. I thought it was. Annoying. I thought it was annoying for about four minutes, but once I got used to it, like I thought it added a lot to, you know, fantasy Supercross and seeing where everybody was at. And I people, thought it was good after a while. There were some people that were very upset about it, though. Oh, um, yeah. oh, there were people that were pissed. Oh yeah. Do you listen to the new NFAB Fantasy Moto podcast? I surely did. It was okay. very good. Good. Yeah, we're going to keep on going and uh, do one every week. And uh, now that we have some results, JT will be a little more. No, totally. That first yeah. one was very general. Uh, we just wanted to kind of introduce people to what we're doing, and there and hopefully there were a lot of people that haven't ever played fantasy before that listened. Uh, but now, yeah, now that we have some real data and, and stuff to go off of, we can we can really get after it. So yeah, that was me. I did the the Moto Dynasty. I got Canard uh, in third. That was the only guy I had nailed. Other than that, it was all over the board. So some guy in the chat room says your picks sucked. That's fine. Keep listening, bro. <laughs> That's all yeah, I no, about. my my pick sits suck. I, you no, know, not I'm yours. Not no, no, not yours. No, no, JT's pick yeah, sucked. JT sucks. Oh, JT's pick sucked. Uh, well, I haven't seen his yet, but I'll, I'll check him out. All right, hey, thanks for calling, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, you guys have a good good night. Thank you, man. Uh, all right, um, um, Andy. Yep. So you feel Stewart can still race because his name is suspended? He should still change things up and race. Is that? Well, yeah, I, I'm just wondering, you know, like mm. I'm sure he has a team of lawyers that he pays too much money to that could probably figure this out already. But, you know, I was just thinking, hey, if he, you know, he's not saying he's innocent, but he's really not saying that he isn't. 
He's just sort of going with it and kind of being low key, sort of. So, mm-hmm. if if you were innocent, then then you'd want to race, you know, because he's a racer. Do you think if Jeffrey Dahmer had changed his name, they wouldn't have made him go to jail? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> Fair point. And he doesn't know. Well played. Yeah. There's Fair. like a um, ring inside of MX Sports. He doesn't. We Dahmer didn't do that, so we don't know. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. So it was, you know, it was just a thought, and you know, these guys on football teams they change their names and then they they become a different player. You know. But I still think they pay their fines. I, I don't. I don't know, Andy. I don't think uh, Bubba changing his name or uh, DNA. You know, they suspend his DNA, but not him. Uh, um, I don't think any of that's going to work. I just think I he's, don't think so. I think he's pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Screwed. Like I can't think of a way around this. Yeah. Well, I agree. I was just a thought. I mean, like, how does it actually work? If if they suspend the name, then they suspend the name. Okay, but but you know if, that a name is just a way to label a person. Like, they're not suspending his name. They're not like James Stewart. What if it's a James Stewart in Iowa who wants the race? These twelve letters, you're out. <laughs> they're suspending the the human being, and we just label him James Stewart. Yes. I was just thinking maybe his lawyers could get away around that. Somehow, well, you know? Johnny Cochran got because OJ it, out. Because it's never been done. It's preposterous. <laughs> the glove doesn't fit. <laughs> you must you, quit. You must quit. Um, Jackie Childs could do it. If you, that ain't your name, you're back in the game. <laughs> 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 That's good, yeah. That's good, JT. <laughs> uh, that ain't his name, and he's back in the game. <laughs> and because his name is now... John Smith. Or something cooler than that. Something cooler. You know? okay. what, would you, what would you name him? Oh, man, don't go there. I don't know. Um, Andy, where do you live? Where are you, where are you at, Andy? Where, where are you living at? I'm living in uh, Safford or Thatcher, Arizona, man. Do you have oh, a tinfoil so, hat on? Oh, so you're only an hour ahead. I thought maybe you were delirious from the late night, but you're only an hour <laughs> ahead. <laughs> no, nah, hell, it's, it's about that time. He's in Roswell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, it's, it's worth thinking about. I mean, I'm sure. Oh they, no, no, I'm sure they've exhausted every option. Seriously, on a on a serious notion, they've had six months or whatever to kind of play with we, every what scenario. We what if we change his name? You know, what then? <laughs> like, what if I raced as my brother once, Andy? You and, did, and um, my dad told me to never take my helmet and goggles off, so no one would see that I was much younger. Um, what if James showed up, entered the race, says whatever, uh, whatever name we want? Small Schmaraminos. Uh, well, remember, wait, no, remember how about this? Race? How about, how about if we enter the race as Rad Dude. Cheed. Rad <laughs> Cheed. Cheed. Like Chad Reed. Right. Showed right. up. He was 777. He won. And he rode straight back to the truck with helmet. He should sign oh, up yeah. as. Remember does, when does Carmichael, have... like, crapped his pants or something and rode straight back to the truck and no one ever talked to him? Yeah, Troy, yeah. Ohio. Yeah. 2001. Yeah. Does he have to wear his gear when he's filling in the paperwork in front of the AMA official? There's no paperwork to fill out in front no. of the AMA official. You just send it all in. All right. There you yeah. go. Problem solved. I don't know, man. It, it, it was worth the thought. No, man. Andy. It's, you, you just blew up. You went You're deep. something. Yeah, you went deep, Andy. Uh, so. Hopefully, Sorry, James Stewart's lawyers are listening. Uh, right now, like, all right. Hey. Thanks, Andy. You're out of your mind, dude. Thank yeah, you, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Uh, Taking the time to talk to you, man. I like to, I like what you guys are doing. It's kind yeah. Of of hey, go back and listen to the archives. There's lots of archives, man. 
Oh, so. I did, man. I was listening to the Bradshaw. I'm an old Bradshaw fan. Oh, Bradshaw. Bradshaw better not change his name. I'll be pissed. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Andy, uh, we're going to send you a T-shirt just for being on hold for so long and being uh, having a great question. Hey, you're right on, man. I, I appreciate that. It, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Thanks, man. All right. Do you All think right. it, Alex okay. Rodriguez could look into changing his name? I don't know. The problem with what the, hell well, happened? the problem with Alex is there's no helmet or goggles, so you're like that's Alex Rodriguez, <laughs> Ray so. Rice. There's lots of guys. This could work for this is oh Pandora's box is officially open. Did you suspend the name? Because I'm back, <laughs> you know, and I'm I'm, I'm running back. And yep. I, yeah. did you suspend my DNA? Uh, uh Shane, OJ Schmimpshin, Shane. <laughs> yes. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? You want to talk about this name change? Shane? Shane. Yeah. He do you, doesn't answer to Shane. He already changed his name. Shane, do you feel like... If, if, that, that, <laughs> He's now Billy. Shane, do you feel like they suspended James's name and he could maybe, maybe race under a different one? Uh, No way. Yeah, I don't need it. Maybe if he grew some dreads That's and his uh, That's already, a Geico bike, right. he might be able to get away with it. But... Right, right. Um, what's up? What's your question? Um, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, about the full air suspension on Shorty's bike. What yeah. do you guys think about that? Look how good it worked on the weekend. Uh, and your shorts run an air fork and shock from WP. No one else on KTM is running it. He is. He calls himself the test mule. But actually, he he could have not run that stuff. It's not like he's made to. He likes it. He says it works great. And he's testing. WP guys are there. They're working on it. Looks like it works pretty good. Um, it's lightweight. Uh, Carlos uh, told a lot of people, not me, but our people that I know, that Dungey's bike weighed in at 220, 221, right. which is like a pound over the weight limit. Well, they added weight. They actually added weight. Well, not to Dungey's bike, but they added weight to Shorty's bike. Yeah. yeah. So Shorty Dun- – Dunge said at the press conference oh. on Friday that they actually had to add weight. Oh, okay. Carlos said that that was the lowest. They could get lower if they needed to. Okay. So I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll ask Carlos. Um, but Shorty's bike, I'm sure, is right there with the air suspension. So uh, that's gnarly um, to do that on four-stroke. At Yamaha, back in our day, our bikes were like, we were basically high-fiving each other if we could get it under 230. Honda was at 216 at one point. 450s? Yeah. Really? That was the limit. 216 with a 450 the old limit oh, with, yeah. the, with the mag carbs yeah and... that, i think that's why they raised it is because they were spending just stupid yeah. money and it's yeah. like this is dumb let's just raise it uh no it's it's uh it's it's good man shane i think that's awesome good good job by shorty and the wp guys for getting that all air stuff so that's cool i like it thanks for the answer guys all right thank you for listening we appreciate it all right pulp and max show presented by btosports.com and fly racing also on board with us race tech suspension vortex racing Roost MX Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Pivot Works, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces. Atlas picked up Wilson, Anderson, and Davalos this year with their new brace. Yep. Strong. So, yeah, no doubt. Some of those guys came from the other bra- neck brace company, so, you know. Yeah, we have a we have a fly-branded one of those. Atlas moved them on over, stole them away with their brace. Uh, FMF Racing, uh, FMF uh, JGR, Star Racing, um, Troy Lee Designs, or half a team in the pits, it seems like. W Wheels, official wheel of three-quarters of the pits, teams in the pits, Guts Racing, and Two Under, Two Under Underwear Company. 
all these companies are going to sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com when you're in the market for something from one of these guys, and we'll hook you up uh, just for listening to the show and being a listener and uh, enjoying it. So thanks very much. Uh, Weston Pike, Tyler Bauer, Zach Osborne, Alden Baker have all been on tonight. Jason Thomas in studio here. Devin Gibbs working the phones. 702-586-757. you got a question, uh, we're on for a little while longer. Um, and, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll take your calls and we'll talk a little bit about what we saw at Anaheim and what we're going to see at Phoenix. We've got voicemails still coming up. You know what? Let's do the voicemails. Can we do the voicemails? That we can. 702-586-757. You can call anytime. Leave a message. Uh, 39 voicemails this week. Um, some of them really dumb. And some of them not so dumb. So here's uh, the best of the best from the week that was in voicemails on the Pulp Mech Show. Hey, Steve. Hey, Pulp Mech, guys. Um, I know that this will probably be aired after A1, so there will probably be plenty to talk about. Don't know if this will make the cut. But I'm just listening to your uh, 450 SX preview, and uh, the first five minutes or so you're stuck on uh, Eli Tomac not being a contender because he hasn't won a race in the class. Um, I know you're big on this theory, even though it's kind of a silly one, seeing as we've seen it quite a bit. Um, in fact, the most uh, ironic thing I think about this whole thing is the number 15, Tim Ferry, won a goddamn championship without winning a race. And now you're stuck in theory that you have to win a race before winning a championship when your pride and joy won a series championship without even winning a race in the year. He did. Anyway. I know you'll probably try to poke a hole in that. Different class. But, uh, it seems pretty sound. Thanks for all the content. Love it. Get on it. Good job, Gibbs. Goodbye. You hear that? Good job, Gibbs. Oh, that was awesome right there. He said um, killing it, too. Well, look, Tim Ferry won a title without winning a race. It's pretty hard to do and pretty rare. Has anybody done it? I don't think so. Tim Ferry. Has anybody done that, JT? Give uh, me your phone. Timmy- Give me, let me see your phone. I was saying Timmy's the only one that I know well, of. Let me see your phone. No, beat it. Let me see. I'll do whatever the hell I want with my phone. Shut the hell up. I'll shove it up your ass. You Ooh. try. You're not in good enough shape yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I mean, the caller's got a point in that uh, the 450 class, there's been a few time guys who won the first race and gone on to win a title. It just doesn't happen that much in either sport, in either, cla- in, uh, in either sport or either class. You don't see a guy winning his first ever race and then goes on to win a title. You have to take baby steps a little bit. Um, and But certainly, I mean, Eli Tomac could do it. It's not... Well, I think you saw what happens to that the guy just getting started this weekend. You make big mistakes and you can't do that. So Yeah. I mean that could stuff like what happened this week could happen to anyone, but it seems to happen to the the rookies yeah. more than anyone. So. Yeah, bro. I mean, I don't know. Why that's you gotta take we're, that's where we're coming from on it. Why do you gotta the guy has one four fifty supercross one quarter of a night of four fifty supercross under his belt. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Hey, Pookie, I'm in Baker's. I'm on the Baker's factory training program now. Alden put me on. How much is it? It's free. Really? He's just gonna look at my art rate and stuff and all that. Yeah, I'm in. Adam, I'm with Adam. In like Flynn. I'm in Adam's program. You, know you have to work work out still. Like it just doesn't like. Oh, I'm on Alden's program. I'm good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You actually have to do the work. <laughs> yeah, you gotta actually do it. So all right. Hey, this is Chris from San Diego. I just wanted to call and say. JT is fucking hilarious, and I think it's funny no. and shit when he no. uh, goes over on the 15-second rapid fire and also when he redoes your quotes. I think it's fucking – or headlines, whatever that fucking thing's called. 
I think it's hilarious, and I, I love all the co-hosts you have, actually, Volman and uh, Pingree, all those guys, and they're all funny. All right, man, you guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. Uh, um, he likes all the co-hosts, but he thinks you're funny when you ruin the segments. He's right. He, he thinks it's funny when you wreck the show. Uh, the future headlines, the ex-brand tear-offs. I'm getting rid, of seg- getting rid of segments I don't like. Oh, okay, so now you just do that. You just, you just, I'm just going to screw the show. I call it helping. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's not. I'm making the show better because I'm gonna, we're going to get segments that, that actually down. are funny. Lots of people on Twitter. I want you to hit me up on Twitter, at PulpMX. I need a yay or a nay for future headlines. Say nay. No, I got some yays. Right now, uh, but I, I just 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 all week. Just give me yays and nays for future headlines, and we'll show you guys what's up. Um, and because I think I think you'll be surprised. Shouldn't it be yay or nay? <laughs> future headlines. Here's a future headline for you, JT. Future headlines. Future headlines. Future headlines never makes another appearance. That's what I mean. <laughs> or future headlines rocks the show weekly. Option A. All right, I think I, I disagree. I just the, the the problem with future headlines right now is the owner of NFAB doesn't like future <laughs> NFAB future headlines. So we've got an issue we need to work through. You have no one to support that segment here's, but yourself. Here's a future headline. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! Right? Yeah. That's that's what's happening. Future headlines. Future headlines. Dies oh. in a burst of flames. I'm disturbed that you have that on your uh, your your phone. <laughs> that was on his music. That was on his first playlist. Right? <laughs> he knew exactly where that song was. Everyone show some respect <laughs> for the death of future headlines. The it lie. had a bad run. It had a bad run. And we put it out of its misery. Future headlines. The rise and fall. Not such big of a rise, but a big fall. Okay, you can stop. We got it. You want me to hit the panic button again? Because <laughs> I will. Uh, future headlines. Devin Gibbs destroys studio and walks out. Ooh. Or Devin Gibbs learns to read. Stevie. Dick. Option B, I hope. It's option A now. It, was op- it, could, be, it could be both. It was option B until he said option B. Option A could lead to, to option, option B. B. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to learn to read and I'm going to kick your ass. What's happening with, with kids these days? Like, what's going on with Xbox. Ki- really? Xbox, yeah. yeah. Blame it on Xbox. Xbox. Future says, headlines. Not, Xbox ruins a generation. Not PlayStation. Xbox. Uh, all right. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we keep going. Voicemails. Uh, thanks, Mike. What are you doing? Hey, Steve. My name is Jared from Smee Valley, California. One of your 805 brothers. It's pretty cool to hear that from Camarillo. I never knew that. Well, you live there anyway. But uh, no, Not from Camarillo. Yeah, but Mr. Monster Tom McGovern. Um, yeah, I actually went up to that guy. I had a marketing degree in the works, and uh, I went up to him in the pits. I'm a friend of Rick Ash, everything like that. So I had everything was going for me to get that internship. Uh, guy ended up hiring some Canadian chick. Can't blame him now because I'm actually dating a Canadian chip, a chick of my own. But uh, she always brings that ketchup chips. Love those things, by the way. It's a great story. Um, so I have two questions for you. You're One dick. thing: um, when Blocked. did Chisholm get over the Chad Reed? You know, Chisholm, who's that guy deal? You know. And number two, I feel like Reed's getting a little mm. ignored here uh, by the press. You know, with the hashtag "Who's Next" thing. Um, I'm going to put my back- breaking news. Cheesies At- are delicious. 
You at, got one tweet saying to keep future headlines. No, Let me guess. No, no. Eric Ketchum, future headlines as its own segment. Austin Murray, nay. Chris Andrews, yay. Chuck, yay. Jeff, no more headlines. We're up three to two right now. Yays are up three to two. It's been like 70 seconds. Doesn't matter. Take your stupid uh, anthem and, 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 you know, whatever. Headlines is dead. I'm going to put my bet on Reedy for A1. You know, RV's not there. Stu's not there. And I feel the guy with the most experience might do it. Uh, love the show. Um, hope you guys enjoy A1, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Um, so did you hear what he said, or were you fine? I did. Okay. What? You're on your phone too, bro. You're on your phone. Get off your phone. Give me 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 your phone. No, I'm Give me your phone. Give me your phone. I'm getting info from the the, the, the poll we're running. The poll we're running. Give me your phone. See? Uh, What do you think about – and we had – I know you listened to the whole show with Brittany last week, but we had Brittany on and Kyle was on, and Kyle talked about how rad Chad was. Yeah, that's that's a long time ago. Um, no, I know, but the the Salt Lake thing, we all know what happened there. Yeah. Kyle Kyle missed a race, got suspended for yeah. a race. Yeah. Um you know, now Kyle is at the at the Chad's house riding. Mm-hmm. Uh he says Chad's been giving him parts and advice on the Cowies. Yep. Um Brittany, they made some lattes together. And I said on the show, I think this tells you how cool Chad Reed is. I mean, if Chad Reed had never spoken to him again and never invited him over to the property, no one would ever be like, "Oh, you should have done." Like, it's no, fun. for sure. I mean, right. there were there were apologies made, and like, yeah, you know, but, they, talk, they talked but, it out, and I. But even all that, Chad could still said, "Yeah, we're cool, but you're not coming over my house." Right. Right. Well, what do you think? No, I, yeah, Chad's Chad's cool like that. Um, I think he realized that Kyle was genuinely bummed on himself for doing that, mm-hmm. and I think I think Kyle was put in a spot and pressured a little bit to. If he had the opportunity to influence mm-hmm. things, and um, I think Chad Chad rode for that team before James did, so I think he understood how things work, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah, very I, mature on I, both. I, I very think, mature on both sides. Kyle I was mature a, to apologize. Yeah, Chad was very mature to move on and allow and help Kyle and help him. very much. Yes, yeah. and, and uh, I think that says a ton for Chad Reed. Yeah, I really do. For sure. Um, all right, let's go. Peter Wilson uh, says future headlines is an abortion of a segment. And then Nick says, keep the headlines. Hashtag, don't block me, JT. Uh, Josh, what do you think of the headlines? Josh. Oh, hey. Uh, yeah, love the show, guys. But definitely the future headlines. That's the uh, probably the gayest thing since the DMXS show. Josh, hung up on the show or <laughs> hung up on the show? <laughs> All right, let's go. Hey, Bubble Next. Just going to say, great show. Uh, love everything you guys are doing. Looks good every week. Um, Devin is killing it. Fuck the haters. Uh, I, was, I was wondering if you guys were aware of the fact that on every podcast lately, there's like two or three, four times it like skips and it like glitches. I don't know if I'm missing stuff or you're editing it or what, if you're aware of it, whatever. Thought I'd bring that up. I'm aware of it. I've got a Mac, and I got Parallels because my pro- my podcast recording program uses uses Windows, and I, so I got Parallels to put the Windows on the Mac. And I 
we didn't have an issue, but there's a, an allotment of memory you can use for Parallels and for the Mac. And we didn't have an issue. And then we had a big issue. And I've been trying to find the sweet spot of how much memory to allot to the different programs. And it's causing the, the windows to freeze and lock up a little bit. So if there's any nerds out there that can help me, tell me the memory allotment or how to stop the windows from locking up a tad bit, let me know. Hit Swiss me car? up. No, I asked Whisker. You don't know. So I've been playing with the memory a little bit to try to find the sweet spot again. doesn't seem to work. So anyways. Uh, um, another thing, I was hoping to maybe talk to JT about this. Uh, Someone in the chat room said, up your PC RAM. I'm up. I'm all the way maxed out on, on the Mac for RAM. It's like a so Dodge RAM? can't do any more. So just FYI. I thought he was telling you to shove something up your ass. Uh, <laughs> RAM it up your ass. I played this video game called uh, MX. Uh, what's it called? MX. GP. Uh, re- what? Fuck. It's a. Uh, the MX game is MX Simulator. And mm. what it is, it's a, it's a computer game, and you can download every track known to mankind pretty much. Like, I've been playing all the real Supercross tracks since 04 or now, 010 or something like that. And, uh, 010. Mm-hmm. It's sponsored by Fly Racing, which is the only reason I bring it up. And you guys talk about the, uh, uh, the other game. And do you know anything about this? Uh, yeah, I, know, I mean, I know we sponsor some games. Oh. I don't know. I don't oh, know this game. Yeah, yeah. It makes right. simulator. Yeah, you're, not, you're not a video game guy, is. right? You don't play video games at all. I used to. When Did I was you? racing, I had time. Like, you have to understand when you're racing, there are scheduled times when you sit your ass down and you don't move. So video games are perfect for that. Oh, do I have that on the Baker's Factory no, program? No, you don't. Okay. You could if you worked out enough and rode, but you don't do that. Okay. No, I know what the MX Simulator is. It's hard as shit. Oh, is it? It's really hard. You got to, like, that's dedication to get good at that. All right. I've seen some people, it looks like real life when they ride it, but then I go on it and I just look like a goon. I'm like, fuck this. Right. Uh, Clint Mack says, nay, it's gayer than 10 men fucking. <laughs> well, <laughs> Clint, um, yeah, I mean, that's. <laughs> yeah. I can you argue with that point? I can argue with it, but not like he, I got his opinion. I know it. Like, right. that's good. Right. So. And next. Supercross, and that, that game is like what you guys said. That game's for kids. Um, it's garbage. I can't believe that they came out with that game, and half the stuff that's on that game was in the old game. Um, it's kind of bullshit, but I'm, I'm really disappointed that I wasted my money on that, and I'm not going to start charging for downloaded content. Um, that's kind of stupid considering MX Simulator has unlimited downloaded content for free. Like they said, they have all the tracks, Loretta's, all the Nationals. All this the- is a, a computer, though, not a gaming system. Yeah, it's so different. I mean, it's a different. It's, it's apples it's, to oranges. It's different. If he, it, he's comparing, advice, a, he's my, comparing a PlayStation game to a to a fully computer guy. Without a doubt, my right. my opinion is for him to go check out MXGP because that game's much better. All, right. all the supercrosses, um, all the gear, seven gear, uh, all the bikes. I mean, the, you can just make your own stuff, but people are just constantly making it, putting it up. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Talk about that. Love the show. Um, have a good night. Yo, what's up? This is Bo from uh, Rome, Georgia. Hi, Bo. Let me just start off by saying happy A1 Eve. Dude, I am so fucking pumped right now. I, I can't even, I, I don't know. I'm freaking losing it, dude. I just want to run through a wall. I don't know. Anyway, that's not why I called. So, I got a bone to pick with your boy, Filthy. Uh, there's a little background to it. So, we were going to this Endurocross, me and my buddy, in Atlanta, uh, I guess about two or three months ago. And my foot was in a boot, so I couldn't ride, but I was just going to hang out and help out. So, Is it a fly boot? Of course, dude. I'm going to get drunk while I'm there and just like, have a blast. So anyway, 
I'm getting drunk, hanging out with him. He's riding terrible because that shit's so gnarly. Uh, and then Filthy walks by, and, dude, he's, like, my third favorite rider. <laughs> third. Right behind Dungeon Anderson. So, obviously, Strong picks. I'm going to say what's up and try to be his friend. So, I walk up, like, say what's up. We talk. I get a cool picture with him. I post it on Facebook. Like, yeah, we're, we're friends. And throughout the day, I probably say what's up to him, you know, two or three more times. So, I definitely am thinking, like, yeah, dude. We're gonna hang out one day. We're gonna be bros. Uh, <laughs> hold on, imagine. Yeah. Hold this on, is JT. His goal. JT, imagine if you hung out with all the people that you said hello to or what's up at the races. <laughs> he, I'm I'm waiting to hear other than okay, all right, before yeah. I comment. So, <laughs> okay. Anyway, I end up adding him on Facebook, thinking that's totally acceptable since we've talked multiple times. Is it? I don't. I'm on, I'm on Facebook, but I never is go. Is it on acceptable? It. Yes. Sure. Whatever. Okay. And a few days passed. And just nothing, dude. He hadn't accepted it. I'm like, I'm I don't think playing he my is. girlfriend. I'm like, yo, why is he not accepting it? Like, he's just not getting on Facebook much? And, of course, you know, typical girl response, oh, you're fucking retarded. Like, you post more pictures of your dirt bike than me. Like, he doesn't even know who you are. I'm like, nah, dude, we're friends. So she adds nah, him on Facebook friends. just to prove her point to me that he doesn't know who I am. And within the hour... He accepts her friend request, and <laughs> two and a half months later, dude, I'm still no friend zone. And I, every time I start talking about dirt bikes or shit, she's just like, "Yeah, well, filthy doesn't even know who you are." But he added me on Facebook, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, damn it! Like, there's nothing I can say to that." So, Phil, come on, dude. Either unfriend her or friend me, man. <laughs> really, look a brother up. I I asked Phil for a reaction to this. Oh, already? Yeah. Okay, what happened? He said, I got bigger things to worry about than this. That's all he said. <laughs> yeah, like getting to the races. I gave him the story. I said, can you unfriend her or can you friend him? And, he's really, and he said, I got bigger things to worry about than this, and he never got back to me. So I don't know what's going on with Filthy's life, but he's very busy. Can I get a verdict on this? I think uh, the guy needs to chill out. Yeah, I think he – two things could have happened. Either Phil knows, it, knows who he is and the fact that this guy repeatedly kept – Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Like, I feel like Phil's a little weirded, maybe. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're not. You're you're out. <laughs> you're not up. <laughs> yeah, yeah." Um, Laser. Or he has no idea what that guy's name was, nor does he know that's him. Yeah, yeah. It's not the Atlanta Enduro Cross guy. People right. will talk to me at the races. I don't know exactly who they are. I know I've seen them before and I have interaction, but I don't know their name. Yeah. And that, that sounds terrible, but it just happens. It's just what, what Dude, happens. It happens to me all the time. Yeah. And so you don't know that that's that person. If, and if you ever made that connection, be like, oh, yeah, okay, no problem. But then with, with his girlfriend, I don't know if Phil has a girlfriend or not, but it's just probably like, oh, yeah, that's a cute girl. Sure, why not? So I, I, that's what I'm assuming happened. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the... The fantasy moto guy with the ponytail? He's got a ponytail? Jeff Hopkins. I don't know. Yeah. He's got a ponytail? Yeah. Nice guy. Uh-huh. I met him five or six times. Okay. So he stops me in the pits and says, hey, I listened to that podcast. Thanks very much. We talked about his moto. This weekend. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We talked about his moto fantasy league. Right. Whichever one he Pro has. moto fan. Okay. Yep. I just want to say thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Now, I've, I've seen this guy every year, every race. He's a nice guy. I talk to him a lot. Like, you know, he's a good guy. And I... I saw him and I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. Like he's like, Hey Steve, what's going on, man? How are you? And you I'm didn't like, know his name. Didn't know his name. Right. And I'm like, I know this guy. That he's happens, friendly. Though. That happens. And I'm like, What does he do? Who does he work for? Is he a mechanic? Yeah. What is he? Just yeah, happens. no, it happens. Yeah. I mean, it, 
especially being a rider, and it's not like we're famous. We're like cult famous as riders. You're famous, bro. But it happens. There Look are at Ralph knew who you. Of, Ralph knew who you were. There are a lot of people. A forty-seven. <laughs> a lot of people who you interact with, um, and you know them. Like you're like, oh, I know who that guy is, but you don't know their name, and it you feel like a jerk, and you're like, hey, buddy, guy, pal, uh, whatever, but not the name. Yeah. you don't know it. I and then two JT. How about the popularity of this show in the pits? Like the, the show where, is way more than rider ever. Yeah. I get all the time, like, hey, I didn't know who the hell you were. i seen you out there. I didn't know who you were, though. But now on the show, like, oh, yeah. You're the guy who fucked Dungey's race up at Hangtown. <laughs> totally. <laughs> didn't James land on you? Right, right. How's the ACL? <laughs> yeah. Got one yet? Uh, TK05 says, no more headlines. Hashtag slow like JT. Skip says, more future headlines. Nate says, yay on future headlines. JT suck it. JT don't block me. Austin says, get rid of future headlines or lose pulp fans, but he spelled lose as in loose. Yeah, you're out. So, no, it's still good. Still a good, 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 good uh, 50-50 swing there. Headlines so. is gone. Do I need to play the song again? No. What about Phil adding his chick, though? <laughs> I mean. That's a salt in the wound for that guy. The face, the look you just gave me was like, eh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's adding I, chicks. Yeah. Not but an hour later, he said. Yeah. He was friended. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I'm, <laughs> I don't know Phil's marital status, so I'm. I'm staying away. Uh, Phil's, Phil's. If he has a girlfriend, she could be an avid listener. I feel like if he's going around making such bold claims, it's like, oh yeah, we're friends. I think Phil got the little bit of a vibe, and he's like, no, not this guy. He right. doesn't. He he's not she in. Totally could have. That was option A. All right, keep going. Know what that is. Hey, man, this is Paul calling. I talked with you and Jay, too, on the Moto 60 show about uh, Canard and the suspension swap. And you got to talking about all the things you do for a million dollars, and I kind of lost my train of thought. So the, the point I wanted to make was uh, if it is uh, 90% in his head, and what happens when something goes wrong, you know? Uh, if he doesn't do so well at A1... Uh, does he immediately start questioning his change? Um, you know, I would really hope there is uh, a positive change in the actual suspension and how it's working to give him some real confidence. Because if it's just kind of in his head, like uh, like you were saying, it's really kind of dangerous ground uh, if something goes wrong. So it's uh, Friday now, A1's tomorrow, so I'm excited to see what happens. Thanks. Uh, look great. Yeah, KYB staying on. Yeah, I think we're. I think he's fine. He's done there, right? So the uh, the Tomac as well, the minus the crashes. The interesting thing is that uh, uh, to see if Seeley, if he continues to struggle, what happens there? But I don't think Seeley so. struggled. I mean, I'm just saying he was super fast in the first time practice, right? That was that practice, right? He was up in the top five in one of them. Uh, so you know. Pike knocked him down, or they hit, or whatever happened, mm-hmm. and then the main event he got a terrible. How'd that work out for you? Right, not not great. Right, and I don't think KYB is going to help him with Pike. <laughs> so, I, I think a double barrel shotgun might <laughs> to slow him down. A dart need some kind of silver bullet. A poisonous dart. <laughs> wooden stake. Yeah, wooden stake. Right. So okay. Hey Steve, it's Bo. Hey Bo. Uh, Hold on. Two guys on the voicemails named Bo. I don't know one Bo. Jackson? I mean, I don't know him. James Stewart's dog's named Baby Bo. But I don't know James. You think that his dog should change his name? Mm. Point is, two people named Bo called in the left voicemails. 
that listen to the show. I don't even know one Bo in my life, and two of them are listening to the show. I don't know. Just saying. Bo Bamberg? Interesting Again, facts that you're bringing up. I don't know him. You don't know Bo Bamberg? I, don't, I know his name, but I don't know him. Bo Burnham? So. I don't know Bo Burnham. He's a comedian. Bo, Bo Duke? I don't know Bo Duke. You don't know Bo Duke? Who's Bo Duke? Don't yell at me like you're my father. <laughs> Bo and Luke Duke. They slide across hoods, bro. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Dukes of Hazards. Yes, yes, okay, sorry. The sheriff. <laughs> Listen, man, I didn't grow up had in Bassadown. the fucking 70s. He had a Bassadown. Did he? Yeah, the sheriff had a Bassadown. So my, my Starsky and Hutch is Luke Wilson and Ben right, Stiller. Get the phone and That's, hit the thing. That's Great sad. Christmas and New Year's. It's uh, Saturday. A1's only a few hours away. Pretty pumped for that. Hey, I was calling because um, I'm a veteran, and with you know the U.S. being at war for over a decade now, I was wondering if you guys knew of any any veterans um, that either qualified for an outdoor national or Supercross main event in recent past. Uh, I was also curious um, if JT has any idea on how long he thinks he'll be doing the the uh, the BTO Superfan experience. I'd love to take my son there for one of the races one of these days, but he's only two, and obviously he's not old enough to appreciate it yet. Uh, you guys keep on killing it, and Devin, keep on killing the written word in the English language. All right, guys, thanks. Later. Stop it. Hey, listen. To my other fan, fuck the haters. Um, we got seven deuce deuce online. Hater is going to hate. Ainer's gonna ain't. Ainer's gonna ain't. Cookies are gonna bake. <laughs> um, oh, you saw that on Britney Chisholm's that. thing. Um, you love Britney Chisholm. Uh, we got a we got a Devin Gibbs. super fan. Six to midnight. Devin Gibbs calling dibs at oh. Britney Chiz. Wow. Oh shit. <laughs> it's creepy, JT. Okay, look. Before, taking it to a whole new is level. Is it the real Seven Deuce Deuce or no? No, it's Seven Deuce Deuce and Mo Filthy. Oh, before we get to them, veterans who raced. Don't know any. Me neither. Any. It's really tough because you learn, you lose that whole time period. Yeah. You know, so that's. But you might be good in the sand, say if you're in Afghanistan, and they you get, get to, to ride. ride over there. Yeah. Oh, I don't think they get to ride. Well, isn't there some? Don't the army have little bikes? Uh, the stealth bike they just came out with. RJ teaches guys how to ride the electric really? bike. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that stealth bike. I think. They're I don't know. RJ teaches. You know, goes to Camp Pendleton and teaches. Yeah, uh, and the other question, VIP. You just, you just miss. You're just like whatever, Mathis. Yeah, I don't know of any veterans that ride. You're going off on RJ teaching kids at Camp Pendleton. I, I'm done with that. VIP thing. I don't have any plans of stopping. So hopefully, we will enjoy this with your child for years to come. <laughs> He's two right now. Yeah. So um, when? What's the lowest he can? What's the highest or oldest he can? I think can I've be? had like five year olds. Do they know what's going on at five? Oh, they're crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, like track walk. They're just okay. Yeah, I'm like right. literally chasing them around like. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. You know, they're like jumping off it. Okay. Off uh, the top rack of the skid steers and stuff. It's You still have some million. openings for BTO? I do. Program? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some races, a lot of races are gone, but uh, Detroit, Indy. Detroit, shocking. There's a lot, there's a lot of races that are shocking. open. Shocking. So. Uh, Jason36 at AOL.com. Yeah. Or the show, or Twitter, or flares. You whatever, get, any uh, way possible. You get to meet Andrew Short and Justin Brayton. You get to be a member of the BTO Sports KTM team for a day, basically. If you're, if I'm flying over your city, you can ride it in the sand, and I'll see it. Put the microphone closer. Sorry, bro. It's been the same spot all night. Seven deuce deuce. Yo, what up, boys? What's up, man? How are you? Dude, just kind of kicking it. Had a long day of practice today, and uh, just prepping up the race bike and the practice bike and get ready to go out for the morning listening to the show. Just wanted to call and say what's up. 
Bummer deal for you, A1. You'll get out back at it, though. Dude, no, actually, it really wasn't that much of a bummer. Um, well, you didn't I've qualify. I've been my starts, and I've been working on my speed, and it showed. And I, I mean, yeah, I had a little bit of a crash, but um, I'm really happy on uh, where I was at with my speed and my start. So I'm coming in next weekend and uh, swinging for that main event. And I, I really, really believe I'm going to make it. Dude, it's a deep field, but you were riding well. Yeah, if you hadn't fallen, who knows what would have happened, man. You were right up there. So Yeah, it was a bummer. I watched it on slow-mo because I didn't know why I fell. And uh, <laughs> actually, Sealy roosted a, a big dirt clod right in front of me, and I must have missed it. And it actually uh, hit my front wheel, and it bounced my front wheel off the ground. That's why I slid out. Wow. You really, you really yeah. is a pruder film, this thing. all you listeners go check it out in slow-mo when I crash, right. you can see the big old dirt clod like go right under my front wheel, oh, and wow. my front wheel literally comes like six inches off the ground. See, we should have tweeted him. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, leave my boy Pike alone, man. Hey, that was a that was tweet of the year so far. You two have to admit it. Come on. I was. Yeah, I was so happy. How'd that work out for you, <laughs> dude? That was so sick. It's like we were talking today, and it's like, dude. You don't really hit Weston. That's like hitting a brick wall, bro. You just—he just didn't move. Like Weston just stood there, and then Sealy endoed. Like it was like, <laughs> ooh, yeah, he ain't gonna do that again. Dude, you're a big guy though, Deuce Deuce. You could hit him, maybe Pike. You could. Oh yeah, me and Pike could. Me and Pike bang bars all the time. I'm like one of the only dudes that could hit Pike. But you know what I mean? When you're when you're rolling around wearing a buck fifty, and you're hitting Weston Pike. He ain't going to move. Sounds like a lot of broken parts. Yeah. 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 You like know to, what I mean? like to see Bowers and Pike. We talked about it earlier. Bowers and Pike, a cage match. Bowers, Bowers is awesome. Yeah, weight, you're, I yeah. don't know. I think I think that one, though, Bowers is so good at takeouts from arena cross that he's going to know how to hit them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it really just – I think that one's pretty equal. That's going to be takeout for takeout. It's just who um, cuts the corner and takes the other guy out first. How's everything with your program, TPJ and all that stuff, uh, Cycle North, Fly Racing? Dude, you know what? I'm pretty pumped. The new uh, the new Fly thing that I can't talk about, they're awesome. Oh, you they're can, super good. <laughs> no, uh, Adam had the boots on. We're just uh, we're trying to keep it a little bit low-key until we roll out all the info, just to, for my peace of mind, because I'm going to get just crazy questions. But you did wear the boots this weekend. The photos are out there. They are. Yeah, no, I mean, they're they're awesome. I mean, they're they're really, really good boots. I'm super happy with them. I switched from Alpine Star Tech 10s, and uh, I had absolutely no problem fitting right into the fly, the new fly boot, and they work super, super good. So I'm stoked on that. But other than that, the whole TPJ rig really stepped up the game. I'm happy with that. Um, Pro Moto fan helping out a bunch, and just like everybody. I mean, it's so cool over there, dude. Everybody's so fun and happy all the time, you know? Uh, yeah, and even Max uh, got Pulpa Max on the TPJ program. Yeah, we even got Pulpa Max logos on the TPJ, TPJ program on all the table covers. So I didn't do you know, anything. I mean, repping you guys, and that's that's sick. And just, dude, it's so cool over there. I mean, if you guys get a chance to come over, it's sick. I mean, what? it's cool. Everybody's just kind of kicking it. It's not super uptight. It's no, just, listen. We're having a good time. We're riding dirt bikes. I did come over, and I hung. I hung out. Wasn't it good? Yeah, it was good. JT didn't have time to go over there or to Albertson's rig or anywhere. Just whatever. I have uh, oh God, JT, what are you doing with your life right now? <laughs> with my life right now, it's uh, I'm sitting 
at a table staring at a lot of coffee cups. A lot, there's a lot of dogs. <laughs> uh, Mo Filthy, you got you got recognized by some Pulp fans, you told me? Yeah, yeah Pulp Max put me up. Mo Filthy was getting some fan photos, Dude. some more followers. It's been really good. It's Mo fun. Filthy, blowing up. Killing it. Blowing up 2015. Uh, Deuce, Deuce, uh, when's your CD coming out, or what's your deal with that? How's that going? Dude, you know what, bro? Like, these people don't understand. I'm like... The CD, I'm, I mean, my CD's sick, but the label people, man, they're lagging. They're <laughs> lagging. But I'm going to have them all at Phoenix. Bro, so if the label people lagged when Tupac was around. Tell Dr. Dre. Yeah. He got his Beats money. Yeah. Get it together. Bro. Dude, I'm trying, bro. These people in Lompoc, they don't, they don't know, you know what I mean, what's going on. They don't <laughs> understand the urgency. I'm trying to let them know, but they just don't. <laughs> Mom, slow poke. <laughs> <laughs> slow poke, yeah. That sucks. Um, no, I, a slow poke. Did you really? That's a pretty good one. <laughs> I'm brilliant. I made that. I, I, yeah, yeah, you are. You're I'm absolutely genius. No, but I'm you. pretty pumped. The labels came out sick. I'll good, have to, good. like, have you post a picture on Pulp, or I'll post them on my yeah. Instagram tomorrow or something. I'll have them all tomorrow, so I'm pretty stoked. They yeah. came out sweet. No, that's awesome. Good to hear. Yeah, for sure, man. It's I uh, uh, got a lot of tweets about your racing, and people were freaking out about it, and they were pumped on you. And, yeah, man, just uh Climbing and climbing to get into that main event, and then who knows what goes from there. Like, you just got to get in, you know? You know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, and what I'm really stoked about is, like, I really feel like I got the speed now. Like, I'm not looking at the other guys so much as, like, factory riders as just uh, now I'm looking at it more like just another guy taking my paycheck. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's kind of cool. It's just it's nice to be able to, especially, and I have a lot of confidence in my bike, too, mm-hmm. uh, Um the people that built my motor just Tokyo Mars just killed it. I mean that bike is ripping, so I'm pretty stoked on that. I haven't had a bike that good. And I got some new A kit and dude, it's just working so good. Oh my Sweet. gosh. Yeah, we gotta get you back in studio. We talked about that a little bit on Saturday. Uh gotta figure out a best time or whatever, you know. So Yeah, no, we'll figure it out. I mean I uh, we're take... talking about what, in like a couple weeks or something. That sounds yeah, like fun to me. I don't wanna take away your training riding program, but we gotta get you in here. Yeah, no, for sure. I need to be in there. I love the show, and I love all the fans, and it's just, it's good stuff. If we can get a laugh and talk about dirt bikes, I'm all about it. Yeah, no doubt. All right, man, we got to run. Thanks, Mo Filthy. Thanks, uh, Seven Deuce Deuce. Appreciate it, man. Hey, you know it. Hey, keep running the show, boys. Always great, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right, sounds good. And remember, uh, with those boots on, anything is possible. You know it. (laughs) All right, see ya. Later, boys. Later. Oh, Mo Filthy and Deuce Deuce. Yeah. Mo Filthy has a little bit of a radio voice. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, um, so are you mad that he talked about the boots or no? No, no. He can oh, talk okay. about them. I just don't All want to get into too much about details and stuff because All right. they're not they're not out yet. So I don't. When are they coming out? Uh, basically two weeks from last Saturday. So, yeah, 10 days. Four, okay. 12, 11 days. I can hardly wait. 12 days. Whatever. Can Gibbs get a pair? Uh, I do you need have a boots. valid credit card? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a valid credit card. <laughs> All right, let's keep going with these voicemails. Hey, good day. Got a couple of questions for you. Good day, mate. Um, is it possible that Stuart could get his name changed? Appeal his ban <laughs> and get it reduced from 18 months to 15 months. So still a pretty big ban. Guy says, uh, is JT banning future headlines the name of future headlines or just its DNA? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. And but be eligible for the outdoors? 
Um, the other question, how did uh, Adam Antignap and Josh Hansen keep their three-digit numbers? Anyway, let us know. Bye. They kept the three-digit numbers just by applying for them. They didn't get any points. Yeah, They're, that's what happens when you don't get a national number. <laughs> yeah, we, was, another, was there a tweet yeah, about that, or what was, was that? There was, yeah, yeah, people were confused. Yeah. And um, the appeal, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, guess he's appealing I think it's possible. And, sure. That's possible. There's been some outrage, for sure. A lot of outrage. Yeah. 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 Uh, I do think that's possible, but we'll see. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hope all of you had a great hey, New Year. Uh, my name is Brian from Atlanta. Um, so I want to bring to you guys' attention something that I know you guys won't talk about at all tonight. I'm just kidding. Uh, but the Bowers-Osborne incident. So what I'm wondering is, I, what would you guys think, unless they already do, about the possibility of almost a self-policing system? And the reason I say that is that, obviously, after the Bowers move, um, he got a nice talking to from John Gallagher from AMA. But now he probably has this fear, I'm going to imagine, of, uh-oh, if I do this again, I'm either going to get a suspension or get in a lot of trouble. And the same for Osborne. If he feels like retaliating, he's probably going to have the feeling of, uh-oh, if I do this, I'm also going to get a suspension, and I just got even. So I'm kind of thinking about NASCAR and um, us as a fan of Supercross and, and the Supercross um sport desiring to be a lot like NASCAR and NASCAR has the um has the self-policing system as you guys might remember the huge brawl after the race in Texas boosted ticket sales so much because of the uh, the question of okay what next so i was kind of thinking maybe a self-policing system uh, until it turns you know into extreme violence but um where Riders don't have fears of, man, I can't be aggressive and maybe a little bit overly aggressive without getting suspended. Anyway, hope you guys have a great night. Look forward to listening. We'll t- talk to you guys later. Blessings to you. Bye. I'd like to see uh, at Phoenix a few years back. Hey, James, Chad, come together here. Try to work this out. What do you feel should happen? No. Do you, do you agree with anything of Brian said? Uh... Partially, I mean, I understand where he's coming from, but I think you do have to have some voice of authority, like like they have. Respect my authority. Yeah, because things get out of hand. I mean, <laughs> things get out of hand. This isn't a free for all. Like there has to be. This is a norm. There has to be some rules. Uh, somebody sucks. somebody making a call. If if you if you do break the rules, you know who's going to get in trouble. What you're, what's going to happen to you? So. Uh, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like the way things are set up now, mm-hmm. um, to where I, you know, I don't think that Gallagher always makes the right call, but I do trust him to make the right decisions most of the time. Right. All right. Uh, hey guys, I just had a question uh, about Will Hans crash. Um, I know you guys said on the uh, A1 review that uh, Kawasaki said there was no problem with the bike, but. You know, it looked like he ran uh, ran it in pretty deep in the corner, squared it up pretty good, and uh, had a good straight run uh, at the takeoff. And it didn't look like a very big jump to me, so I'm not really sure how, you know, he could go from that to basically going over the bars coming up short without a bike problem. So I'm just wondering what your guys' opinions are on it, if you think there had to be um, something wrong or if you think Will did something wrong. All right, thanks, guys. 
Uh, it was definitely weird. Tick to the it, motherfucking it, 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 just, it was basically really weird. I thought he hit neutral for sure. Uh, I'm hearing he didn't. I don't know. I'd like to talk to him. Uh, but just I've seen double. Just, I've hit just, neutral a lot and done that. I've seen other people do that a lot, and that's what it looked like. So we'll see. Nah, it was dirty. It Where was, was it at? Uh, right out of the first turn. Okay. But see, for him to be that short and that angle – that quickly, that's almost every time a neutral or a chain break or yeah. something. It was dirty. Yeah. Oh, it was dirty. Because that's a very simple jump. Like, you should not be that out of shape on his own. Like, that just doesn't happen. That doesn't right. happen. Right. All right. Nap. No breaks. All gas. Yo, Mathis, calling to say, not trying to sound homo, but my boy, the seven deuce deuce, Gave me straight fucking wood. That first lap of the LCQ, he was fucking killing it. I think he actually was going to actually move up and maybe get a second or third. He had it in the main, and he went down. He was going to pass anyway, Sealy for a second. Tell my boy, the seven-deuce-deuce, deuce, that we're still behind him, and we know he's going to make the rest of the main. Peace! Guys, guys, dedicated. Stoked. Third, maybe. He ain't going to pass Sealy for a second. Why not? Uh, I think Sealy's better. They're both on Hondas. Yes. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> My logic right there was ridiculous. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I ever said. <laughs> They're both on Hondas. Yeah, totally. Yeah, what was I thinking? <laughs> right. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, all right. Hey, uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, Jason Thomas in studio. It's been fun. Uh, JT, uh, verdict on Hanny's, Hanny's, uh, Hanny's race. Fat. Fast? Uh, fast, yes. Uh, building blocks. Like, it wasn't bad. He's sixth place. It's fine. I said before the year, I think he can win a race. Yep. I'm, I'm taking that back. I, I'm, I'm there still. You're still there? Yeah. You don't think Hanny can win a race? Anymore? Not not at what I saw on the weekend. He's fast. He's good, but... I think I think he can because the, the ability for a lap is there. The rest of it, he's just got to put together. So I, I mean, it wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. He didn't poop the bed. But, the only thing yeah. I was concerned about is, can he still go fast enough? And he can. I'm oh, okay. almost positive right. of that. Okay. Um, your most improved 250 rider from last year? Most improved 250. Um... Here, bro. Here. No, I, I'm thinking. Well, I... Jesus, I mean, this is a live. This is not good radio for you to just go. I'm thinking about it, bro. It's on a game show. I'm going to say Osborne. Suck it. Uh, Okay. All right. I'm going to go Nico Easy because he didn't race last year. Ooh, what good you, one. Yeah, last. Great job. Yeah, but it was better than last year. He wasn't even on the line. Barely. I'm just kidding. I'm Barely. joking. Um, yeah, uh, Hill was good, but he was good radio. last year great too. Radio. Um, Alex Martin. Alex Martin. Been five years since he raced the West Coast. So pretty good, right? I thought he was good. I don't yeah. know if he was the most improved because I thought he was been pretty good. But. Yeah, we were talking about – I thought he was really improved, and you said he got f- uh, fifth or something a few years ago. 2012. He was, I thought his best was like a seventh. I thought he told me so. his best was a seventh. Most improved 450 rider. Most improved 450 rider. I am going to go with um, – shoot. It's tough, right? It is because I uh, – no Shorty. One. I take Shorty. Yeah. I think great ride, but Shorty's one race. I'm going to go Pike. Nah, Pike was like fifth at times last year. And Soupy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Pookie, who do you think? Shorty. Shorty. Mm. Shorty, huh? I think I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with Weimer. I thought Weimer really, was yeah. actually all right. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's, the eleventh isn't great. No. The, the number's not great. But watching him in the main event, he was actually okay. Yeah, and he charged up from yeah. the back a little bit. And unless, so. and unless he could have been honorable mention too, he was pretty good. Um, good job by Partridge and Tapia. Yeah, for to sure. Make the main for sure. The 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 crappy thing about saying like Weimer and Alessi in nine and eleven is the numbers don't justify that answer, but their riding did. The field is just stupid. Weimer came yeah. around the first lap in 15th. Yeah, and I was just more going off watching him. He looked aggressive. He looked a lot of things I haven't seen from him in a long time. Um, so. Yeah, he looked like he was in shape, too. Right. Like, he was still going forward at the right, end of the race. Right, you right. know what I mean? He wasn't just kind of riding It was more around. the eye test than the number on the sheet. And that's why there are some media in the, in the sport that don't go to the races, and they write about them. And I'm like, you can't watch TV and look at the results and be knowledgeable about what's going on. You have to be there. Yep. So, just saying. You just got to be there. You can see Weimer at the end of the oh, race. for sure. There's charging no, and forward. There's no substitute for being in person. But some media think there is. And they're just going to write about the race. And be like, ah, oh, this guy sucks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, who, who, who underwhelmed you in, in the classes? Chad, but I don't think that was fair. Yeah. Uh, no. Dino. You know, I'm going to go Dino, yeah. Yeah. Um, 250, underwhelming. I'm going to say Justin Hill in the main event. Yeah, he won the heat. Yeah. And we thought he would win races, and he'd be a, title, a slight favorite for the title. Mm-hmm. Kind of got Four. passed and dropped a little bit, huh? Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't a great main event. And Plessinger was catching him. Mookie, very underwhelming. Yeah. Rough, rough day. Plessinger was good, hey? Plessinger was awesome. Rookie? Yep. Yeah. For sure, the best rookie performance. I don't know much and about Anderson easily in the two videos. Yeah, I don't know much about Plessinger. The McElrath was good too. Kept him back. He was. I think Cooper Webb wins, wins this weekend. I uh, liked what I saw. He's already my pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah I liked what I saw from yeah. from Webb. I think the whole class is going to be caught in Cooper's web uh, this weekend. I really do. That was gay. What are you laughing at, Pookie? <laughs> she's laughing. At, she's laughing at how gay it was and cheesy. I laughed the first time. Maybe you ever said that, but that was like. I don't know. That was almost as gay. How many, longer than James's suspension. How many chefs are in Baker's factory? That's almost as gay as Mark. Guys what's fucking. up, man? Uh, I just wanted to know what you think about. Uh, so, like, say next year, Chad and James are both still around, and uh, you know, a couple more of these guys move up from the 250 class, like Moose Can, maybe, and somebody else. I mean, could we see um, entire 450 main events in Supercross without uh, one single like true? No support privateer. I mean, has that ever happened before? Yeah, I, mean, those, I know you guys said no. Those lines those, are those lines are always blurred on who's a privateer and who's not, and all that kind of stuff. But I know what you mean. I mean, this week you look at the main event, and really Partridge and Tapia is it. Uh, everyone else is a one on their game, factory supported guy or factory guy. Um, so I mean, maybe yeah, sure, why not? Right? I mean, we're only two away right now. So yeah, I'm just wondering yeah. if that's ever. Yeah. If it's, if I don't know if it's ever yeah. been. Do- I don't think Ricky it's ever Ryan. been done because. No, he's asking if there's no ever factory guys in the main events ever. Oh, sorry. No, I mean no privateers in the main events. I know because there haven't been enough. That's what I mean. Yeah. Not, not enough. It's been know. close. Yeah, been close, but never. Yeah, you, I mean, you were one of those guys. Like it, for, it, yeah. you know, looking at that. I, back when they had 20 guys, it was like 18 one one time too. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Because you take that seven grand privateer money and divide it up, and yeah. Timmy, Timmy actually. Was one of the guys yeah. one time, and yeah. there was two of them. Yeah, and they uh, got they split. It was him and, him and Factory Phil. Yep. 
exactly. Yeah. And Factory Phil's mechanic was? At that year? Yep. Kenny. Yes. Yeah. Timmy Ferry's mechanic was? Uh, Jerry Campbell. No, it was me. <laughs> I know. Jerk. <laughs> so another reason why Kenny and I are, bo- are, are sort of bonded, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you get any of that money? <laughs> no. Still waiting for my <laughs> Summer Cross bonus. Mark, you got my bonus from Summer Cross? Yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you this story about what happened with that? The final verdict of that? No. You got a grand one time. What? I remember he gave you a grand. No. I don't know anything about that. Maybe he did. Here's the thing. Maybe. He won 25 grand at Summer Cross. I know. And I said, he said, hey, man, I'm I'm really strapped for money. I need, you know, I'll give you, I can't give you a bonus for this money or whatever. Or I'll give it to you down the line or something. You know, I just need this money right now. And I'm like, hey, no problem, Timmy. Whatever. We're buddies. So he never gives it to me. Never gives it to me. Comes a running, running joke. Funny to him, but not – I mean, he, he's at Factory Yamaha now making excess of a million dollars a year. And I'm saying, hey, how about that, how about that summer cross bonus? And he's like, ha, ha, ha. And then he, never gives it, <laughs> then he never gives it to me. It's a pretty funny joke. Right. So I'm like thinking, okay, 2500 bucks, 10%. Like you owe me that from 1999. You know? He's never paid me. So one day we're at Chili's or some restaurant. Probably Chili's. Probably Chili's. I, I probably have queso in front of me. Yep. Um, and he goes to me, look, I, you can have – you can have what's in my wallet right now, or you can wait for the summer cost bonus, and I may never pay you, Ever. or I may pay yeah. you, or you can take what's in my wallet right now. I don't know how much in it, but I got some money in there, but I don't know how much, or you can wait for summer cost bonus, and I'm like, I'm never going to get that summer cost bonus. He took it. So I took the money in his wallet. It's like, a, it's like what's behind door number yeah, two. Yeah. Could have been a goat. Could have been a new car. How much do you think I got? How much do you think you got in his wallet? 50 bucks. $112. 220 220 That's yeah. all right. Yeah. Like by 220. Yeah, it's like one percent. Yeah, one <laughs> percent. And this was this was this was uh, this was six years later. One percent bonus. Six that's years strong. later. Yeah. Thanks, Red. And that's with interest. Think if it hadn't been. Yeah. No. It'd have been like I I admire him. For, bucks. I admire him for finally making good. Sort of. You know, like if maybe maybe it gnawed at him at night. I didn't give him that bonus. You know, or I don't whatever. Think so. No, I, I, I don't. Not. Hey, Mark. What's up? What else? Anything else? Uh, yeah, one other thing about your uh, too many chefs at the Baker Factory theory. Um, I would think that Alden is the only chef, and he is baking champion. He is the chef at the Baker Factory. Screw you, Mark. It's not bad. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> it could be. And he's pulling out like like AC's, uh, you know, like a uh, Boston cream. And Marvin right, right. is a... Uh, Help me out here. <laughs> They're all chef I don't know. I've never been to that. I haven't been to that many bakeries. Pookie. I don't know. I can't hear the other end of the conversation. Give me some bakery See, pastries. Powdered sugar. Oh. Give me some pastries. Fondant. A what? Fondant or cake? Fondant. Yeah, fondant. Is that like fondue? No. Pookie. That's dumb. Bear claw. Um. Yeah. AC's a bear claw. I don't know. You know what? All right. Good job though, Mark. You're right. It could be. Yeah. I think Marvin right, must get some baguette. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Called. A bidet. Uh, before we wrap this thing Whatever up, JT, French last week, it is. Okay. Uh, JT, before, before we wrap this up, last week on the show or the week before, you said that I would be in your wedding party. Yeah. Where would I be in your wedding party? Standing up there. Best man? I don't know. It's possible. Really? I'd have to put some thought into really? it. Really? I'd have to put some thought into okay. it. Okay. It's possible. Okay. How many groomsmen do you have? That, I think that's always determined by the female. Like she's like, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have X amount of bridesmaids. Go find some dudes. Yeah. Like I think that's how it works. 
Me, Chad, Truman, Burner. I don't know. Tortelli? I'm not I'm not I'm not ready to commit. Tortelli? I don't think so. Really? No well, Seb. We just haven't been hanging out that much. How good would Seb and I look standing next to each other in Texas? Seb is awesome. We just never I never see him. Yeah. I never see him. Truman? In. Truman's in. Stamp it. Yeah, Truman's Chad, in. Chad, stamp it. Chad, stamp it. Forrest, Forrest might be in there. Stamp me? Yeah, you're in. Forrest. But maybe. not as best man, though. Yet. Like. I don't know. You can't stamp that. We'll see. Not stamped. But you're in the running. I didn't think I'd be in the run. I didn't think I'd be in the wedding party. Really? What if it's, what if it's three? We, are we not, we're not even bros? What if it's three? That wouldn't be three. There's no way. Pookie? Could it be three? It's not going to be two. Do I make the cut if it's three? Yeah, but it's not going to be three. What if it's two? <laughs> it's not going to be two. I'm not, I'm not marrying a nun. Do I make the cut if it's two? So, okay, all right, so. look, you can't. I don't know. Okay, all right. You're friends, okay? I think if you're in the running for best man, like, it's a pretty close, it's a pretty short list. You're in there, Steve. You're in like Flynn. And, I, and I, not only am I in there, You're Gibbs. fucking wearing pants. Yeah, no, I'll yeah, wear pants. you can't wear cargo wear shorts. Pants. Not only am I in there, uh, I might be, I'm in running for best man. There you go. Like, on top of that. I'm not even running for, like, an invite. I would love it if I was best man and Chad was, like, my bitch. <laughs> like, he had to do this, stuff. This isn't, like, an S&M party. <laughs> no, no. Like, well, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, hey, Chad, <laughs> go get my ring. Like, go get his ring. And I got a whole, like, you know, Chad, hey, look, I'm going to, ch- like, your bachelor party. Right? Okay? Like, so we got to do your bachelor party. Okay. So, I'm the best man. I'll be like, hey, Chad, go look at some bars and shit. Go book us a, a room, like at some bars. Yeah, he's going to do that for sure. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> hey, Chad. Is that one of your stipulations to be a best man? Like, like I would love to order him around to help me, help me plan this. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, Chad, I, what, go get a cake, you know? So if JT comes up to you and says, okay, Steve, Baker you factory. are my best man, is your next response, Chad's my bitch then? No, but I'm saying, like, the groomsmen all have to work together. I feel like he's going to want an established pecking order. Yeah. The groomsmen have to work together. Total power play. The, groom, the groomsmen are all going to be sitting in one, the, like, room. He wants and a flow Steve's chart. Gibbs, Gibbs, Gibbs. He wants a total. Like, all right, listen, this is no, the plan. That's flow what, chart. Gibbs, flow chart. The groomsmen have to work together. That's, that's a fact. Sure. To make the bachelor party, to make the wedding work, to do whatever. they got to work together. So there's got to be a ringleader. The ringleader is the best man because he's the best man. Are you calling so he's him the ringleader. Ring Are you calling him ringleader because he so holds the rings? I'm the master planner. I'm the ringleader, and I'm going to sign jobs to my groomsmen. You're more ringworm than ringleader. I'm going to sign jobs to my groomsmen, and Chad will get the worst job. <laughs> I think you're no longer Why so much man. hatred? No hatred. I just want to do it. It's just, <laughs> the tables have turned. Now who's laughing? What if Chad's the best man? Well... I gotta do it. I gotta take it. I, gotta, <laughs> I mean, that guy's gotta. You know, I just. You, you gotta get that cake. Your best move is to not talk about any kind of pecking order or rules until. <laughs> because, you, yeah, because, because he will make your life right. Hell. Right. <laughs> it, actually, if you want him to do it, you just tell me opposite. Yeah. Like Chad, do not get yeah, a cake. Don't plan anything. Do not get a cake. Don't plan anything. Right. Do not get the champagne room. We do not want it. <laughs> you know. And then Chad will get it. <laughs> So, uh, good times. I'm never, I'm never getting married now. <laughs> How much thought of have you put into this? Quite a bit. It oh, seems like seven it. days or whatever since seven the last show. Days. I mean, Pookie, Pookie, did I not bring it up a few days ago? Uh, yeah. Right? She said, "Yeah, of course you would be in the party." And I'm like, "Well, where would I be? Where so, would I be?" I'm, I'm, I think it's funny that you're so shocked. Yeah, no, I am. 
I am a little shocked. Why? For sure. Well, but if you have five, I'm, I'm re, I'm like deliberating our friendship now because you're so shocked. Like I thought we were like tight. No, we're good. But your we're good. reaction is making me <laughs> review our friendship. Like, well, maybe, maybe we're not. You know, was I overstepping my bounds? Right, right, yeah. No, the tables have did turned I now. Think it was, did but I think it was real and it's really not? He, he who laughs last, laughs last. And I will tell Chad that. Unless he's laughing last. Uh, no, it's great. It's good news. I'm glad I'm in. You know, there were so many moments <laughs> shared, and I'm kind of like thinking now, we're, was, that, was that just a farce? <laughs> Moments. Just... There were so many moments shared. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the time like you uh, you screwed me over for the Yankee tickets. There was that time shared. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good yeah, Pookie. Your, your pitch? Pookie, that was a good one, he your said. Your pitch at that game? Uh, <laughs> that was another moment shared, yeah. The the pointing and laughing like the kid in Simpsons. You were Nelson. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. What a Did moment you see that, that was. Video? There's a video. Of what? Of that pitch. No. On Instagram. Really? Yeah, I'll show you to you. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, it's good. Um, it's good. Yeah, those kind of moments. Uh, the moments probably, I have no doubt the moments where you got a pass to an after party and I didn't. Yeah. There's probably lots of those moments. Oh. Well, what do you, what do you, you Did you not have ask, the orange you wrist? Did you go ask Dirt Shark for you? Did you not have the orange wristband in New Orleans? <laughs> I think you did. Is this I what, did. Is this I think you did. Friendships? I did. I think you had with the chocolate fountain and everything. If you weren't such a dick that Chad would make him do stuff, maybe he'd get you that <laughs> wristband. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. All right, everybody. Well, hey, um, Roost Graphics coming on the show for this year. Pivot Works and Two Under. Uh, thank you guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, and all of our listeners are supporting our new guys, and uh, it's awesome to, to see that. And uh, sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. You can try to save money with these guys. Uh, go to roostmx.net and buy yourself a fu dude. Uh, Pook Nation shirt. Who doesn't want one of those? So, F you, dude. Um, BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. JT Fly Racing presenting show now. Uh, fantastic to, to see that company. You guys are growing and killing it. And we can't talk about the boots and stuff, but hopefully one day we can. Yeah. Fly gear. Best out there, bro. We're excited. We're excited to be more involved, for sure. Giving away Andrew Short's gear from Phoenix. Yep. Mutually beneficial relationship. Moser's going to be in Phoenix. Can we still get a set of gear from Shorty? Like, how's that? Like, how's it going to work? I would assume so. Yeah, I, I but, think I think Moser wants more what's inside the gear than the gear itself. Yeah, that's probably a good point. Can't wait to be best man. <laughs> I would text Chad right now, but it's too late. I think I think you're safe. Is Chad in Cali? While, is Chad in Cali? The foreseeable future. Is he in Cali? Uh, no, he's in Florida. It's late. Oh, okay, it's, it's late. late. Never mind then. I would text him right now. He fought the red eye. So good. So good. All right. uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Pivot Works, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, all on board with us. Thank you, JT, for coming in and being in studio. It's always better to have you in studio than uh, than on the phone. And like I said, I feel like I pay you more than enough to quit your job at Fly Racing and just be on the show full time. Totally. Am I going to live here too? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. You're going to live here? <laughs> you and Benny can share a room. <laughs> Benny the dog you said smells. He can't hear me, so he won't be annoyed. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I'd love to get you in more for sure, but we get you on the phone every week anyways, and it's always a fun time. Yeah, so. if I wasn't so busy, I would be here, but a lot going on. Give me the winner for Phoenix, both classes, right now. Trey Kennard, 450. 
Cooper Webb, 250. Okay. Will James Stewart change his name and race Phoenix? <laughs> he may change his name, but he ain't racing Phoenix. All right, that's it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week with another surprise co-host. And, uh, Gibbs, thank you, man. Thank oh, you for your hard work. Uh, you've got you've – got, uh, you got pulp money now. you got almost half your yearly payment in, your, in hand now. Almost, yeah. So you could bail – yeah, I'm not a bailer. I'm just saying because right now I've paid you half, almost half your money for two shows. Yeah. Can you imagine the chaos that would ensue if people got half their yearly payment up front <laughs> and just did? Yeah, oh yeah, my like, gosh. like, hey, we got, we're gonna pay you forty grand a year. Yep. Uh, on your second day, you get, you get twenty grand. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> that would be. So, That's what I'm saying. So much Gibbs. would get done. I, if I'm bailing, I'm letting you know. But I'm not just. I'm like I'm gonna be here next Monday and the Monday after that. And probably the Monday after that, unless I don't die. <laughs> probably. Unless you don't die. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week. And, uh, again, uh, looking forward to a great 2015. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho. <laughs>